This time, on Those Conspiracy Guys, we go on the hunt for an aerial anomaly, a paranormal cryptid whose varied sightings fall under one name, the Mothman. The seven-foot-tall tales of townsfolk who witnessed this bat-like birdman tell of glowing red eyes and supernatural powers that seem not of this world. Fables of angels and demons, winged men and flying monsters permeate all of human culture, and the iconography and influence of these stories are still observable today. But it was the events in Point Pleasant that would seek to give a name, face, and even a purpose to these ancient ideas of heavenly beasts. Starting in 1966, there have been over 100 sightings in the small West Virginia town, with locals reporting strange sicknesses, swellings, burns and blindness that accompanied encounters with the newly named Mothman. Many accounts told of the creature chasing cars and appearing in trees and outside homes, flying at incredible speed and seeming to vanish in a moment. As the sightings of the Mothman began to accumulate, new phenomena gripped the terrified townspeople. Phone calls of unearthly screeching voices, reports of UFOs and unexplained lights in the sky, and strange visitors to vocal eyewitnesses. Visitors who seemed alarmingly odd. Men dressed all in black, who sought to sniff out these stories of aliens and paranormal creatures, and to even try and cover them up. All of this culminated in an event so shocking it cemented the story of the Mothman into the pantheon of modern folklore. On December 15, 1967, the local Silver Bridge collapsed into the Ohio River, killing 46 people. The worst bridge collapse in US history at the time, leading some townspeople, Mothman investigators and even UFO and paranormal researchers to suggest there was some cryptic connection with the catastrophe. Could the Mothman be from another planet, another dimension, or even another realm of consciousness? And was it trying to warn people of impending disaster? Were all the sightings really just misidentifications or fabrications? What about the unsettling visits from the men in black? Were the numerous UFO sightings connected? What about the tales of giant Native American spirit birds? Or could toxic waste from the local abandoned munitions works have created a mutated birdman of prey? Was this a prime example of modern mass hysteria at play? Or does it all just come down to moonshine and barn owls? So join us, co-conspirators, as we take to the skies and seek to snag one of the kings of the curious cryptids this time on those conspiracy guys, it's the Mothman. Welcome, welcome, folks. Welcome, We're, everybody. It's that time again. Get excited. Get, uh, <laughs> it's get Friday ready. night. It's yeah. It's a, it's a dangerous time. Uh, this or it's is probably a, not. It's probably Monday in work. Yeah, and you're at a job that's like I can't listen to silence and computer fans wearing or a sleepy hungover Sunday morning. Maybe. Yeah, this is probably one for a, a hangover. Mm. Yeah, this is a fun one. This isn't. Uh, this isn't as 
rapey as or other as topics. M- as murdery. Yes. People die, terrible. don't get this wrong. Yeah, a lot of people die. But, but you know, yeah. in what yeah. seems like a, an act of God, <laughs> which we all accept is the best way to die. A bridge dies. Yeah. <laughs> You're a fan of bridges. Lord of mercy. One bites the dust. Yeah, but it's not Jeff, so don't worry too hard. The dulcet tones you heard in the intro was, mm. in fact, our good friend Ed. Hi, Ed. It is indeed. Hi, guys. He's Hi, back. Ed. Welcome back. You remember Ed from our uh, Santa back. Or from our Jesus episode. Ooh, me. a Freudian slip there. A Freudian oh. slip indeed. Santa yeah. and Jesus have never been photographed in the same room. So. They never, yeah. yeah, true. So there you go. Absolutely. And they share very similar body types. <laughs> yes. If I, if I must. Uh, Is that a coincidence that they've never mm. been photographed? Probably not, because they don't exist, really, yeah. maybe. <laughs> oh, so. that's off the fence. Oh, hello. Absolutely. And Santa that's couldn't have been a Jew, because <laughs> he's giving stuff away the whole of Christmas. Not, oh, oh, they, not like the focus of our uh, uh, of this episode. No. No. Mr. Mothman. Yeah. <laughs> the Mothman. Uh, and Herschel Mothman. Um, a, yeah, this is this. It was a weird one. This was a spooky one. Yes, and mm. um, well, I mean, yeah, spooky, I spooky in the way that like <clears throat> you it's watch a, a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. a spooky story, but not in any real mm. scary way. I didn't. I didn't like glance out the window at times. Yeah. expecting to see the the Mothman coming towards me, like with Slenderman's. It definitely, yeah, it definitely wasn't as scary as Slenderman, I believe. Mm. But have you listened to our Slenderman episode? Ed? No, it's, it's shit scary. your pants. Really, yeah. it's not. Uh, it wasn't fun. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Um, we had a technical glitch in the first three minutes that mm. we... As Slenderman is wont to do, we yeah. found out in our, oh. in our research. We mistook it for oh. a slender attack. Tack, 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 No, that was me doing that. Yeah, that was, I'm gonna, that's what happened the last time. God, yeah. I'm going to listen to that then. It was... Mm. Uh, don't do it at, freak me at home alone. At night? Yeah. In, at night. That's, that's, that's only for pornography. <laughs> but that's the best <laughs> time to do it. Not uh, pornography yeah, now. Yeah, no. any, t- any time of the day is yeah, Don't do it in work anyway. You'd be like throwing your headphones on the desk and... Pornography's best in church. Yeah. It's it, it the most free Yeah. If you will. You uh you have you feel like, you know, at home when you're doing it, you're like, yeah, I'm allowed to do it here. Yeah, it's like when you get the giggles in class at school. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I shouldn't be doing this, but I can't stop now. <laughs> That's the same feeling I get in church in the confessional. Yeah. You, then you go watch the movie Spotlight and figure you're not the only one to feel like that. No, yeah. So uh the Mothman. Yes. Or Mothman. Yes, Jeffrey Mothman. Mothman. Do you like to pronounce it Mothman? I no, I'd say Mothman. Yeah. Because well, that's the origin. The origin is from the the the, the Batman. Hmm. It was a Batman was villain in Batman. the in the in the show. So you um, you can call him Batman. Batman. Batman Bat- means Spider-Man. Batman. Yeah, Spiderman. Leon special, Spiderman. Special guest Leon Spiderman. <laughs> Mister Spiderman, stop shooting your web shooters all over my office. I can't help it. I'm Mister Mothman. <laughs> Isaac Mothman. <laughs> and Herschel Ironman. <laughs> But, He's uh, very wealthy. <laughs> um, like straight off the bat, it's an odd name yeah, it's, for. It's, it's a weird thing to call this, it. this cryptid creature. Yeah, because a lot of people describe it as kind of having bat esque wings. Yeah, uh, it's certainly like as as far as descriptions of a fallen angel, a demon. It yeah. seems to fit those quite well. The name Mothman kind of came out of left field. I feel a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's. Not, I, I'll talk about that later about how how it how it came up from Batman, which mm-hmm. I don't think. It's it not really con- did. It's not connected ah. to to uh, to Godzilla's. Mothra. Uh, Mothra. Yeah. Or but that uh, character from The Force Awakens, Mon Mothma. Yeah. Possibly could have reverse time inspired it. She's more of a moth woman yeah. than a mothman. And there is uh, older references to hmm. like ancient civilizations that worshipped like winged beasts. Or yeah. Whatever, Indeed. That, yeah. that uh, this alludes to, but I yeah. don't think... 
Moth was really they, yeah the proper moniker for this creature. Maybe. No, no. If it had shown behavioral, like it was going towards open flames, I'd be like, that's like a moth. Yeah, but yeah. nothing else about it seems to. to it doesn't. Like a moth. It doesn't. It's like because Batman big... was gone, Birdman was gone. It was yeah. like, what's left of Haswings? Butterfly Man. Yeah. That sounds it's not gay. scary enough. Yeah. Butterfly Man. Eagle Boy. What's he gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> sounds too patriotic. Ha- yeah. Hawk, Hawk Child. Hawk Child. Again, I think I'd, I'd rally hippie. behind Hawkchild and Eagle Boy. Yeah. My name is James Hawkchild. <laughs> I came to surf. <laughs> uh, Get my board out of my Volkswagen van. <laughs> there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing that really put like it, it should have been a more dread-filled name. I I think. Yeah, and also it 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 leans towards the possibly the mutation side of the argument. Like it would it would pupate into yeah. Oh, it head. started off as Caterpillar Man, and no one yeah. was afraid of him because he was just lying on the ground, all squiggling around. Because <laughs> it doesn't yeah. have it doesn't have a hairy thorax or anything. So I don't know. There's loads of conflicting reports as yeah. as the legend went on. We'll talk about like mass mm. hysteria and how a, a story gets perpetuated, and and it's yeah. not all about the size of your thorax. Exactly. Let's remember that. <laughs> it's or how, how hairy it is. It. Yeah. It's what you do with it. Yeah. Exactly. It's the motion in the thorax. And uh, he like he doesn't like a moth has a proboscis. A moth has, has it, certain. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> proboscis, um, like a like a proboscis monkey. Has a proboscis. Yeah, has a little <laughs> has a little snout. Yeah, that was too clever. And a, an appendage. And this thing had no head. Sometimes it had yeah, no like bird like legs. It neck. had bird like wings and, a, oh, and like a bird like yeah. head. <clears throat> Do you know? That's like uh, the spider baby with the head of a spider and the body of a spider and the mind of a baby. Yeah. Mm. You know? It it does kind of sound like that. A lot of people like yeah. a lot of the descriptions boil down to a giant bird. Why didn't they call Which it? Which is still like, you know you know troubling and alarming. They call it Owlman. Yeah, yeah. Watchman hadn't been Watchman. Watchman. Uh, the Watchman. <laughs> He's gotcha now. I'm the Watchman. Been, hadn't been. Uh, <laughs> I make watches. Uh, what the Watchman hadn't been written yet. That was yeah. like the, the mid eighties. And that's not, Night Owl as well. Yeah. Night Owl, but it wasn't even Owlman. It was mm. like why why didn't they call it Owl? Moth seems like a, a an incorrect. Term, Moniker. term, for yeah, this. yeah, yeah. It's in no yeah. way like a like a moth. So basically, this lad used to fly around at nighttime, Paul. Was it? Essentially, <laughs> like yes. Bumping into uh, light bulbs and not exclusively because there are sightings from the daytime. So, oh, right. again, not yeah. like moth. It, uh, it unfortunately seems the first sighting would have arrived on November twelfth, nineteen sixty-six. Right, if you remember, I do. I remember. You do remember nineteen sixty-six? I was getting yeah. ready for yeah. uh, the Beatles. Rubber Soul, yeah, to be released, and um, England was, had had just won the World Cup, I yeah, believe. yeah, and and um, they'll talk about that until this day. I was going to get um, those those fancy new bell bottoms for for Christmas mm-hmm. in a few weeks. Yeah. I was growing out my sideboards, <laughs> yes, and yeah. uh, making them slick with pomade Lovely. that had just been invented the week before. Yeah, so it was exciting times for me in 1966. Were you, were yeah. you singing uh, a cappella with your three friends around a barrel full of fire? Yeah, we we loved to do that. Bodo di yodo. But it was always it, it always sucked being the one who had to go to the shop to get the fire to bring to the barrel. Yeah. Indeed, um, Indeed, that was uh, go to the fire shop in the painful 60s was, and dangerous. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, yeah, the fire shop was beside the ice cream parlor, I believe, for safety purposes. Yeah, yeah. and then that yeah. just became a, a kind of a, a slur. 
uh, going to the fire shop meant something else. Perhaps indeed. So older yeah. older listeners will know what that is. Yeah, indeed, we won't yeah. explain it. I uh, I personally was swimming around in testicles at the time. I don't know. Yeah. I think I existed. So. What in like a, in like a pool full of testicles? <laughs> indeed, like, yeah. Like was, a, like a ball pool. I was full a, of uh, testicles. <laughs> <laughs> testicles. I was. What's going on? This is the worst Chuck E. Cheese's ever. <laughs> This is this could be a Vietnam story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> around the I asked for a ball <laughs> pool, not a nang. severed ball pool. <laughs> well, you know that was a, that was a tough war for everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Six Flags vasectomy towers. That's where you find the ball pool. Swimming around There's always balls. a line, isn't there? Yeah. There's always a line. Yeah. So sixty six. Yep. November twelfth. Pe- people are experimenting with drugs. Indeed. Could that possibly be a? Uh, well, possibly not. Because I'm not going to attribute it. this. Is not every fucking show is about MK Ultra, everybody. Indeed. So this is just a good old fashioned plain monster story. Well, yeah. these these people could have been on drugs. Who we're talking about is on November twelfth, five grave diggers in the dead of night in the in the witching hour were digging graves. Yeah, uh, as al- one would. Already a spooky situation. Yes. yes, not nice, but five of them. So I'm yeah. sure, like one guy's like, I'm not I'm not digging graves at midnight by myself. Yeah, so <laughs> fuck that. Get me low. Get me four people to supervise me, watch me. I don't care. <laughs> but there'll be other people there. Was it a grave digging club? It might. Yeah. Have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, some sort of ritual, but uh, we can't we can't be sure. But those those five men were employed as grave diggers. Instructed one like shovel handle technique. They're all like elbow down, elbow down, lean, move with the knees, move with the knees. You have it now. He had two more days till retirement, yeah. and then he saw Mothman. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's November twelfth. It's in Clendenin in West Virginia. If anyone's uh, from that area, you may know it. I'm not familiar with it myself. Uh, but they claim to have seen uh, a flying figure flying above them. So big, big wings like an eagle, but the mm. body of a man, very stout body, seven foot tall, fourteen foot wingspan. Uh, you know, again, a, a, an apt description of maybe an angel or a, a demon, sort of thing. Of the detailed description that I read from mm. their testimony i guess you could call it mm. i would call it that, Th- yeah. this thing like yeah but i mean it's pretty much like five lads were out probably having a sup mm-hmm. digging yeah. a few graves and mm-hmm. they were all like what's the fucking look at your man and the tree look at the man he fell out the top of the tree and uh fell like a man in, yes. a, in a man's silhouetted shape didn't you know? didn't like drop like skillfully and like uh, uh, with no, agility, d- like yeah, dro- dropped deftly, like head first. Like right. I'm jumping out of this motherfucking tree, right. and then just at the time when you, you would expect a winged creature to flap the wings out and then ride the the thermals right up into the sky. So this mm-hmm. lad like goes all the all the way down yep. to the tree, and at the last minute, like and then glided over the, the five lads' heads yes. and off into the. Not unlike Falcon in the, the Wild in the Black Avengers Yander. movie, exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so they got a good old, good old spy of them. Yes. They also I mean, reported screams. Yeah. Blood curling screams coming from more the like creature. A, more like yeah. a bat. Yes. Squeak. Scree- screeches or squeaks. Yeah. So do you think that maybe they might have? It was a big saw bat. A bat. <laughs> I might have seen a bat. No. <laughs> it just been like it was as big as a man because I screamed like a woman in front of yes. four of my worker friends. Well, if, I, like, yeah, if you're digging a grave at night, a bunch of you, it's going to be cold. Yeah. You're going to be drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to be drinking. Like, you're going to have a nip to keep the, the extremities from freezing. Yeah, and it's going to be, it's going to be spooky. So, well, yeah, you are in a graveyard. Yeah, and if, if, it's, if it's screeching, mm. perhaps, you know, like it's like seeing when people say they've seen big cats. Yes. Uh, a similar thing. To uh, you know, Father Ted with uh, 
that Mothman is far away. Yes. That, that mm. Mothman is close up. Yes. Science of perspective we'll talk about later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it could be a perspective thing, I think, because it's, yeah. it's, especially at night, which are the ones that you have to kind of question yeah. the most, unless it's, uh, you know, on a, on a road. It's well lit. lit. It's, it's, it's lit it's, by the car, car lights. It's like, what was that, Petty? A big black thing fell out of a big black tree in yeah. the middle of the night. Exactly, yeah. And, and it flew over mm-hmm. you. Right, and then it flew off into the blackness. Sound, yeah. Do you do well, you I really believe? And Paddy? in their in their description, is there any mention of eyes? I I don't remember. I, glowing don't, I, eyes. I believe they were the ones that said the the red eyes appeared to be in the chest. They said they saw like yeah. two glowing balls oh, that, that yeah. seemed to emanate yeah. from the chest of the creature, and okay. not so much from the head itself. So uh, they describe again what might be possibly like an owl, or again like yeah. a bird type. If it's got the body of a man, a lot of people describe its head as stooping quite low down to its chest, or yeah. they see the eye. They can't make out the details, but they see the glowing eyes in the chest area. So again, that would suggest it's like some sort of bird, or yeah. a flying man with spina bifida. Yes, indeed. Yeah, or a detachable head. Yeah, Ichabod Crane style. Yes, so, yeah. or a humpback. In, indeed, could be one of those, like mm. uh, Tom Hardy in that movie Warrior. Yeah, yeah, could be one of those. But Tom I, Hardy in sitting in a tree. K I S S I N G. He's method acting for his next role. But I'm going to play devil's advocate on that one for a minute and suggest these guys work in in grave digging. They're in the graveyard at midnight. They're probably there more. That's probably not all of their first time there. They're probably used to hearing like an an animal scream and fly yeah. off into the night. You know, like like it you wouldn't go be their first rodeo. I'd yes. say like they've heard a bat yeah. or an owl, an owl nightingale or yeah. a, a nocturnal animals or a, have been yeah. have been present. And you like, like an urban owl folk screaming will fucking will scare the shit out. Yeah, like your a rabbit screaming will scare the shit out of you. Lobsters yeah. every now and then have given a scream that scared me quite quite mm. terribly. Or cats fucking. It ca- I've never yeah. heard that actually. Yeah. Cats fucking sounds is like, sounds, sounds like banshees. Sounds oh like it sounds like a baby crying in the garden. It's like wow. It's like kind of like that It's more like oh. That's it Yeah there you go But that's when they're I feel when they're They're calling for it, It's like It's kind of like Oh that's yeah, before The action yeah. begins Give me some cocoa. They get so aroused They try and speak English Yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> They try and say Give me a ride I love you But And then as soon as The penis goes in It's all And it's mm. very Ah, Turned up to eleven. I used to remember call, when I was a mm. small child calling my mom in mm. the middle of the night, being like, "Mom, the cat's dying. There's a baby in the garden." <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Shut up!" But that would it's be arousing me. <laughs> that, that, that would be very different to a bat. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. a bat squeak is very minuscule. It's like, very mm. minuscule. Yeah. Well, it's for the the sonar purposes, isn't it? So it's it it's fired yeah. out like in a short burst in order to, yeah. to come back properly. Yeah. So it wouldn't be sus- it wouldn't be sustained mm-hmm. like a, a screech or something that would suggest an owl. Uh, it would suggest an owl, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. would suggest uh, certainly a bird. Yeah. So why not owl man? Why moth man? Because a moth is almost silent and definitely doesn't have red eyes and not scary particularly annoying when you find them in your closet in, in an item of clothing I think moths are, are more beautiful than butterflies butterflies are all fucking showing off being all look at me my wings look like eyes butterflies, and a moth is just like yeah. butterflies cracker? have that Monet issue where from a distance they look really nice but then as soon as like it's yeah. right up near uh, close and you can like yeah. marvel at the detail you're like oh it's very disgusting indeed. yeah yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's kind of like, like a fucking it's mess. kind of like my it's face it's like that. No, you're yeah. you're a pretty good close up, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks. From far away, you look like a Picasso. Yeah, painting. far away, you look <laughs> really like someone put you together close in bits and rearranged it. For, That's what you need to get up close to people way more often because they're all like, "Oh, oh, 
Yeah, I've I've done it's, that. It's like the backwards thing, you have to run up to people. And, How's it going? Like right. I'm nearly, up. I'm nearly touching noses with people, and <laughs> it freaks go. them out. But then afterwards, I said, "But he did look quite nice." Mm. Yeah, the symmetry was blinding. It's like high def. <laughs> yeah, very symmetrical. But seriously, right now you look like one of those tile games where just one of the tiles is missing, and, you have to, and someone's <laughs> messed it up quite bad. What do you call those? What are they called? Huh? Yeah, those tile boards, and they take oh, a yeah. tile, and it's a picture, and it's mixed up. And you have to put it like a like a flat yeah. Rubik's cube. I I, it was, I know it was a, what you speak, but yeah, I know it was a feature in the, in the Crystal Maze. They yes, to, it did. Used to get a, it's the occasion one of those. Yeah. Uh, no, I always found I always found moths to be to be beautiful and very like I I think like majestic yes, because delicate a, a, and a bum a, um, a bumblebee mm-hmm. a butterfly has just like a furry body and he's like yeah furry and it has like the fancy wings yeah. But like a moth is like a fucked up wings. They're all like jagged and shit. Like, and I'm just like flying around. Yeah, it's mm. it's it's the sweatpants of of butterflies. Indeed, like moth is a sweatpants of butterflies. Like fucking, I'm wearing whatever I'm wearing. All his like thorax yeah. and and what's the upper body part called? That's the thorax. The what's upper it? thorax. No, sorry. Yeah, there's like oh, there's you mean like, the lower part? There's like head lower and then there's like chest and arse. So it's lower thorax, no, right? No idea. No, no, there is a name on it. I'm sure. And yeah. All the hair is like super fluffy, like uh, yeah. one of those things you put on the end of a microphone mm, at a movie yeah. set. Indeed, and it's like super like jagged and fluffy. He's all like, "Oh, what it is? I'm a motherfucking moth or a certain yeah. cacti." Yeah. yeah, I've actually always been freaked out by moths. Really? Strangely enough, I'm not that scared of of money. Like spiders, maybe a little bit, but moths, if it's just because it could fly into your mouth. They, they seem to kind of fly around kind of aimlessly. No, they know what they're uh, doing, I believe. I think, Yeah, but that's the thing. They know what they're doing, but they're putting on this kind of aimless kind of, I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing. Like Jar Jar Binks. But they do look kind of frightening, I suppose, in a way. Hmm. Yeah, they but, always have real weird, I always find looking up pictures of moths for this uh, show, that their eye stalks yeah. Are always so intricate and fucking weapon-like. Yeah, yeah. Like a butterfly's eye stalks is like stalk, eye in the end, or yeah. whatever, like feelers or whatever, you mm. antennae. But the uh, fucking moths antennae are all like, fong, 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 like tricked out and shit. Like, oh, like, like one of those one of those knives like, that looks like a can opener in the back. And yeah, 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 yeah. Serrated fucking yeah. proboscis. But, um, nice. no, they're not proboscis. Oh. But yeah, the, the moths, I think, are... are Indeed, more beautiful. But why? Why did they? Why did they not say owl man? You're yeah. making a noise like an owl. You've eyes in the middle of your head like an owl. Yeah, you've wings not unlike a bird. Mm-hmm. Mothman. Fucking yeah. makes no sense to me, man. I think of moths as having replaced Joan Rivers as the fashion police, <laughs> in that they go into your closet and eat the out of style, terrible fashion <laughs> yeah. clothes, put holes in them so you have to throw them away. You can't keep it and go. I'm gonna I'm gonna wheel that out next summer and wear that and look like a prick. But the moth will save you from that. Yeah, yeah real so. bitchy moths being like salute to the moths. Just in, <laughs> invest in cedar cedar mothballs. That's the that's the thing to do. Cedar mothballs. Well, oh, that's I, I, that's the thing. Is that actually? I never yeah, looked yeah. up the science of mothballs. Probably no. should have. Yeah, actually, that's. Do the moths just like the, when I when I worked like in Woody's, we we, we used to sell them. Yeah, they're like uh, just little wooden balls with a scent on them. Oh. it's just the scent keeps them away. I that's thought they released like an EMP that disoriented the moths. <laughs> oh, I'm not going in there. <laughs> No, uh, that's just my heart giving out there. Yeah. <laughs> Angrily giving out. I thought you trying not to vomit at the size of a moth. You're like, oh, the oh, room is full of moths and oh. cedar. Um, so my two least favorite things. <laughs> the lesser known cedar moth. So if you find like a load of cedar balls in someone's closet, in the bottom of someone's closet, they're not like a sexual device. Uh, not, unless, not unless they're all tied together with string. Ah, then seen, they are a sexual device. you ever see a woman's arse with no moths around it, you know what she was doing with that's her. That's true, yeah. yeah. 
That's how they sell them. These balls keep moths away from your butthole. Have you, any moths, feel nice. have you any moths around your arse? No. <laughs> no Turn moths around my moth. <laughs> so uh, were these guys the only ones to see it then? They weren't, no. They were They were the beginning. But I guess people maybe were able to dismiss them the way we just did quite easily. Yeah. Uh, yes. And so it, nothing really gripped the townsfolk. Whatever, rummy. Crazy, drunken cemetery yeah. diggers. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, they have a story. They, they might, for all we know, they have, like, a lot of stories from the cemetery. Mm. So, like, are these the only guys that saw the Mothman? I they don't think know. so. No, there was a, on November 15th. <laughs> that would be a very short episode. <laughs> on November 15th, just three days later. That's it, folks. Uh, Five guys. Saw <laughs> some fucking thing. In Bunch of drunkards in a cemetery. So yeah. we'll see you later. Cemetery joke. Bye bye. Uh, no, on November 15th, uh, two young couples were riding in a car with their, another person, their cousin. And they came across the Mothman as well. And they had what seemed to be a much, much more credible sighting. Right. Yeah. So a, two couples were, what, like wife swapping? Uh, just kind of driving around. You have to remember, this is 1966, it's the mid-60s. Yeah. You could get yourself a nice big sedan mobile yeah. and, you know, pile some kids in it. And, you know, the, the foam shop may be closed. Yeah. But you can still drive there, up the was, there, really, there wasn't really much to do back hmm. then. The internet was only a couple of months old. Yeah. yeah. There were very few websites. So, uh, Rotten.com. There was just, Rotten and uh, an internet website AOL. about about the internet, explaining what it was, <laughs> yeah. and directing you to coming Rotten. soon Com. the internet and only one Yahoo chat room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they had to go driving and parking, I suppose. Indeed, um, I I don't believe that. Like, hmm. as far as I knew, all the kids in the sixties went to milkshake bars. Yep. Yeah. Burst spontaneously into songs. I don't believe they so. had fairgrounds to go to. No, I think drive-in movies. But driving cars was was a popular pastime. Okay, indeed, definitely driving around was a popular. Driving pastime. around because like one driving friend around like greased lightning. Exactly. Well, more of that later. Yeah, but uh, like one friend would you know bump, bump, would get the money together for a car, and then the rest would just have to chip in gas money, and away yeah. they go. Yeah, and they could just drive around in a big boat. Indeed. Yeah. Exactly. And they've lots of room, and they've those big bank seats. Uh, with for, no gear shift in front, yeah, good exactly. For riding on. Yeah, love it. Indeed, and they're they're kind of separated to some degree from front to back, so you could even have two couples in the car. That's what I had like inferred from. When so I had read I, the when story, I when I when like, I read descriptions. Then later I read the report where it said that their cousin was also in the car, hmm. the watching, the, watching. Yeah, I guess watching her, smelling, filming. Yeah. <laughs> the voyeur of the group documenting. I gotta these seats are sweet. I gotta keep wiping them down every twenty minutes. It's going to stain, Bobby. I can feel the sweat running down behind my knees. <laughs> oh, my God. What's that? That's good. It's, got, it's got red eyes. Stain no, nothing. It's the smells it's I'm worried about. There's yeah. bears around here. We'll tell everyone we saw that thing, right? So they won't question why we were out driving around with our cousin. <laughs> huh? Uh, that, could be, that could be an explanation. That yeah. very but, could uh, well be it. That could be what it is. But these, uh, these couples it were two married couples. It was Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mallet. Oh, they were married? Indeed, yeah. Oh, they yeah. definitely weren't having sex in the car. No, yeah, no, they weren't. No. They were just, uh, what they were doing was... <laughs> <laughs> that shit stops that. when the ring goes on. Indeed. Truth. Unless you have like you old romantic. young kids and when you come home from a night out you just park in the driveway and Or unless you're having text affairs. the babysitter for twenty twenty minutes more. twenty minutes more. <laughs> but I heard you pull into the driveway. I said twenty minutes. <laughs> I'm paying you by the 20 minutes. <laughs> In fact, send me a picture, it'll be 15. I pay, I pay you like a motel. <laughs> so, uh, Roger and Linda and Steve and Mary, mm-hmm. wife swapping. They're up at the TNT, as they call it. What's the TNT yeah. now? Yeah. The it, TNT is a disused munitions factory. 
So mm. they make they make munitions. Yes, during World War Two, they were making uh, explosives, uh, mortar oh, rounds, munitions. Uh, right, yes, right. bombshells and whatnot. And uh, apparently, this was decommissioned after World War Two, and not a lot was done with what was a, a huge site, mm. uh, a very big site, and it was. There was underground tunnels. There was silos that led to these tunnels. There was underground silos, indeed, like upside down um, pipes, it, giant pipes. But instead yeah. of being in the sky, the kind that Mario would use, were in the ground. Yeah, Mothman, Mothman. And as was the style of the time, they decided to go up there to, I guess, what was maybe a bit of a scary location. That's yeah. something that people still do today. Yeah. Teenagers, young couples, early 20s yeah. will go to like a scary location, the, the haunted hospital and, yes. you know, try and build a bit of sexual frisson energy, yeah. uh, maybe scare yourself, which is fun. People enjoy that, mm. that adrenaline rush of the fear. Hey, you think some of the munitions workers ghosts haunt this place? Exactly, yeah. Shut up, Roger. You're so crazy. <laughs> or some guy's ghost hand that was blown off. He's still alive, yeah, but the yeah. hand is dead. It's, <laughs> it's probably probably like uh, thing in the Addis family. <laughs> but it can't do anything. That's the origin so, of thing. There was these lo- like tunnels, and uh, I, I I was I read that these like huge um uh what would you call them? They're not like boiling pots, but like these oh all uh, over the town, yeah, yeah. They're like in that TNT. They had these upturned. I don't know what you'd call them, like yeah, a like- cistern or. Uh, like a boiler, and, yeah. but it's huge. It's like 40, 50, 60 feet mm-hmm. tall, but upside down in the ground mm-hmm. where they would put all of the liquid TNT and it had these like tiny turbine things. Right. Do you know the way... Um, Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Uh, when people were inventing dynamite, I guess, in the early days and mm-hmm. the lads that were cooking it, they'd have to cook it for ages and stir it really slowly. Yeah. And if they stopped stirring it and they started making bubbles, mm-hmm. the nitroglycerin in the TNT, like when you make bubbles, like when you make porridge and it'll go... And if one bit hits the other, it like throws a little bit up. Yeah. And when a little bit hits the rest of it, the whole thing blows up. Right. Mm. So you can't let it go pop and bubble like porridge. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So they made them sit on these seats that only have one leg. So the lads who were stirring the dynamite could. Oh, would like, have to stay alert. Yeah, yeah they wouldn't yeah. fall asleep because yeah. the chair would fall over. I see. Yeah. Uh, so then they invented kinda, a machine that could stir. And yeah, and the then world it was like changed. all those yeah. that, those one legged chairs were all thrown out. Yeah. yeah. The Don't need you anymore. Except for maybe like some sort of slapstick comedy bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so in, the TNT is a little future. bit. Is it like, like, uh, like upside down kind of uh, uh, tunnels and they, mm. they're all interlinking uh, for the workers to, to. But also they're upside down so that enemy planes above wouldn't be able to see them and go, and that's what they're making, the dynamite. Blam. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And this, exactly, this is where it's called the TNT because this is where dynamite and other munitions were made. Right. And as we said, it was a local, it's a local hotspot. Now it's the, now it's the McClintic Wildlife Management Area. Um, and before it was that we was, all know and love. Yes, that we all visit regularly. <laughs> oh dear, McClintic. That's the what's wildlife the management area. You are great. We love you so. All your birds are happy <laughs> and not massive with glowing red <laughs> yeah. eyes. Not super mutated. <laughs> but it, it it was at the time the West Virginia Ordnance Works, and it covered more than eight thousand acres, which is a huge area of land That's for big. Yeah. for a Canadian brethren. That's uh, thirty two thousand kilometers squared. So oh. it's a uh, it's, it's a, a large heck, area. Heck of a lot of kilometers, eh? Yeah. <laughs> That's like as big as that village in the village. Yeah. It's indeed. So, so you could hide a mothman in there, no problem. Yeah, and the idea that, like, you'd have to imagine there's a lot of a lot of corrosive and dangerous materials that were, mm, yeah. were kept there. And sort of just left there when the place, when the war finished, the place was kind of abandoned. Nobody really took it over. No one did anything with it. And it just mm. went into disuse and disrepair. It sounds like to me, Paul, mm-hmm. that you're proffering a theory not unlike the green machine. Teenage? Yeah, of Mutant? the teenage type. Ninja. 
do you believe there's a secret and the secret is something to do with an ooze? Yeah. I think there may have been some toxic ooze left over yeah. at, that, at that site. Ninja Mart Man. <clears throat> yeah, well, there was a lot of these, uh, uh, they called them igloos, was it? Yes. I was reading about them all, all over the town because yeah. of, well, all, this obviously is a very large area. Mm. People that live these. near military bases would know what these things are. It's yeah. like yeah. it's a little like like a hobbit mound yeah. with a door in it. And yeah. that door leads under the ground. And there was numerous... Uh, so the town was, was zigzagged with these tunnels. It wasn't just yeah. in the TNT. Yeah, it was uh, It was all over. Mm. Wow. It stretched It stretched over the 8,000, like, you know, a, a spaghetti, spaghetti yeah. tunnels underneath 8,000 acres of land. Wow, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge like, area. You know, you know there's like a whole underground tunnel system under Dublin City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... I All the know. ancient European cities have, have underground tunnels, and they're yeah. like, they've had the city built back on top of itself about ten times, and there's nine old cities lying underneath, like New New York. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to, uh, I'd love to get down there into the Dublin ones, mm. and it's the, the catacombs. Yeah, it's the hundredth uh, anniversary of yes. our rebellion against the English. Our yes. failed. This is our rebellion. Independence Day, folks. <laughs> yeah. That you're listening to our centenary. This we is when will we not beat the go quietly into the night. We won't go. We there. will not go down without a fight. No, uh, much we're, fight. We're gonna live on. We're gonna survive. Long time. And then Will Smith is like, <laughs> I, I, "It's just for the look. I don't yeah. bite it." That's what oh, I, was like. I thought you were going to say Bienvenido a Miami. <laughs> I was like, no, this is Ireland, dickhead. It's close though. He's it's not cool. actually smoking a cigar either, which is the most no. uh, yeah. disturbing aspect of that. Yeah. He's just... Uh, he is a disturbing man. Puffing. But yeah, it seems weird that no one's but, gone down there and, and explored the tunnel system like for 2016, which is 100 years after our 1916 rising at the start of the War of Independence and our, our fuck off to the English, like, go home to where you don't come from. Indeed. But I, I, I and fear those guys use those tunnels to escape from enemy soldiers. Oh yeah, full like of history. Yeah. Like so, I don't know why history. people haven't gone down there now that it's the centen- centenary is a year, yeah. is a hundred years. Hundred years indeed. Like why, why for the centenary have they not gone under the ground and made like a, even a documentary or like a a proper chronicling of yes. these tunnels before they're destroyed? Like that, I agree. I, I call good, it our double by centenary. And I think I think you're you're positing that idea, Double aren't you? Are you are you suggesting that's something we should do? Get a, I think we we like get a couple of GoPros strapped to helmets I think and get down be, there. It'd be quite easy to do. It would be dangerous, but obviously, I oh, mean, yeah, if you've dangerous. got some surveyors and some some yeah. good insurance, all you, all you need mm. is permission. Like get up and get down. There's loads. Yeah, like under Dublin Castle. There's tunnels that lead from our president's house, which is called Aris on Uchtaron, mm-hmm. which means the White House that America bought us. In yes. Irish, in the Irish language, it's in the middle of the zoo. Yeah, it's in the middle of a park right beside the zoo. <laughs> yeah, um, tiny, tiny president, big, yeah. big house. Yes, and he just potters around, and it's like uh, yeah. Dobby from Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's kind of we're in a burlap sack. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> he's, he's humble. I love Ireland. No holes cut in the bottom of the sack. He hops everywhere he goes. Yeah. <laughs> Always wins the race. <laughs> This one. It's hopping around with, a, with an egg on the end you, of a spoon. You, yeah, you can't see my spoon. I have it in my pocket, in the bag. <laughs> but that's how he sounds. Yeah, um, Michael, where's the egg? And he's there licking his lips. <laughs> oh, dang. Forgot he's an ovo-raptor. My mother taught me well. <laughs> but nobody taught her because you can't teach your mother to suck eggs. So, no. But the tunnels under Dublin should be explored. Yeah. I do believe. Why not? We could have our own Mothman. Yes. Or at least... Somewhere for all the homeless people to fuck off to. Yeah. That could be where all the leprechauns are. Aha. That all the all the tourists keep asking about, and we go, "What? The urban leprechauns?" Yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely think it's a waste like of opportunity borrowers. if they don't make 
some kind of a documentary or some kind of a TV show mm-hmm. chronicling those uh, tunnels. When our it's Lewis, shame, yeah. which is our overground streetcar, yes, our electric tram city, system, yeah, um, or as everybody in Dublin who is of the Scobie variety likes to call it, uh, the free lift into town because yeah. you yeah. don't have to the free transport buy tickets if you're clever I call um, it the electric snake machine mm-hmm. <laughs> that crisscrosses yeah the heart of our city me mates have been eaten by that big electric snake <laughs> <laughs> throw stones at it but they that's they, the only explanation I get for people throwing stones at the Lewis they were going it. to have that go underground well yeah, yeah. initially yeah but then they, they figured well if we spend all this money on it we have to have it above ground so people can see it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, even though it just makes more sense to have an underground system like a lot of cities have mm-hmm. and they work really well but we won't do that because that works. But we, we already had an infrastructure there for underground yes. tunnels. Yeah. Why would it not be utilised? Because there's mm. not a Mothman down there but there's a Moleman. Is ah, there, is there something? Dublin this Moleman. Is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying then, right? Why mm-hmm. then, a new conspiracy then, why okay. then did the Dublin... Lewis, our, our tram system, not utilise the already made tunnels. What And why are we not allowed to go down there? Why are there not tourists? Uh, uh, why are some of them closed off? Like, can you still get into the Auris? Can mm-hmm. you still get, get come up the Auris from the from the tunnel in the park? Can you, can you, is there like a, you know, an old storm drain that, that Michael D gets on instead of getting the night link home and he's had a few drinks up in Leeson Street and he's like, I'm going home in the tunnels, lads. And the thing opens and he gets yeah. in and he has his own little... The, they are the push cart on the tracks that yeah, you, yeah, the old you pump it up and down and you yeah. fly along the thing. Like, is that how him and his missus gets home on these on these underground trains? I, I don't know, yeah, man. Like it's, it's There's something under there that I think we should have investigated, oh. especially the year that's in it. Yeah. Maybe someone I will investigate it now. That, we've, so. that, that phrase, by the way, the year that's in it means, especially this important year that, yeah. that yeah. reflects back to it. I didn't, that's an Irish phrase, and I never <laughs> heard that till about four or five years ago, and I had to ask someone, what the fuck are you talking about? The year like, that's the in it. The day that's in it. And I'm like, what day that's in what? What? You, what, what? Is there a hat I'm missing? <laughs> what is the day in? This day in the month of this month? <laughs> what are you talking about? But yeah, no, I think, I think yeah, like 8,000 8, square, square miles. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. What? Oh, the munitions factory. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. 32,000 No, 8,000 8, acres. 8,000 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, acres. Yeah, 32,000 yeah. uh, square, square kilometers. kilometers. It's a That's huge amount of area, amount. yeah. Yeah. But it's not just it's it's not just me that thinks there could be toxic ooze there. It's a uh, it's uh, Splinter, the uh, <laughs> the talking rat. The talking Splinter, rat. It's Krang. Splinter Who knows jujitsu? Splinter's a moron. Who <laughs> <laughs> ended in a, in a sewer? You got to kill those turtles. <laughs> it's my best Krang. But it's, uh, it's the, pretty good. It's nice of it. Splutter. After they got me headphones on. Splutter. <laughs> you haven't defeated the turtles yet, Splutter. Like, I mean, uh, that's pretty. No. It's pretty good. I yeah, like yeah. it. I like well, Krang has that uh, ch- weird changing tone as well, where he's you know, the turtles are not a guard. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like his voice is constantly breaking, <laughs> even though he clearly has no t- uh, testicles because he's just a brain. He is a testicle. Yeah, yeah. what if he is just a giant testicle? Yeah, and he was and he's constantly coursing through puberty. Yeah, he's oh, in the he's Krang. in the uh, the new uh, turtles movie. Hmm. Yeah, I, I he plays be Bebop. I will be watching the fucking turtles movie after the last one. What was the last? Oh, I didn't see that one. Ugh, the Bay one. I didn't, I didn't watch it. Ugh. I didn't see the last one. I saw was TMNT, the animated one. Which is all right. I saw yeah. that one. Yeah. No, the Michael Bay one was 
was like fucking taking a taking a, a large pimple off my anus. It was long and it was annoying. I was going to say difficult to reach. Yeah. <laughs> it was the cinema in a, in a weird uh, uh, outskirts hinterland. Yeah, a hairy hinterland. No, I it can't just, reach it this was cinema. So, uh, so the ooze, the battle for the ooze. Indeed, yeah. This, this area, the Environmental Protection Agency has it on its national priorities list for hazardous waste. Mm. Uh, and it's, it's, been there, it's been on that list ever since it was closed down until today. And, uh, in May it was two, open today. No, no, no. Even till this day oh, right. was the last time I checked it, and it was still on that list. The day that did it. The day that is in it. Yeah, yeah indeed. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Now you're getting it. Now you people know what that phrase is. You can use it in your own country and confuse everyone else. Yeah. It's so really the day fun. that's in it. We just make up phrases what here. What are you talking about, Larry? <laughs> it's an Irish expression. You, you sound Italian. <laughs> I'm on holidays. <laughs> make it even more confusing. <laughs> What happened in May 2010, though? Ah, well, there was an explosion in one of the uh, igloo silos that we spoke about earlier, and it was uh, somewhere around 20,000 pounds of unstable explosive materials just went off. Woof. Yeah, Mm. in one go. So apparently there's a lot of toxic waste knocking around in that area. Well, 20,000 pounds of TNT runoff. Mm. Like, if anyone who has watched Lost or has any kind of... uh, Nope. All right. If there's anyone spoil there, it though, feel free to spoil it. Yeah, no, it, this is just like a tiny. I thing. haven't watched Lost, but I have watched that show previously on Lost. Yeah, it's it's That's good. Actually it's packed. pretty much it's pretty much all of. No, you I, can watch all the previouslys back to back and get the whole thing. I, yeah. I watched an hour episode before the very last episode that summarized everything that happened in Lost up to that point. Yeah. Oh my god! You can watch amazing. three. There's three. That yeah. You can watch at the start of each one. There's an episode zero, so you can watch like six episodes of Lost and get the whole yeah. story, and then watch the last one and go ah. But you're talking about the tunnels. No, I'm talking about the the dynamite. There was a whole oh, storyline. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, apparently, and uh, from that, I went, hmm, TNT seems weird. Like, I always dreamed of it uh, being, you know, like Acme TNT, and you light the thing, yeah. and it's big. Yeah. It's old-fashioned Chinese black powder. In a yeah. yeah, yeah, like gunpowder. Um, yeah. But, but apparently it's not. It's all, um, it's like uh, wet toilet paper. It's done up like a Swiss roll mm. inside. So it's oh. like... Um, uh, like insulating, uh, insulating layers, layers, yeah, and it's all soaked with this stuff, and then it's like mixed together, and then they put the the red thing around it, but the red thing is like paper. It's not like you would imagine. It. I thought it was like yeah. a plastic tube, yeah. Uh, and in real life, like you only get it when you when you buy, start buying fireworks as a young chap when you want to blow shit up, and you're getting like quarter sticks and half sticks, mm. and when that shit explodes, you're like, jeez, I'm glad I wasn't holding that in my hand again. Do you know, like it's fucking serious stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, and but, it's uh, for, it's very yeah, it's very volatile. When, when it when it's left for a long time, apparently TNT sweats. Ah, and I I I learned it from that episode in Lost where they went out to the ship. Uh there's like an old, I don't know, a galleon, and it had this these sticks of dynamite on yeah, it, but they're yeah. there for a couple of hundred years and they start to sweat. And they bring out some guy, and it's like, oh, it's my first time out of the camp. I'm going on an adventure with the main protagonist of the story, huh? Oh, no. What is it? We're going on a dynamite run. Sure, okay. Oh, you want me to carry the dynamite? All right. <laughs> this is such a fun trip, you guys. I really... <laughs> and he's... That's it, like... The poor actor was like, oh, my God, I got cast and lost. <laughs> yeah. I'm dynamite-carrying guy. Delightful. Uh, and then her, just, just one episode so far. <laughs> he he should have been wearing like a, like the blue ground ground team 
The red the, jumper. The red jumper. Yeah, yeah. Not the blue jumper, the, guys. The, the Star Trek guys, yeah. 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 Um, so, like... Uh, the Silence, thing was, crewman we, number two. <laughs> we have to carry this dynamite, like, really carefully, because yeah. on the outside of it, it sweats nitroglycerin or whatever. So I'm sure, like, if there was loads of all sticks of dynamite knocking around it, like, the sweat of the dynamite nitroglycerin would all go in the water and... Indeed, yeah, some volatile a, shit, like... Yeah, yeah, there's a swamp and a lot of water around that area. So what happens if you lay the nitro reserve in... You know, you laid an egg in one of those nitroglycerin the You mean a permeable, like, eggshell that, that can soak in things from the environment around it? Yeah. I don't know. What could like, happen? Like when you boil an egg and you throw in some soy sauce into the water. <gasps> Delicious eggs. Well, to, what? to, to, yeah. to separate... Really? Or to, curry powder. You put curry powder in the water. or curry powder in the water. Put curry powder in the water when you boil an egg. Delish, man. I did not think of that. Deviled yeah. eggs without the work. Uh-huh. Although that's just to get a slight flavor. A tiny mm. twinge. Yeah. You, you know, <laughs> it's it's a big leap to go from mm, uh, a lovely flavor to the egg to mm, this egg will hatch and a giant moth-like creature <laughs> will emerge. So, I, think, I think to a certain degree we are working off like comic book science here. Yeah, that's it. Pour a bit of toxic waste ooze on it and we'll get a nice mutated rhino. <laughs> because uh, instead of like an awful burn... And then terrible, terrible and diseases. a of more toxic waste because yeah. it just melts everything. Because a mutation would be a form of evolution, indeed. Yeah. Uh, but because it is tied to it, it would take a long time. You'd have to have mutated, slight mutations in parents, and then they would be carried on to the next generation. Right. All right. Blah, well, blah, then blah, blah, let's blah. take let's take that then. And what's the average? generational span yeah. between breeds of let's say Bird. owl let's yeah. say owl. owl about a year after they hatch they reach sexual maturity there okay all right so how old is old enough for an owl one year you a dirty, year dirty boy. that's all it is yeah so, a year before they can start breeding so then in the wartime mm. in the war times it's like the mid 40s let's yes. say 45 for toxic yeah, for, yeah. and okay. in 20 years time it's 1965 yes and We've got like, uh, like 20 iterations of these mutated... 20 generations owls, of 20 the, generations yeah. of muta- mutant owls. Yeah. Could we have gotten to a giant one? Well, like, owls are opportunistic nesters. So they don't, like, true. make a nest. They'll yeah. take other owls' nests. Oh, really? Like a cuckoo? Like a cuckoo. Um, cuckoo. <laughs> or like, Never heard of... Or, like or a, a cuckoo. Yeah. <laughs> a cuckoo. Oh, what do we call it? A cuckoo! A cuckoo! <laughs> Uh, it's very an animatic. So they, they, bird. they'd appropriate yeah. uh, something that f- for a nest. Yeah, they'd come no and just take it, it even if it wasn't yeah. theirs. Like this you know, looks good. I'll do it. like property moguls and stuff yes. like. Yeah, the eve of a house mm. uh, with and then uh, sell it on later on for so. way more. And then there was the whole owl housing crisis and okay. but also which nest went down. Yeah, but also the mutation would have to uh, make sense for the environment that it's in. So you know it wouldn't make sense. Really, for something to mutate into a seven to nine foot tall, or mm. you know, with a ten foot wingspan, as it's been described, when unless, the environment mightn't have the food to sustain unless, it. exactly, yeah, unless exactly. It was hunting the most dangerous prey of all, Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true. But He's in the only, mountains now hiding, but there's only one of him. True, yeah, that we know of. Well, yeah, and there's two of him mm. in we, in that. Double impact. Double impact. But we can't get into the uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme cloning conspiracy episode. I don't think that wasn't cloning. That was time copying. Yeah. That was time copying. Yeah. yeah. He one went back in time to act younger. himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to act himself. Yeah. <laughs> to teach himself how to act in <laughs> double impact. And you know that they gave each other wanks. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Just like, that's the kind of, that's the if question. If you do it to me and I do it to you, it's not gay. Yeah. And then it would do it too strong and they both squeeze the tops of their dicks off. You are me and I am you. Yeah. Would it not be the case of like, if the younger one squeezed the top of his dick, that the, the older one, his one would just disappear, wouldn't it? Like uh, like when Marty started disappearing yeah. on the stage. I don't know. Isn't that how that works? <laughs> Earth Angel, Earth Angel. <laughs> just pop it up his cock. You better confirm that or you've changed all of my minds of time travel all over again. Uh, yeah, no, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah, okay. Yeah. Disappearing John Cobb Van Damme helmet. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, time so, travel is proven, folks. You're welcome. <laughs> so, like, right, we'll go back to the owl thing and, and we'll finish it off then. Like, owl. like, so the owl take 20 years of 20 generations. Mm-hmm. You're saying that it wouldn't manifest itself into a big enough thing because it wouldn't have enough food to feed I don't itself? think either. I agree with you on this one. Yeah. I would suggest yeah. I'm just playing a, We're still thinking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles here by going, yeah. why well, wouldn't I mean, one of them just be gigantic? But then let's but take Teenage th- Mutant Ninja Turtle rules and go, turtles don't eat pizza, but mm. they'll find something to eat. But the maybe, turtles had a humanoid maybe the element. the owls were eating dynamite. Maybe that's what their food source was then after being mutated yeah. by the dynamite. But that that would, um, you know, like uh, the, the way you have foxes, you have urban foxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they were able to the, eat McDonald's. Yeah. The, and then they come up and scream at you. And take heroin. But you'll get, you'll get more of them, you know. Yeah. You'll get more of them in, in an area because yes. there's, there's a food source there. But it, it doesn't really make sense. Like the same way that... Um, uh, birds in in isolated islands like New Zealand. There's f- big. Well, I can't remember what it's called. It's like a, it looks like a parrot. Kookaburra. 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 Uh, is a kookaburra. Kookaburra. Kookaburra is a flightless bird because it has no natural enemies. Uh, it doesn't need to fly to get away from them. Mm. Yeah. In the same way that a, a very large creature uh, uh, flying with wings, you would use up an awful lot of energy. Yes. So it wouldn't make any sense for it to evolve to such a large creature because then it would need more food. Uh, so if anything, it would be would remain the same size if it if it's a mutated bird. Well, let's say if it is a mutated a bird, I think the seven to nine feet is a a like a perspective mistake. Yeah. That the people that are viewing it are going, "Jeez, that's that's bigger than a bird." Yeah. It's fisherman syndrome. Mm. Where it's the thing I just made up, where they go, oh, it's five foot, and then the yeah. next time they tell it it was seven foot, and the next time they mm. tell it was nine foot, like. So you think it could be a bird with say a five foot wingspan mutated to like a seven foot wingspan, and then people just doubled it, yeah, yeah. through yeah. their tall tails, making yeah. it a fourteen foot wingspan. That's where we get that yeah. description from from a lot of people. Because like, too, everything think. points to it being a fucking owl. True, but also, I mean, I, I I think I'm going with what Ed says there, which is I think that. There's, it's more likely, you know, the blob or swamp thing or something would come out of that right. mutagenic ooze. You're, you're saying yeah. it's, it's an immediate, like, an immediate mutation. No, of, I'm like, saying it's highly unlikely. I think I agree with Ed here that an animal would mutate and would just happen to mutate into a humanoid form and yeah. be the size and shape of a human, but then with retain its wings yeah. is difficult. That's why I was trying to think of an animal that might be more conducive to such a mutation, but I can't think other than an alligator, which... You know, if you stand it up, has somewhat a humanoid body. A yeah, bear. and in, a bear, maybe. in order to have, like, yeah, to, you know, like a 20 generations yeah. of new mutations, mm-hmm. uh, there'd have to be more than just one. Like, you know, like, you know, it can't be like a one-off mutation. So, well, maybe there's more than one of these creatures that's that what are, I'm saying that are, that are like being they're spotted. being seen but they're living in these underground tunnels yeah. and you know there's but a all small of, army of Mothman but mm-hmm. a, a number of them in the same area that size 
it wouldn't they wouldn't be able to support themselves the ecosystem without like be lots of farm animals and stuff disappearing a lot yeah the time mm. or indeed uh corpses skeletons remains of them being found because yeah. there would be competition maybe yes. they eat their like own, in any territory maybe they eat their dead bodies like rats the bones yeah. and everything like uh just dissolve or yeah yeah. And owls are very owls are very territorial. So if they were giant mutated owls, they would be fighting amongst themselves. The bigger yeah. they got, the bigger their territory had to yeah. get. They are also monogamous. So I mean, yeah. if you're talking about like, there's a moth man, there's also a moth woman, and they live for way longer than a normal owl would live. That's why. Maybe and they're having like lots and lots and lots of moth babies. No, I'm not saying they're not even having moth babies. Moth like, this could oh, they're still like a salivate be... couple? Oh, she this... can't. Yeah. She's barren, is yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he keeps on going and trying. But he stays, he's monog- he stays with her. Because they're monogamous. Yeah. I mean, they're hoping I to mean... adopt someday. I think he's foregone the idea of having his own kids, but he's okay yeah. with that. Yeah. That's cool. He's made his peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes out into town every so often and watches, like, young couples having sex through yeah. the window of a car to get his... Uh-huh. Sexual gratification. Yeah, he's because uh, she's gone off it now. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. not procreation. But I'm saying it could still be the same Mothman from the '60s, and he's just he's he's it's the same one. It's like one Mothman, like one Bigfoot. Do you know what I mean? You never yeah. hear of a family of Bigfoot. That's true. Yeah. Or what? What would be a clutch? A murder of Bigfoot? Uh, a gaggle uh, of Bigfoot. I will say. What's it, the plural of a shoe shop? I think it's Frankfurt, <laughs> a Frankfurter of big shoe foot. shop of big feet. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, like uh, it seems it, it could quite possibly be a mutated owl. I don't think. I, I I think for me, just like a gut reaction, I'm going to take mutated creature off the table. Okay. And say I don't feel it's that. Okay. I think we're just we're too much like thinking of comic books yeah, and stuff like that and going it's, 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 too, it it's, too, it's too comic booky. if anything the uh, toxic Avengers the, to- the toxic but the toxic <laughs> the toxic waste could have more of an effect on the residents the human residents for hallucinations mm. for hallucinations <gasps> that's possible too in for, that area where there might be a lot of like gases and whatnot sitting yeah. out of the ground there's a lot of people saying they're seeing a lot of weird shit that's more plausible and huffing, most of the sightings like, were centered on the TNT like huffing paint and shit yeah yeah, yeah. Everyone. Or I remember one of the, the Project Bluebird explanations, well, Project Grudge it was, explanations of uh, mass UFO sighting was there was like gases being released that just sent everyone loopy for a minute. Mercury mm. in the water as yeah, well. Yeah, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. It could definitely be. Um, so there were other sightings of the Mothman, right? Indeed, yeah. There was Well, there was actually over 100 sightings Fuck off. in total, yeah. In this, in this time scale? In this, yeah, in this small area, in this, over this year and a half. So, yeah. so, like, is that mass hysteria then, or is it... Because it sounds like then one person sat there like, that's a great idea. I think I saw him too. Or could it be a big fuck-off owl or a normal-sized owl? Well, I that thought people about just that seeing- one. I mean, the thing about the mass hysteria angle is, and the, the thing about the idea of, you know, one person says it, another person says it, they got on TV. So I think, fuck it, I'm going to say that I saw yeah. that. Because after the first like 10, 15 sightings, the, sig- the stigma surely goes away. Yeah. And then now it's not so crazy to, yeah. to say that you saw something and you want to get in on the bandwagon. I mean... Get a book deal. Yeah, what I think is out of let's take it as a hundred sightings. I think you could take like thirty percent of them away immediately. Yeah, as mm-hmm. like, and I do that with UFO sightings. I go like, take like thirty percent of them away immediately as just pure fabrication. Yeah, and then kind of work from a, a lower number. Uh, I, I think it's possible, but I think those first few sightings that we're talking about, where people, you know, bullets of sweat on them, talking to the police, were were being believed, kind of by police, by local people in the town, yeah. by people who knew them. 
I think that stands to a lot more credibility than maybe some of the later sightings that you'd hear where someone just goes, I remember, like, and they're talking in 2007 about yeah. 1966. And, and they like, make it all up and they're, they're being investigated by, like, the History Channel's fucking yeah, exactly. weird, weird weekends or some shit. Well, those, exactly. those, uh, those two couples and their uh, uh, weirdo... Tagalong cousin, uh, tagalong cousin yeah. <laughs> were dogging Charlie. They used to call him. Were when they when they made their report uh, to the sheriff, he uh, completely believed them. So they they were all interviewed uh, separately, mm. which is the right way to do it. it sounds yeah. like a, a professional. So like the job, cops, no. the cops came in and separated them apart so they couldn't yeah. like like. Uh, contaminate each other's yeah. testimony. They went right? to the local Mason Sheriff's Office, yeah, and spoke to a Deputy Millard Halstead. Mason County, West Virginia. Yeah. Can't beat it. And, uh, I'm only guessing West Virginia sounds like that because it's in that area. Well, tell me what home. you all y'all saw out there on that road there. Is it rural? Backwoods? Rural? Well, I think the population of West Virginia po- of Point Pleasant is... Uh, Something like six thousand. Yeah, it's not small. Six thousand people, two hundred churches, Fuck. and no bars. Yeah, uh, they needed something to do. Yeah, like drive around cars about. and finger something. But, but finger ha- your mate's wife. But yeah. having said that, a small a small community <laughs> like that, he you know he he knew them. He knew uh, their parents. He knew where they came from. Yeah, he knew that they were they, they weren't kids that had been in trouble before. They weren't. Uh, weren't under that any, wacky backy. Didn't have any mm. priors. Didn't have any anything dodgy about them. And it's people that were probably going to live in that town their whole lives, or yeah. could have, and would have needed to be able to get a job and have some credibility in that town their whole lives. Yes. And he said and they were genuinely terrified. Yeah. They were genuinely. He said that's what made him believe. Yeah. Is that he knew the people and they really seemed genuinely terrified. He said, "I've known these kids all their lives." They've never been in any trouble, and they were really, really scared that night. I took them seriously. Yeah. Wow. And that's from Deputy Millard Halstead, who uh, seems like a good cop, I guess. <laughs> well, didn't, didn't laugh at the idea of what he was told to me. If he has the wherewithal to be able to separate the witnesses and to get to make sure that he gets the, yeah. the right testimony. Even though they weren't complaining about any crime or anything being committed. Yeah. Well, there's, there was an, I read about another Mason County sheriff who basically poo-pooed their idea and said, mm. no, sir. In, in the line in, of duty. Yeah, in the line of duty. Yeah, he poo-pooed on them. He did. And he said that, no, it, it wasn't any of this stuff. That it was uh, quite easily explained away mm-hmm. uh, as a large heron. Yes. Called a shite poke. Which a, was my favourite. A shite yeah. poke. Because which is my favourite name from this whole thing. Yeah. Get out of here, you shite poke. Get out of here. How do you think what it do got you do that looking name, around though? Because Cause it has a long nose and it was looking for peanuts in yeah. mm. other animals' shit. Because, like, in yesteryear in Ireland, if you were called a shite pug, it probably meant you are Oscar Wilde. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Love it. Um, love yeah, what? Mason County Sheriff George Johnson mm. said, I'm telling you now, that's a shite pug. That's no, that's no Batman, Mothman, what you calling it. That's a, that's a bird. Big wings, red eyes, shite pug. Like, come on. Uh so it sounded like he saw he cracked the case very quickly. Yeah, fair play to him. A, a man called Newell Partridge, a contractor, told Johnson that it had the glowing eyes uh, mm. when you shine a flashlight at it, and Newell said, "This creature done took my dog." Like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. it was big enough to take your dog. Um, Sheriff Johnson was having none of it. He was going, "No, it's a shite poke." Yeah. 
Uh, like there's later, a few birds that have that large colouring around their eyes yes. to make them look like they have larger eyes and it's red. It was looked into, there's another one that's, that matches all the criteria, the, the, the large wingspan, uh, mm. when it raises up, it can be up to four or four and a half feet tall and it's mm. called a sandhill crane mm. and we'll talk yeah. about it later on. But like, it has red colour around the eyes, big wings, it's four and a half feet tall. If you look at it and you're scared shitless and it's in the dark and you shine your the lights of your car on its eyes and it glows out red, you're like, ooh, like it could be seven feet tall from four mm. and a half feet like it's not that yeah do you know much, yeah. of, much of a difference but they described it as the eyes only glowed red and they only appeared to be red when, when you, you shine the light into yeah. them yeah so it's like so red that kind of makes shit of the idea or, of, uh, and actually in uh, John A. Keel's book The Mothman Prophecies ah. mm-hmm. the basis uh, for the movie I believe the basis for the movie which was published in 1975 uh, based, based on his experiences now this guy is he claims to have seen a, a yeti Mm-hmm. Uh, and John Keel John Keel <laughs> and uh, I don't really know m- that much about that and yeah. numerous UFOs but, it, does he. but in the same week as these sightings mm-hmm. uh, in uh, Ohio and Pennsylvania which is pretty far north of mm-hmm. Point Pleasant which is about uh, it's near Point Pleasant is near New York State or something is it or? It's Point o- Pleasant's actually just on a border with Ohio it's, it's, oh, yeah. it's north or more north George Wolfe Jr., 23, of Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, was out hunting when he came across what he describes as a seven-foot-tall bird Mm. that looks something like an ostrich in a cornfield, which kind of sounds like a heron. Yeah, a heron. Uh, Or a heron. Or a giant heron, yeah. yeah. Ostrich-like. Or the jeepers creepers. Mm. And he said, "I I could see it dodging in and out amongst the trees. It didn't leap over the brush like a deer would do, but just zigzagged through the trees in a strange sidewise motion. Sidewise, he said. Sidewise. Uh, and he said, I was so startled I didn't take a shot at it. It had a long neck and a round body with a plumed tail that reached high above its body. Greyish in colour, it looked about seven feet tall, 50 feet from me when it stood up and began to run. Uh, and the, his dog ran after it, but when old Ringo caught up with it, he let out a howl. He ran back to me with his tail between his legs and he was howling and whimpering. Did the, did the ostrich give him a kick? No, he just, when he got up to it, I think when he saw it up close, <coughs> he was terrified the dog was it. terrified. And strangely enough, uh, in Lowell, Ohio, about 70 miles north of Point Pleasant, Marvin Schock and his family watched a group of gigantic birds for two hours on November 26th. Uh, and he described it as, the, he said, they looked about as big as a man would look moving around in the trees. Um, and they flew up uh, over the ridge uh, when they were about 100 yards from them. A group, uh, they watched them for from a distance. They were about uh, four to five feet tall and had a wing spread of at least 10 feet. There was a reddish cast to their heads, which Aww. kind of sounds familiar. Yeah. But the witness did not see the famous glowing red eyes. So now, I think Sandhill Crane. It looks, I, think I was watching videos crane. of those motherfuckers. They're big, like, mm. and, and they, very ostrich-like. Yeah. What color are they though? They're white. Many white. Yeah. So. So this would have been near, you know, near Point Pleasant. Mm-hmm. But obviously, these people are not uh, in the town mm-hmm. and not par- connected to the people. And not connected mm-hmm. to the people. So their reports. It are, seems like the kind of the same area. Yeah. But 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 not as fantastical. Time, not as fantastical. The same territory, as, let's say, that the animal might say. So yeah. In this time, there was other, uh, like since then, there's been other, you know, Mothman-esque type reports. Mm. Uh, 
there's another Mothman from Cornwall in the UK, which is the southwest mm-hmm. of of the UK. Uh, where two sisters, Vicky and June Melling, saw the Mothman sitting on the steeple of a church, like a gargoyle, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Or like, uh, you know, Bruce Wayne looking for looking for yeah. a job. Mm-hmm. A poser Mothman. Mm. Uh, nine and 12 years old, the girls were. Oh, my. Uh, and they drew pictures of this Mothman. Um, and it looked pretty much like the owl drawing. That Roger Scarberry did? That the Deputy uh, Millard Halstead instructed Roger Scarberry to do. Um, which is the quintessential Mothman It's the famous picture. Mothman issue. And it looks like a fucking owl, right? Yes. So these two girls grew, drew that. It looks kind of like a man with wings, but mm-hmm. has like an owl's head. And the father refused to have them interviewed. Um, and Sally Chapman, who was a, a, another English girl, uh, was camping with her friends when she saw an owl as big as a man, she says, and it had pincers for feet. My God. Yeah. So there's this guy called Tony Doc Shields, who's a paranormal researcher, and whose information may possibly be not as reliable as we would usually. That's slander. Yeah. Are you saying he's not known for being the most credible? I'm saying the Doc's got a a history back of him. Uh Uh-oh. He calls this... He's got a history, Sam. <laughs> he calls this uh, creature, this English uh, creature, the Owl Man, which was what I would have called yeah. fucking, yeah. Well, come on. Yeah. So yeah. Owlman.com hadn't been taken, so, you know, yeah. he had it away. Uh, and it's been re- reported a few times. But yeah, it's like, it's like UK Mothman. You think that those people are, you know, going like, yes, I've seen a Mothman. He was really sitting up on church. And I was yeah. coming out from the pub, uh, had a couple of beers, and he was like, uh, like what? He's got a big fucking, you know, he's flying around. I was like, can I get, can I get a lift? So, they're just making shit up now. Same as these people in America who are, I think, mm. jumping on the bandwagon of going like, yeah, let's come, let's do Mothman. Indeed, but I mean, those, as, as I said before, I think those early witness reports yeah. are the ones where they weren't working off somebody else's. Because some of them were only a couple of days apart, and they hadn't kind of been released yeah. information All right, yet. Let's, so. yeah. let's go through the witnesses then, and let's see yeah, if I we mean, believe me, them. This is where this kind of stands up and falls down, is on the actual witness testimony. Because right. there's yeah. no photographic evidence, there's no video evidence, there's no tracks that were found, there's no droppings that were, were taken. Yeah. Um, there's nobody's, no physical... Nobody's out there looking for scat. Nobody's on. looking for Mothman scat, for some reason. Mothman yeah. guano. Yeah. Which no doubt would make brilliant candles or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Smelly brilliant It's candles. a virility potion. Indeed, yeah. So we've already talked about the Scarberries and and the the Mallets who had a and their cousin Lonnie Button, who's a dirty, dirty girl, and they Timmy they, Timmy Mallet, right? Timmy Mallet, indeed, was his <laughs> nickname. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know who Timmy Mallet is, Google him; it'll be fun for you. <laughs> <laughs> he entertained us. children for years and hasn't been embroiled in this BBC paedophile scandal. Yeah. Strangely enough, yeah. the one guy you would think. Probably was uh, at it. The exception that proves the rule. Yeah. Now, now, Timmy Mallet. Listeners, we should probably say he did used to hit children in the face with hammers. Yeah. yeah. But, but that's about it. They were giant, they were giant inflatable ones. They were indeed. But he hit them pretty hard. Like. <laughs> he, he enjoyed it. Yeah. But uh, there was, there was some, some other uh, reports you see. Like, in the documentaries that we'll throw up, like, there's, there's footage from the time of local news reporters going out and talking to immediately in the area where people yeah. had seen sightings, they bring them back there and say, talk me through, like, show me what happened, describe it to me. So there was three boys from Glen in Clay County, West Virginia. Clay County, West Virginia. Yeah. They were, uh, they were interviewed by the local news and there's no names, just one of them was called John uh, and he just described sort of a very similar story to the 
uh, the Scarberries, which but was after the Scarberry story had been on the news and been reported, right? Yes, yeah. Mm. But uh, again, the story that came out from mm. a lot of people, and again, this may be copying, but the story seems to be a lot that people were in cars driving around, and this thing was kind of chasing them or following them. So that's um, the other thing. Part of that report that says um, they were they were out, they were all finger banging in the back of the the boat car, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> yeah, the cousin was learning how to. Either get fingered or be fingered. Yes, this is the Scarberries and the Man at Snow. And yeah. the Mothman came out of the darkness. Yes. Well, they, they said they saw red eyes for the first yeah, thing. Not even the eyes, the they saw the red orbs. Yeah. Yeah. Shone the lights of the car on the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Red orbs. And we're like, oh! And they were like, geez, Skeeter, we got to get out of here. Yeah, and they taking like, the rose up and they saw the full size of it. Put your foot down. <laughs> get your hand out and put your foot down. I'm going 100 miles an hour. He's following <laughs> us at 100 miles an hour. So they're driving this. Uh, what were they in a big fuck off sedan big yeah I'm sure yeah. it was one of those at the time like a, yeah, like a, like a, a Coupe de Villa Deluxe <laughs> but did cars did cars at the time go 100 miles an hour that's what I'm asking yeah yeah I don't know I would one of these one of these uh, uh, but on the actually on Chevrolet, dirt roads Chevrolet Ginormica yeah, yeah on dirt roads going up to a disused munitions factory I'm guessing the, the trail wasn't probably well maintained like if you're in if you're in one of those big old uh, 1950s cars with the tail tail lights and the big fins in the back and stuff like that yeah if you're not in like a big disused aqueduct you know racing someone like an la to, to yeah. death yeah. Yeah. yeah like in the boat you're playing chicken and it's like you're not going like to get to 100 miles. yes mm. right yeah. you better fucking shape up because you're not getting up to 100 yeah. miles an hour in that thing on dirt roads no yeah well i guess you can put that down to uh, sort of poetic license and, yeah and, but they and, see that's where the details fall down because they're saying that this Mothman can go 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Before the show we were talking about, if it was a giant owl and they shit themselves and the owl was looking for light, it was looking for it to chase the light, it was going mm. towards Like it. a moth? Possibly. Maybe we're getting somewhere. Get we're hey. getting somewhere. Uh, it was looking for the headlamps of the car and mm-hmm. they, the, the, the Scarberries say that as soon as the car hit the outskirts of the town, the fella that was chasing them with the wings fucked off. Mm. He wasn't able anymore. Obviously, he was like, I'm not going to the town. I said I wouldn't. My woman is at home and she's like, we are in town tonight. Yeah. He's like, oh, I just went in with the lads in the car. Like, he wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been a happy moth home. No. So he fucked off. But I'm saying if it was an owl, mm-hmm. if they were going 50, 45 miles an hour, the owl would be able to keep up, no problem. Mm. But because mm-hmm. they say, I'm going 100 miles an hour, it discounts the fact that it was an animal that exists, you know? True. Yeah. True. Maybe they were stuck in the vacuum like a, a cyclist behind a big truck. And he gets into that little thing. The slipstream, like, I Slipstream, yeah. yeah. And you get into, can you get into slipstream if you're on top of a car? I'm sure if you're know, flying yeah, close to the roof, that. like they reported, that the, the aerodynamics. Where's the air of, pressure bubble like above yeah. the car? Where yeah, but exactly also like the bird is made to fly. It has like aerodynamic shape and wings True. and all that yeah, stuff. So if it gets right down to the body of the car, that, it's but also it's, speed, it's, yeah. it's, it's taking off vertically as well. They say that, yeah, without flapping its wings, yeah. it's just going like it kind of jumps oh, into the sky, like a, yeah. yeah, like, like that movie, the heroes, like that yeah. movie Jeepers Creepers, yeah, yeah. It's not. It, I, I, I always think some of the descriptions of the movement of the Mothman is not unlike the, the yes. character in that movie. Yeah, yeah, very Could much be so. Informed by, um, no, I just think I just think it's off, yeah, yeah. I just think it's weird that like those tiny details that could mm. disprove one theory or another are mm. taken as 
as gospel. But then, the, having 100 said that, miles an hour. Well, that discounts everything that's below 100 miles an hour. Then, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It just having said that, you're work, we're working that off that. the idea you posited that like cars of the of 1966 couldn't go 100 miles an hour. That an average kind of family car couldn't. <sighs> yeah. Well, if if it was like a a, a car of that era mm-hmm. going at a hundred miles an hour, hundred miles an hour is fast, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and would be very hard. Like, there's no with four with five people in it, and no, the weight of the car as well. Yeah, there's no power steering. But I mean, for me, I I kind of I wouldn't say I wouldn't discredit the their accounts solely based on the fact that no, they're yeah. they're over exaggerating the speed of their vehicle. Mm. You know. And they could be over exaggerating. It could be in the panic of actually being chased by some sort of creature. Yeah. The guy was like, I was going like five million miles an hour. That thing was yeah, catching up yeah. on me. Now, he doesn't literally mean five million miles an hour. Or just, does he? Yeah, I'm <laughs> just trying to say, like, but then part, also, think apart the intricacies of his yeah. testimony that people would go, like, you know, blah, he did at, at 5.15, he was in his house yeah. and the man was murdered at 5.17. Like, it's this basic But apparently, Deputy Millard Halstead tried to do that by separating them and taking separate testimonies from them. Yeah, yeah but 100 miles an hour. Like, but, but also, yeah, I suppose you know your, I mean? your point would be if he's saying, I must have been going 100 miles an hour. If that's not, if that's, well, maybe he, maybe he's kind of over-egging his yeah. omelette. But, <laughs> I mean, I watched, I watched an interview with Roger Scarby in which he, I watched, heard him say 75 miles an hour. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if that means he's downplaying it or he's upplayed it or he was misquoted from the start. Or yeah. But it also calls into question the fact, you know, his wingspan must have been 10 foot wide. So this, you know. is, this is a typical story yeah. of the conspiracy community getting their hands on something and making it Indeed, un- undiscountable by obvious proof. Like yeah. if it's 14 foot wide, there's no bird that has a 14 foot wi- wingspan. Yeah. If it's 100 miles an hour, there's no bird that can go 100 miles an hour. You know, uh, uh, what's the Latin? Et tu brute, it's not hmm. uh, a bird. I know that's not the thing, but I couldn't think of <laughs> the thing. It's like QE quad quae ad Yeah. You know, it's not a bird. But like if it's a little For all bit the dead less, listeners that still speak Latin. Uh, yeah, if it's, I got that from Matt's last, I don't know. Andy Doyle. <laughs> really? If it's, uh, if it's less than 14 foot by a, by a squeak. Hmm. And it's like less than 75 miles an hour by a squeak, then it could totally possibly be. Mm. Do you know, a natural creature. Hmm. But, like, all of the witness testimonies are pretty similar, though, right? Yeah. Uh, to a degree. Well, they change to, to some degree across, man, especially the drawings. If you look at, like, you could Google right now Mothman and go to Google Images, and what you see is, like, <laughs> yeah. loads of super different versions of the Mothman. Well, that's, like, yeah. artistic yeah. license and yeah. Yeah. Totally, yeah. art and all of this kind of stuff. And stuff there's, on Reddit, like, I saw loads of different There's very simple ones, and then there's very elaborate Intricate ones, yeah. 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 But, that you'd have to wonder about the intricate ones, where, like, people surely yeah. are embellishing their... Their memory, yeah, like because so, a lot of them are just that kind of a, a blocky kind of no no neck, no real discernible head, but Owling. it's all it's always it's always humanoid. It's always legs, muscular legs, yeah, yeah, uh, glowing red eyes, glowing red eyes, uh, massive wingspan, and uh, sort of a stooping head. Yeah, <laughs> vertical takeoff, vertical takeoff, wings yeah. wings folding back like mm. a like a bat, I suppose a, a bat. Like a man, man, but mm. a man bat. But that was already like taken. It. Man bat. Yeah. So, so is there any, is there any other credible witnesses? Yeah. Well, I, as I said, if you look at this old footage, you have the three boys from Glen in Clay County. They, as we said, maybe seem to just be cottoning on to the details of someone else's story. Yeah. There's yeah. a Mrs. Payne and her daughter who were interviewed in the street, where they say they saw it kind of flying along the the treetops. Yeah. Um, again, they're kind of surrounded by a gaggle of people, and they're out in the street, and they seem to be quite enjoying being interviewed by the local TV news. Yeah, she got in her new dress on. 
Yeah, and and I, by that sti- by that stage, it kind of it tells you that there isn't really a stigma anymore about saying anything because they're doing it out in the street, going, "Everybody, come and listen to me being interviewed about my mama's hand." So uh, there was one of the big ones. One of the one of the ones that I do hold some water with. Now it's it's not so much that I find the yeah. person incredibly credible. It's just that this was another uh, five person, six person sighting. Yeah. yeah. So what you have here is Marcella Bennett. Uh, who is a lady who said she was standing in her front yard with a few of her friends who were over mm. and down dropped the Mothman in front of them <laughs> near her car. She yeah. was holding her baby Tina at this time, spelled T-E-E-N-A. What a horrible person. Well, she... Uh, <laughs> to, to make <laughs> your child have to re-explain how to spell... Because T-I-N-A, no, it's no, T-E-E... What a cunt uh, to yeah. do that to your child. But I mean, she wants to be different. <laughs> Let's let her out. But she she can't think of any other names that she hasn't heard already. So I called her Elaine. E L A Y N E. I thought it was spelled A L A N E. Zed. Silent Zed. Man. Whatever. Marcella Bennett drops her baby and then kind of is yeah. so mesmerized, she says, by the eyes of this creature. She could feel herself being kind of hypnotized by it. Yeah. Yeah. She then kind of Drop, takes a step towards it. Yeah, and kind of falls over her baby like it's a, a foot trap. Mm. Yeah. Uh, now, luckily, at this she moment. She didn't do it like she was spiking a football. No, yeah. Like, like she just scored a touchdown at the last yeah, minute. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, because you, you can get all sorts of bands. Really yeah, yeah. If you hit somebody with it. But uh, she, her guest, Raymond Wamsley, immediately snatched up the baby and grabbed her and dragged her back inside as he wasn't hypnotized by the creature, but was, was she, terrified. What do you mean hypnotized? Like, was she like going She just oh, said that as soon as she looked in its oh, eyes, love she, a bit of him. she said she was filled with dread, but she was also compelled to go towards the creature. Hmm. Whatever that could mean. But there's, I've, been, there's, I've been like that a few nights in the you know, <laughs> that last creature in the bar it's quarter to three I shouldn't but I'm compelled by some unknown force <laughs> oh wait no it's my penis <laughs> like alright Java get your coat we've, uh, Honestly, we're ready to go some unknown force is my pet name for my cock <laughs> I'm compelled by some unknown force isn't that right? That sure is, Ed <laughs> I think your your penis might be guilty of a lot of unsolved murders which yeah. are put down as Due to some unknown force. Did yeah, you know, Pass, for instance, I yes. think you might have killed a lot of hikers. With your she dick. Fe- but she felt uh, some unknown force around her chest area. Yeah. But thanks to that legal, uh, <clears throat> it's not even a loophole, it's just a legal thing where a man cannot be, cannot testify against his own penis. True, yeah. Or cannot be made to testify against his own penis. The, uh, some legal loophole is what you call your butthole. <laughs> yeah. I have lots of names for all of my appendages. <laughs> all legal based. I got really. out of that situation by using some legal loophole. <laughs> and now I must shower. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, she, she is very believable. The Marcella Bennett one? Yeah. Yeah, but just because... Because she, she dropped her baby. Well, she yes, said she dropped her baby, which is like, I'm yeah. giving you a little bit, now you give me a little yes. bit. Yes. Yeah. What we need to do now is ex- inspect Tina's, Tina Bennett's head now and see if there is, like, lumps. Yeah. Where baby twas dropped. Drop lumps. Yes. But, I mean, that'd be going quite far for us to check our sources. Tweet us, Tina. Yeah, in the house and confirming her report was uh, a Raymond Wamsley, his wife Kathy Wamsley, and uh, some cousins of Marcella's, which were Ricky Thomas, Vicky Thomas, and Connie Thomas. Ricky and Vicky. And Connie. All the Thomases can corroborate my story. <laughs> but they got, and, and this story is basically that she saw the Mothman, she was dragged inside, and as she picked up the phone to call the police, the Mothman walked towards the house and was kind of walking back and forth on the porch, yeah. looking in the window at them, uh, and much like a vampire not being invited in, it just wasn't able to do anything and left, it seems, uh, of its yeah. own accord. So that's, that's probably the most closely, you know, uh, witnessed 
that the Mothman ever was by this yes. Wamsley crowd. To have five people say we were on the other side of a window and six people say we were on the other side of a window and this thing looked in at us. So like the Slender Man are like any of these like spooky, creepy creatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in our werewolf episode, which you should go and download because it's one of my favourites and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the old couple that were sitting on the porch and they looked and there was like a, a small battalion of seven foot timber wolves walking upright and their eyes shining in the la- in the lamplight, yep. walking up from the lakeside to the back of their porch, where you would scutter all over yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they got to see their faces, because it's like, yeah, they're wolves, they could see their faces. How can these Wamsleys and Thomases not see exactly what the Mothman's face looks like? Whereas mm-hmm. every other report is, to go and red eyes and big wings, and you flew mm-hmm. past me and made a screechy sound. These people are like, it's yeah. on your fucking porch, man. It's like, there's a window and you can look through it at the thing's face. Mm. What did its face mm. look like? Was it a big owl? Well, I would imagine, again, playing devil's advocate for them, I would imagine if I was in my house and the moth, I saw the mothman outside, he followed me after I went inside and came up to my window, I'd be hiding behind the couch not making direct eye contact with him. Right. I don't know if I'd be taking details of, does he have a Robert De Niro mole somewhere in his face? <laughs> yeah. But would yeah. you not even well, have a peak? make mental a, note of that. Still. It's, uh, it's, I would have a peak, yeah. But I, all I might see is like that, uh, you know when Batman Begins when... The scarecrow venom is on everybody yeah. in the yeah. barrels, and Batman's flying overhead. That might be all I would see. Yeah, like you don't make out Batman's face in that one. Mm. Mm, that's true. I mean, uh, the, the fear factor yes. comes into the it. adrenaline factor that uh, where yeah, you can't really you can't really remember. But, but how come then in those situations where someone gets robbed or raped or attacked mm-hmm. that they're all like, "I remember his face. I'll never forget it." It well, was maybe, black. He was a black man. Maybe Can you they identify don't. him. Should, uh, I can't tell them apart. Like that's that's that happens. Like where they go, you know. But I mean, mm. I'll we, never forget his face. Should we ask Stephen Avery though? How confident a witness can be about their initial? Yeah. But but let, no, hold on now. We're but, not trying to differentiate him from like eight other mothmen from the town. I'm saying, <laughs> right, yeah, like, okay. Yeah. This is a creature of unknown like genetic origin. Okay. What did its face look like? Did it look like a fucking owl? Did it look ah. like a moth? Did it Did have it a look beak? like a man? Did it, have... Did it have a mouth, a proboscis, a beak, a fucking snout, some lips? Eyebrow like piercing. Anything. Mm. Do you know what What specifically was it? Marcella Bennett, if you're listening. Artina. Will you, will, Artina. If you, you remember Tina, being yeah, dropped. Yeah, I, remember. I remember seeing the moth man. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, they didn't have any real... Hey, you guys. <laughs> Poor old Tina. <laughs> She's been through a hell Rock of a my baby. <laughs> Rocky Road. <laughs> Mudman. Man. Well, it's kind uh, of featureless, really, in, 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 in a lot of descriptions. That's what I say about Slender Man. There's no features, but yeah. like, it has eyes, so surely it must have... But maybe the glowing face. of the eye seems to just kind of wash out whatever the face is. It's or maybe it's yeah. like projecting hypnotic powers into your brain, a Superman style, so you can't tell who it is. Yeah, yeah, maybe, or probably just an owl. Well, is here's, any other- <laughs> here's, here's here's what answers that uh, that question. I think, okay. even, or or makes it murkier. Maybe is the. Uh, the testimony of a Connie Carpenter. Connie. Now, again, you can't see Connie Carpenter in any of the interviews. She won't be interviewed herself, but her husband, Keith, uh, does get interviewed and speaks on her behalf. Connie said that she saw the Mothman on November 27th, 1966. She was driving past the Mason County Golf Course uh, in West Virginia. So it's all happening in Mason County, right? 
all in this kind of tight area, yeah, yeah okay. in this kind of tight, not huge area. And at ten thirty on Sunday morning, she was uh, coming back, or she was going to church, I believe, and she saw uh, the face, and she all she ever described as the faces, it was horrible. Yeah, but did she have specific details? No, all she ever said about the face was it was horrible. Mm. That's fucking bullshit. She's in like we need like horrible Steve Buscemi, mm. horrible <laughs> Gary Glitter. What kind of horrible face? <laughs> yeah. There's there's variations of horrible. There's a lot of there's a lot of different. There's a horrible. scale horrible, of horrible. Like, is it horrible like? Pete Burns, or, yeah. yeah. And in order to describe Jake something as, as a face as horrible, it's mm. got to be a face. That's subjective. It, yeah, it can't be just. That's like if she a circle if she just with glowing like, eyes. If she doesn't like Italian looking guys, she's like, oh, yeah. he was he was horrible. Yeah. Why? Because he had like slick back hair, and he had a really fine mustache, and he had his eyebrows waxed. They were they were disgusting. The mouth man had like he like had a strawberry nose, like he was an alcoholic, and he had a hair lip. And he was he was unshaven, and he had like very pasty skin. His teeth was all crooked. It was horrible. And a few zips. He had some zips. <laughs> his face was completely normal, except he had a slight list to one of his eyes, and I just couldn't look at him. It and was his, horrible. His lips were so dry, and they were cracked around the sides, like cracked and red. They were chapping. He he needed some balm of some kind. He <laughs> looked horrible. Yeah, horrible seems like sub- quite subjective. I think. Like, yeah, I'm I, I with no specific. Like, you're wouldn't living, it be horrible though? Yeah, but look, Connie, there's, there's you're no living details. in Mason County. Yeah, for the last, I don't know, six days, the whole town is going mad talking about this moth man, and mm-hmm. you see the cunt on Sunday morning in the middle of the day mm. in the sunlight, mm-hmm. and you see his face, like, mm-hmm. and everybody in town is talking about it. Mm-hmm. And you weren't able to say, yeah, look kind of like an owl, well, or kind of look like a badger, or uh, kind of look like a fox, or uh, kind of look like a lizard, or kind of look like a man's face. Mm. Like what kind of fa- what kind of animal was it? What was it like? Just horrible is kind just of horrible. Is horrible, very... horrible fires the imagination, but yeah, doesn't give does. you any any detail. Mm. Yeah, that's the problem. It's mm. just. But what if her brain, you know, in a in a split from a horrific situation, kind of erased that? the detail of that memory from her mind. Because it was so traumatic. Yeah. Uh, I hear yeah. that happens sometimes with bad traumas. Yeah. People can't remember everything about them. Well. That's true. Uh, the MK Ultra episode time. Happens 20, a lot. Yeah, but like six days out and everyone's looking for this. Like, I think the mm. word horrible and I imagine that Christmas movie mm. with uh, Robin Williams and the guy who presents the soup. What's his name? Joel McHale. And, <laughs> do you know, that's horrible. That's right. fucking horrible. But I remember everything about it. Mm. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, yeah, but was it like that terrifying and traumatic event. Yeah, it was like Robin Williams' last bad, movie before he died, and you're like, "That's fucking horrible, man. Right. That is horrible." What I, I felt that way about his last fifteen movies before he died. Yeah. No offense I, to Robin Williams. I mean, I'm talking I don't think Dead Man here, offense, but uh, yeah, yeah he, don't kill yourself about it. But yeah, like, I don't think he's but he made a lot of shit movies before. Well, he died. okay, but I mean, still horrible. Like I remember, yeah. I remember the details. If I seen somebody's mm. face, I was like, "Yeah, it's him, officer." He looks like um, a flying rat owl. Yeah. You'd make he, a good witness. I'm not denying that. He looked like Lionel, Lionel Richie, but with giant red eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something, something like, you know. Hello. Mm. She might have something. That's the problem. Is uh, The fact that she just never gave any, any face-to-face interviews. That everything was told to her husband. And her husband loved to, like, kind of uh, paraphrase and go, Yeah, it was something, you know, big. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, it came out of the trees. You know, it was standing there. And then the next thing, it's flying. And the next thing, it's coming after her. And the next thing, she's gone. Yeah, but and everybody like, wanted to know what it was. Why wouldn't he ask her, like, 
What did it look well, maybe like? Maybe he did, but he's, as I said, he's like very choppy in the way he speaks. Mm. And uh, he's a farmer because he's been walking through fields and stuff before he's interviewed. No. And uh, he just doesn't speak too cleverly about it. But he does speak about uh, a situation she had where she was then accosted later. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Mm. But he does seem like very talking genuine. talking about the secret of uh, cabal of, of Mothman silencers. Yes, indeed. But uh, he seems like genuine enough. But then he is recounting what someone else said. So he could yeah. be totally telling the truth. She told but me this. You he, know? And he, he believes his wife in an era of like, small town America in the 60s mm. where he could go... Ah, you're being hysterical or whatever, you yeah, know. Yeah, like she, from, was, she was 18 at the time. The, the term hysterical from his, hysteria, from yeah. hysterectomy, from yeah. having a womb. Like, you have a womb. Exactly. Like a you, womb man. You have a womb. No wonder you're crazy and saying yeah. things. Are you heading towards a Sean Connery and saying it's okay to hit women sometimes when they're hysterical? <laughs> oh, you know. With an open Tom, hand. Talking about Mothman and not giving the proper descriptions, you get a fucking slap off. You would indeed, yeah. The whole town wanting to know what's going on. What's going on? Oh, something. Oh, it was just horrible. <laughs> Your cooking is horrible. What did the motherfucker look like? So, is there any other? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, credible witnesses. There is. A, there is a Mothman Fest, not called Moth Fest, <laughs> called Mothman Fest. Mothman Fest that takes place in Point Pleasant every year. Right, uh, and all the witnesses come together and recant their stories. Yeah, it was accepted mm. in two thousand and two, uh, and they even put up a statue of. Mothman in the town. Like that big silver. Yeah, did you uh, see that one? Yeah, it's terrible looking. It's, it's awful. Like, it's like it's a Power really Rangers bad. enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's. It's it. like someone. It's like someone got an action figure toy and just scaled it up. <laughs> yeah, as you can see all the seam joints, and it's got a, like a really, really well cut eight pack on its torso. Yeah, and you're like, I don't know why a wild cryptid animal has to do a lot of sit ups because, like, you know, you can be fit from being like wild animal or whatever, but to get that sculpting. Yeah, yeah, on, the, yeah. on, a pati- on a particular muscle grouping, you got to be working yeah, that particular have, muscle yeah. group. You don't have to. Be you got to send. You got to send away for mail order weights and yeah. <laughs> have a trainer and stuff. One of those. What do they call them? Those those, those those roll things that you use for doing yeah. setups. The mothman is going around. He has a, he has one of those like shaky plastic. A shake things. weight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shake weight. Yeah, yeah. No, no, the shaky plastic. Uh, oh, drink, the drink the thing. Yeah, the cups that everyone the protein boosters. Why? You were really doing a shake weight thing though there. Yeah, that yeah, was, exactly was, that was like. wanking a big moth cock. But it's because you're holding it towards your mouth. Like it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but it's a drink. I get it. Okay, right. That's the moth cock <laughs> prophecies. <laughs> That's a totally different. I get moth cock sometimes, but you, just, you peel it back and you wash. <laughs> That's the weird proboscis. Um, so yeah, the moth fest... Mm. Where they have like... Do they have like bands that come and play and sing songs about the moth man? I've heard a few songs on YouTube. That are really awful. Uh, they do have. <laughs> yeah. They, they have, have like, a stage and they put on live music. The like, Mothman. Mothman theme music. Yeah. And then they have like that classic kind of UFO seminar type lecture thing where the people yeah. come in and give lectures. And people giving lectures would be like Faye DeWitt, who uh, you, you can see an interview with her online from 2007. Mothman How are you, Faye? Fest. How are you, Faye? How's it going? I'll email you this episode, Faye, when we have it up. Yeah, well, she's probably not going to be happy when I say this. No. Uh, she recounts how uh, her she and her brother saw Mothman. They were at, up at the TNT at about three in the morning collecting firewood or something for their father, which is a bit of an odd story. Yeah. Um, in a dynamite factory. Yes. Mm. I'm going up to get something to light a fire. From the dark. I have all these red sticks. They're all really <laughs> weird red wood. That's the end of it. And they all smell like nitroglycerin <laughs> on the outside. What is and that? And the one guy that came with us for the first time, like he's never come camping before, he picked up one and he blew up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. But uh, she uh, she says that when they when they first saw like kind of lights, red lights glowing ahead of them, mm. her brother was insistent that it was a UFO because he was a bit of a UFO hunter. And there had been a few UFO sightings in the area around he the same time. sounds like something that and he was looking for. That. Yeah, indeed. He, wa- he um, wanted to believe... 
yeah. it was a UFO. Yeah, they saw this at like three in the morning and they say they went back in the daytime the next day to look in the area where they'd seen it, in the yeah. TNT. And they said they were greeted by someone who was dressed kind of in civvies but seemed like a military guy and basically told them that they weren't allowed to go out there. And the brother said, well, it's a free land, I'm going to go where I want. And he, they were told, like, get out of here or we'll remove the car with you in it. Hmm. Right. Uh, so they they posited that that might have been again maybe government officials or and she somebody gets to come back connected. every month manifest and and talk about and tell that, that story right? yeah yeah, 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 Indeed, yeah, yeah. yeah well actually yeah. I I didn't see her as one of the speakers I saw her being interviewed outside on a on a fold up chair well, she, looks, the she had her she brought her own fold up chair she must be fucking for real <laughs> indeed yeah <laughs> she must be telling the truth was uh, there like a hole in the middle of the fold up chair so she could use it as a commode to get all her bullshit out. I didn't see. That they didn't uh, fade away. They never pan under the we're chair. You and you can tell us what you come <laughs> ring it up. We, we do a blab about Mothman. And you can come on and tell your story. I remember my brother. <laughs> Fuck off! Don't ask what we were doing there at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Collecting firewood. <laughs> Collecting switches for daddy. Some kind of wood. He loves them flashing lights in the sky. <laughs> So fleshlights in the sky. Fleshlights. Fleshlights yeah, in the, the sky. Uh, yeah, so in the world. Mothfest is yes. definitely something that we should go to. It's getting big, yes. In 2011. When we get those Conspiracy Guys TV show, man, mm-hmm. we're going to go to all these motherfucking places. I would love to go to Mothfest. We're going to go yeah. to Mothfest. We're going to make a video. We'll be like, yeah, Mothman. Mm-hmm. Get fed to wait on and get to see our commode. Yeah. <laughs> investigate for real go, go up to the old TNT and have a, have a smell have around have a smell around see if we can find some dynamite I let off a possible. few bangers and scare a few people no not around here dig the a, whole ground will blow up dig a few graves yeah dig a few graves see if we see, can't see something get, get the whole experience <laughs> here Mothman Get get a nineteen sixty six uh, Chevy and try and get up to hundred miles an hour. <laughs> me and Test Paul, out everything. Me and Paul bring the, bring the missuses and try and see yeah. if uh, the sound of fingering will get the Mothman to come down from his perch. Can I can I come and be the uh, observant cousin? <laughs> uh, how observant you are, Ed. I'll come and then I'll come. <laughs> Is there any any other credible witnesses from uh, Mothman? Uh, Tom Uri, your uh, witness. <laughs> Tom Hardy, uh he, he appears at both Mothman Fest 2007 and 2011 And uh, I don't know in, in my personal opinion He seems kind of genuine enough mm. like, He seems like he's not making up his report He's quite yeah. old So he would maybe be one of the original reporters And uh, he, he's kind of apologetic That he doesn't remember he, After you're uh, having a good go At uh, Connie Faye. Carpenter for, for oh, not Connie. remembering the facial uh, features. Man, he Connie's says, a fucking stupid bitch. Like he says he was too scared to get a good look at it. He just got a glancing look at it and he feels bad now that when people ask him questions, he doesn't have any more information to give than it was a big black all right, shadow. All right, I concede, boys. No, just a Tom Hurry. If something is coming at you and mm-hmm. you're not going to stop and have a good look at it, like no one sees the license plate of the car that hits them. I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if someone was to say to you, what colour was his jumper? What colour was his hair? Mm. What colour was his face? you'd be able to pull it, that out of the yes. recesses of your fucking imagination. Yeah. Yeah. Or it would have left and some then, impression on you. if you were shown in a lineup of those people to be able to go, twas him. It's Mothman number three. Just to jog but, your memory. Like, come but, on. But even, mm. yeah, even did it have a mouth? You know? Yeah. yeah. Things like that. Did what through the butthole? Or? Hey, that guy has some kind of mouth. Like, yeah. <laughs> the Mothman is all like, his shoes look awful. Yeah. Was it a robo suit being worn by a Krang type yeah. creature in the middle of it? Maybe yeah, it was like yeah. some mili- military early uh, Captain America shit being mm-hmm. a Avengers tit being b- that's Avengers tit. That's, that's actually one of my theories. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice. That's one the of the secret, things I, I kind of came up with. Secret weapons of war. That one, like the, the silos there's weren't... Been, uh, hey, there's been weirder <coughs> shit, man. Well, uh, well, maybe we should leave it for... Yeah, well, yeah, okay. Okay. that sounds like an off-the-fence. It sounds like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, stick, a, stick a pin mm. in dish. But uh, Tom Murray so, is, is so one of the... So, just before we go on, the, the, the Mothman Festival, like, us going to the Mothman Festival mm-hmm. is reliant on us getting some Patreon subscribers. True. And also, and saving up the, the ducats so we can go there. I'd and cycle there, but there's a big ocean <laughs> yeah, in the way, yeah. so. And, uh, Can't do it. We just do it, do, go to Iceland and try and cycle from Iceland, I guess. If we get to Iceland, we can get there by bike. We could take the Giants Causeway to Iceland. Yeah. And then, like, obviously tearing up the rocks and throwing them as a, a sort of a, yeah. a walkway. And then and across then, Greenland and down through Canada. Yeah. You just West stand, stand on one, put one in front of you, get on that one, get the one behind you. But there's you. two of us, yeah. so we need three, so. Yeah, yeah. I think um, we could maybe get, catch a glacier in Iceland and just float. Yeah. Float to the east coast of Iceberg, dead ahead! No, and it's three guys. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Come on in. So if we're going to go there, like, we need some Patreon stuff. But also, like, mm-hmm. if we get our, if we get our advertising. Yes. And it, like, super monetizes. Yes. Like, I, I would totally go to America and do all the Georgia Guidestones and do all the. Yeah. The Mothman. I don't know. Mothfest. I don't know yeah. what Nature Box's problem is. Because, like, we're all super, super unhealthy. Yeah. And if Nature Box would just send us some free stuff, we'd get healthy. And we'd, like, tell people how good it is then. Yeah. I'd love a delicious I've Nature got like Box. A, I've got, like, yeah. a chesty cough right now. And, yeah. <laughs> Need some dried goji berries for that, my oh, man. If you had, like, like nine how? snacks. If you had nine snacks and you didn't like one of them, you could just, like, tell them not to give you that one the next time. And they totally wouldn't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Stop. Hey, you're doing a nature box. Stop. Stop. You're doing that now. <laughs> Sorry. We don't give it away for free. Did your I, mother teach you nothing? I couldn't I couldn't hear that. Uh, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was inaudible. <laughs> dot, dot com. <laughs> dot com. Which is actually great. I downloaded it. Yeah. I downloaded a few books and it's really good. These are not ads, but this could be... An ad space. For an, an ad space and we yeah. can make some money and then we get to go to America. If you like that idea and you're listening to this show, hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on Twitter... And then we can show your interest and want and show yeah. that to some people. And we can sell it. Hey, Jerry's water beds are the best water beds in New Jersey. And you know it. Hey, you want to lie down and feel like you're floating? Uh, hey, uh, oh, uh, that's not Jersey. Hey, you want to lie down and feel like you're floating on the sea? You want to lie down and be comfortable, be surrounded by your bed and not be afraid of, uh, you know, pissing yourself or something like that. Be feeling like, oh, the place got wet. It's a water bed. What's going to happen? You know what I'm saying? Jerry's water beds. Come on. When I'm, when I'm lying down at night thinking about conspiracies, there's a lot to think about. So I want to be as comfortable as I can be. <laughs> That's why I like to float on water with Jerry's water beds. Ever since I lost my job talking about how 9-11 was done by the Jews. <laughs> and my, I, I and my stay, wife let me. I stay in bed a lot, so uh, I need a nice comfy bed. we we'll go down to Jerry's. I'm lonely, but I can spread out as much as I want. Forty percent less bed sores with a water bed. Well, I want to practice killing myself in the <laughs> my East wife River. <laughs> well, I want to practice committing suicide in the East River. I like to lie on the Jerry's water bed. Feels like, uh, feels like, uh, you know, for those last few moments where you might change your mind. <laughs> it allows you to mentally focus and steal yourself. Feels like I'm floating back to mom pa, <laughs> who feels died a number of years previously. Drowning feels like you're going to sleep. Just like sleeping on one of Jerry's waterbeds. <laughs> we'll do it there for you, Jerry. <laughs> uh, I really hope there's someone called Jerry selling waterbeds yeah, out there. Who wants to? We have a guy Hopefully. in Dublin called Mattress Mick, and he is oh. amazing. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Mattress yeah. Mick is always going out of business and always going out of his mind. <laughs> but you can't beat a Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> he like, is crazy. Like crying from the teams. Yeah. 
So yeah, we will we will go to Moth Fest and I'd love to go. Would you come with us, Ed, for the crack? I'd love, love to go. Fuck it, we'll all go. Yeah, we'll all go. Yeah. Uh, we could people. we could go to Comic Con. Che- just check me in as luggage. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna try and get a we're gonna try and get a, a, a booth at Comic Con in Dublin in the summertime. Absolutely, yeah. And we'll do our we'll do a show live from from Comic Con. Like we're not gonna pay for a slot or anything, but if there's an empty one lying around, we're gonna we're gonna call <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just be out in the corner with just like a a big a big poster strapped to us or wearing yeah. one of our t-shirts. And, Where did the conspiracy lads come over here? <laughs> we didn't want to put our name on the form in case they knew where we were from. No, yeah, and they rejected said yeah. form. I've I've no problem putting my name on shit. Fuck it. I've not to hide. So uh, Moth Fest, Mothman Fest. Mm. Well, I mean, still yeah, goes on. It, it is indeed still going on. Wow. So as I said, it's it's for for the listener and for someone who's looking into this. For me, it's all about the credibility of the witnesses, right? And it has to go that way. Like for instance, there's a one of those brilliant Discovery Channel, History Channel, oh, the documentary the, type things, the fake make doing yes. the thing, the mermaid stuff. Yeah, like uh, well, no, it's uh, yeah, essentially, it's one of those you know looking for Bigfoot, <laughs> looking for Mothman yeah. kind of things. Yeah. We did a fucking show on mermaids, Ed. <laughs> and at the crux of the episode was an episode of some Discovery Channel, like searching for mermaids. An animal Planet, one, I think. It was. Animal Planet. Yeah. Sorry, Animal Planet. Looking it's for an mermaids. And there was one guy. Uh, is he from Israel? Who said I give a million uh, dollars to anyone who gives me the proper like footage or proof of there actually being a real mermaid. Mm. Yeah. And it's a whole show about how real mermaids are. Mm. And it was totally fabricated and made They're up. all and actors. people are all on the internet going, see, this lad has a video. And it's all totally yeah. made up. Like, So there's surely one about like the Mothman on the There is Planet, indeed, yeah. Just being like, and, uh, it's real. Yeah. It's it's not a complete load of turd, but it's a lot of load of turd. And, you know, a lot of <laughs> the, the classic like repeated information and <laughs> 80% turd. It's 80% turd, yeah. yeah. That smells bad. But my favorite uh, my favorite YouTube from that was uh, uh, Wisconsin Man. <laughs> From from Lacrosse, Wisconsin, who says in, a, in he says in September 2006, this local Cherokee man named Awahali uh, and his son, they were driving around in their car, and very again very similar sort of description. They were chased by the winged Mothman until they eventually sped up and got away to over uh, 188 miles an hour uh, and went back in time. Uh, but they described <laughs> back and forward. They they uh, right back hundred. That's 176 were, miles an hour. Oh, it, makes it you go was back a big twice. thing yeah. following our car. <laughs> we made our iron horse on wheels go as fast as it would but that thing kind of like a man but also like a moth <laughs> kind of like a bat Ooh, it flew as quick as we could drive our iron horse is this Christopher Lee as well? hiya <laughs> so now being a Cherokee <laughs> I know all animals intimately and this was unlike anything I'd ever seen before. <laughs> My son was scared. We drove as quickly as we could. <laughs> My son, little big planet, was very scared. <laughs> uh, yeah, this guy, he, he's not a Native American. <laughs> no. He's maybe not even a Native human. Yeah. He is about as much Cherokee in him as uh, that Rachel Dolezal. Yeah. She is more Cherokee, maybe. She's pretty Cherokee, man. Yeah. She is quite Cherokee. She's quite chirpy, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's, not, he's, he's a white guy with a beard and a stick. And I'm a, a member of the Sioux Nation. <laughs> What? Billy Conley. <laughs> you know, uh, Awahale is my name. I saw um, the bird come down from the oh, sky. so big. I was so frightened a wee job he came out. <laughs> and I must have been driving 
four million miles an hour. I picked him up with my with my wheelbarrow, my son. I ran down the road as fast as I could. And he followed me all the way down. So scared. <laughs> it was uh, quite large. I'd say its wingspan was 28 feet wide. Its wingspan? Its wingspan was, was uh, spanned longer than two football fields. <laughs> two rather small football fields. So I went back to my Chibutio fields. Oh, I had to, sh- I had to smoke them peace pipe that night to calm myself <laughs> down. I can tell you that. Being the uh, the head of a tribe of Injuns, although we don't like to call ourselves Injuns because it's uh, offensive, we get offended. I uh, shuddered uh, while looking at myself in the mirror, and I end up punching the mirror and uh, cutting my knuckles quite badly. Sometimes you have to punch yourself in the mirror. Sometimes uh, I just like to slap my my face in the mirror if I'm giving myself some lip. <laughs> but oh, I saw it definitely. It was uh, whatever they saw as well, a Mothman. <laughs> that, that's that's as credible as that guy gets. Yeah, it's like, what did you see? Same. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that that was uh, Sean Connery being more Cherokee yeah. than Awahali. I saw something, but first you tell me what you saw. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that sounds exactly what I saw too. I'm glad I heard your story first. What's the thing everyone's looking for? That's what I saw. But uh, this this theory we're talking about of uh, how the, the everyone's Cherokee, everyone's descriptions are all the same. The Cherokee uh, guy, I don't know. If, can you can you like he has a, a like a, in touch with nature? Would mm-hmm. he not have some old Cherokee tale of you know a a, ma- a bat moth creature from olden times that would or the thunder? No, co- he's a white thunder guy. Thunder <laughs> <laughs> he's a white uh, well, Cherokee. He's like a white guy who owns like 0.3% of the local casino. Right. right. He he's Cherokee, yeah, yeah, for like monetary reasons. I've got I mean, I'm slandering the guy now, but that's true. He I've wasn't got... comparing it to the, to the uh, what's it called? The, the Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Mm. Yeah. Like all of the totem poles that are atopped by eagles' heads. Yes. Yeah. A giant, giant, giant bird. Giant like, is he, would he not go... If he was a Cherokee, would he not yeah. say, like, yes, yeah. yes? It's my spirit animal coming was, for me in the night. I must th- speak to him. The, the, the birds that saved Sam and Frodo at the end of The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Why did they not come at the, the giant start eagles of the first movie? Yeah, yeah. Those damn Mary Sue eagles <laughs> just showing up. I know it's a, it's a bit of a plot hole. <laughs> but uh, it's all I got. Yeah. And then, so, he, and then he laughed like this. Ha, 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 ha. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? And then he oh, saw an empty crisp pack and he cried a single salty tear. <laughs> <laughs> if, if he was a, if he was like a, a like a true Native American, which he obviously isn't, but I mean, mm, even mm. if he's trying to pretend to be, would he not even drop a Thunderbird reference in there somewhere? Yeah, like? yeah. it's like he didn't even do any research into no. his lies. <laughs> yeah, he just put on the the bamboo chest plate and the feathers, yeah. and the... he's as much a Native American as some prick wearing a a, a feather headdress at a a music festival. A Milwaukee Redskins fan or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he was just holding a stick. His clothes were like <laughs> JC Penny clothes. Oh, <laughs> he's right. wearing, like denim shirt and dressed down slacks. Oh, he's one of them. Yeah. He's oh. a white guy who just says I'm an Indian. I'm a mall Indian. Yeah, that's um, yeah I'm an Indian. So like these yeah. the- <laughs> But this uh, this idea of like the 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 descriptions all being very similar yeah. and all coming on the same line. We looked into this. This is a thing called post-event contamination, or it could possibly be that, which is a well-known occurrence uh, and something you kind of understand. Which is it's, where that, wisdom- it's that when someone takes a shit in a crime scene. <laughs> <laughs> That's where no booties and a big turd. 
right in right in the chalk mark. But uh, this is where kind of witness testimony changes over time as new information is is introduced into into the story, into like the, making a murderer. The witness, right? Exactly like making yeah. a murder. It's where you know you, you're given contaminating information and you retroactively kind of work that into your memory, into your narrative, and then as you recount in the future, that becomes then the key point of what you remember, right? Because yeah. it's the most recent powerful thing that you put into the memory. Well, apparently, when you're remembering something, you're really only remembering the last time you remember it. Yes, exactly. Mm. So if you keep on reiterating the stories changing, the stories changing, the stories changing, you end up being Brendan Dassey saying, yeah, I strangled her and cut her up into bits. And then and you're not sure what's real and what's not anymore. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you can't remember what the original story was. Yeah, exactly. It's it's that exact sort of idea. And that could be a play here with all these hundreds of sightings that all seem really similar and over time uh, seem to have changed a bit. Because yeah. even Keel himself admits that interviewing people like 30 years later, like History Channel documentaries want to do, they're, they're, they, most of those people need to be ruled out because their testimony doesn't match the original testimony well, yeah. anymore. It's way more embellished than it was. This is this is the way that uh, witnesses are to become unreliable unless it's yeah. down on camera or on celluloid. Mm. I couldn't find um, like a single witness really being interviewed that I thought, oh, they seem super legit. Right. Nothing kind of came across me in, in that front. Well, the weirdest part that I found about the Mothman mm-hmm. being that not, not only is it an owl... <laughs> but or that's a heron. One, that's, yeah, that's an odd the one. fact that all the people or a fat heron yeah there's a shite poke um, that all the people like their testimonies are all a dose of shite basically yes and um, or not I mean or not but I mean they're obviously seeing the paper I, going yeah I've seen that thing too I've seen that thing not too not the most credible thing I've ever heard in my life exactly but the the, the weird thing about the Mothman and Ed has mentioned the, the John A. Keel book um, the Mothman Prophecies and yes. the movie by R- Richard Guerrey. Well, starring Richard yeah. Guerrey. I wouldn't, I, I'm not giving him any credit for producing it or anything. It's with, with him, yeah? Yeah. Oh, with him. Yeah, with Richard. Richard Guerrey. Guerrey. And Laura Liney. And Laura Liney. Mm. And, and Deborah Messing. Yeah. yeah. Jack and Karen, yeah? No, Jack. Jack the, the spin-off of Will and Grace called Jack Will and, and Grace. Karen. It's sh- no, Will and Grace were That's what it's called. It's called Will and Grace, but yeah. it, it is Jack and Karen. It's yeah. Jack and Karen show, yeah. yeah. And uh I had a pointer on that. My oh. brother I was uh, my brother's game used to always make me look at this TV program. And Who? so like Are eventually Karen now or the other I one thought boinking was something <laughs> that only a, one cartoon character could do to another. No, Timmy Malik can do it too. Boink. <laughs> oh yeah, well he's he has got quite a large yeah. boinker. Mem- Boinker, hammer, big boink, blowing a boink rod. Oh, you guys! Um, Timmy Mallet's getting a getting a rise up. <laughs> Timmy yeah. Mallet's getting a fair. All the Americans are going. What the fuck, what the fuck is, is Timmy Mallet? What is that you, Timmy Mallet? He, he used to put like you know, like name badge stickers, but he put them right in the middle of the kid's face. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> he was an anarchist. He and was also, a bit of an anarchist. He was also, a multicolor, technicolor, neon anarchist. And he invented the mallet. Yeah, he did invent the mallet. Um. So, Before that, people were just like pounding their knees into into nails and stuff. <laughs> but it's funny, like he he was called Timmy Mallet. He used a mallet as a as a. I think that was as a, a prop for so long, but then also spent like the last twenty years getting hammered. So <laughs> <laughs> poor old Timmy. Yeah. So like yeah, the Mothman prophecies with Richard Garay. Oh yes, yeah. Like in that movie, the whole process was. Make shit up. Yeah, let's let's dramatize these events. Let's dramatize yeah. this. Yeah, um, these occurrences and the weirdest, strangest occurrence and the the eventual disappearance of the Mothman until people started making shit up again was like disasters. That the Mothman would arrive yeah. and predict a 
an awful event. Mm. Like, feel- so they, they attributed these like dark angels or these grim reaper aspects to yeah. its character. Mm. There were hundreds of sightings in the Ukraine before Chernobyl and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And, yeah, but there is a there is a Chernobyl Mothman like story. Yeah. And, mm. yeah, but it's all the same as you know the Irish Banshee, yeah. where you see like the Banshee pretty fucking sounds like the Mothman, right? Yeah, the so screech, yeah. the the black, you know, flowy wingy wingy cloaks and mm-hmm. the 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 dead eyes and the, the shape, but not like an evil witch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it, and in in the movie, could it be a, a, a it, dark angel? Yeah, in the movie, like Richard Gere's character, who's not called John Keel, he's called John Klein. John Klein. John Klein. His wife dies. Almost uh, immediately. Almost immediately at the start of the movie. And then like a couple, that's, of, year, that's couple of years later. Grace from Will and Grace, right? He, yeah. Mm-hmm. He gets involved in, in uh, these strange sightings. Yeah. And uh, they seem to be um, uh, alluding to the, the Mothman being some kind of fairy or some kind of uh, ultra terrestrial Fifth dimensional as, as future terror being. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Ultra terrestrial. Ultra well, terrestrial. There is, there is theories. Like, you of, mean of this earth? No, of every earth. There is theories not, of aliens not being from other planets, but being from other dimensions. Fifth dimensional beings. Dimensions. Or, or other time time zones. Or, yeah. yeah. It's kind of Outside like. Outside of the space time. A different plane. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a kind of an afterlife thing. Because there's a. At one point, a woman delivers a note to the sheriff in mm. the town, played by Laura Linney, who's also the love interest, I guess. Uh, well, he did lose you, his wife. You, you don't see the, the, the woman's face. She delivers, an, uh, delivers a message to him, or to her, to give to him. And then he shows her a picture. Is this the woman? So, you know, there's that theory that it's uh, a demon mm, or yeah. a fairy or some kind some of... Uh, paranormal uh, creature. Yeah. Uh, but one from the creation of man. Not an owl. Yeah. Not an creature. owl or anything. But fr- from from a, from a, not, she doesn't say that it's an owl. Doesn't though. say it's an owl. Yeah. From a yeah a, a dimension that you could call the afterlife or whatever, or mm. would be confused for the afterlife. But yeah, the the movie just tries to to lay the the idea that oh this this creature shows up when something bad happens, mm. like but a banshee. Then, yeah, like a banshee. But then bad shit happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. so. To me, all that kind of you stuff could, is you, very coincidental. You could you know? say that about like, you know, oh, every time, every time, you know, you 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 open the umbrella inside, it's bad luck, something bad's yeah, gonna happen. Yeah. So you're waiting for ages until something bad happens, or it's like, yeah. oh, whenever you walk under a ladder, like, oh, or, or when something bad's say, gonna happen. When people say things happen in threes, yeah, yeah, or like, threes, of course like, they do. You hang around oh, long enough, and they'll always happen. You in let threes. a Mexican into the house, it's bad luck. Yeah, like something bad's gonna happen. Now you got to build a wall, to keep yeah. them out. That's what it is. Or you bring Mexican food into the house. Your umbrella, your umbrella, and your ladder are gone. That's huh? the mm-hmm. whole. Yeah. Shouldn't have that he's Mexican. Starting, he's at the starting a, a, a window washing company where they do it exclusively in the rain. <laughs> do it in the rain. And it's a fucking that's do a that's a niche market rain. there. Jose's rainy wind washing company. Yeah. Juan coat. Vote <laughs> <laughs> Trump. Um, yeah, I just thought, I just thought it was I just no. thought it was weird, like that it was you know, uh, he turns up when something bad's gonna happen. Mm. At the start of the movie, uh, they're all like, 
Life is great. Richard, Richard Richard Gray is like um, and Deborah yeah. Messing's lovely looking tonight. Right, she's she's in it's the young I Deborah Messing. Will and Grace, she was the only thing to look at, so yeah. no one's gonna fuck Megan Mullally. So you're like, <laughs> hey, hmm? I totally would, man. I would have like 27 years ago. No, I still would now. I see her Get in Parks out. and Rec. Nah. She is oh, yeah. the real Melting life slowly. No, she is the real life wife of Ron Swanson. Yeah, they're yeah. married in real life. Oh, yeah. yeah, and if it's good enough for Ron Swanson, my friend. It's go. good enough for me. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm in she's my early thirties, Paul. She's, she's still mm, a good. I don't know if you've forgotten them. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, yeah. She teaches a thing or two in a high pitched voice. Oh, yeah. But Deborah Messing mm-hmm. is buying a house with Richard Garay at the start of it, right? Yeah. Yes. And they end up like they're going along. She has like a John Travolta in phenomenon moment where it seems like it's a UFO. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the flashes of light are actually like a brain tumor. Yeah. That are infecting her. Her you know, ocular mm. capabilities. Yeah. Uh, and she doesn't get any special powers right now. She just like dies. Yeah. But they do an operation on her brain. And after the operation, <laughs> they go into her and all the operation did on her brain to take out a huge tumor. All the operation did to her was remove her makeup. Yeah. They didn't take off any hair. Yeah, yeah. To get in at the brain. Like yeah. It didn't, mm-hmm. you know, like cut any part of her head or anything to get in at the... Like, Unless they're using that method that Steve Martin did in The Man With Two Brains. Go in through the nose? Z- zip lock. <laughs> you unscrew the top of the head. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe that's where it is. Maybe she yeah. was wearing, like, a wig. But I'm like, that's an awful lot yeah. of... Like, fuck it, you're in the hospital. No one's seen you. Like, just <laughs> be bald. Are you saying that's why Deborah Messing missed out on that role in The Revenant? Because she's not prepared to... You know, to really suffer for the art. Well, she took off her makeup, but I guarantee you she still had her fake tan on from the neck down. And she wouldn't even let them mussy up her hair. Her hair was still in those weird, like, uh, uh, hairspray ringlets that look like if you touch them, they'd crunch. Mm. Like that quintessential, like I'd chip it all over her. Obviously, I would blow it all over her (laughs) like a a pot of petty falou. Because it's 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 well, grace, and grace, like yeah. Just, well, well at least yeah. at least he picked like a small pot of yogurt. True, yeah. yeah. It's not like one of those big, <laughs> one of those big half liter <laughs> Greek yogurt yeah. spots. The, one of the Ankins, because I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck you, man. Yeah. I can never eat that now. <laughs> one of just one of the little, ones with flax and seeds. In who it. does who does that much jizzing? I'm just like little pot of petit falou, just <laughs> little bit, like two mouthfuls. And Deborah messing, Deborah make a mess of her, but like still. She mm. all she lost was her makeup. She never yeah. even. I thought that was weird, and from then on, I just didn't buy the whole movie. I was like, "Mech." I thought it was uh, it. It focused on the uh, Indrid Cold. Well, uh, this ca- is what we're ca- gonna character mm. gonna have more so than it the inseminated Mothman. that into the story. Yeah, yeah too the, much, and the, there were no there much. were no real views of the of the Mothman in it. Yes, yes, because I think the you know. As we've as we've kind of discovered, there is no real details. To Even that. when they look the cunt in the face, you can't yeah. even tell his face. All it looks is is like. muscly legs, mm-hmm. big wings, red eyes, stern expression. Some people, an owl. So, sometimes yeah. not. Yeah, those not, muscly leg Not not a, dis- a discernible uh, neck or head. Mm. Have you ever had an owl's claw grab on or yeah. a look at what an owl's claw can do? Yeah. Of course, like I have those not, motherfuckers are strong. They will, mm. like, if they grabbed out of flesh in your arm, mm. they can pull a chunk out of your arm. Yeah. Like, burn through butter. That is just... 
gone. Yeah. Like they're picking out fucking popcorn chicken out of a bucket, son. And owl will fuck up your skin, like. Mm. Uh, so mostly legs, I believe it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But I mean, the birds do have those weird kind of, like, reptile stocky, legs. Stocky. Yeah, but you know the way they like kind of like rubber on the outside, like, a, like chicken legs. Yeah. Not an owl, man. It's covered in stuff. It's covered in feathery. Are you sure the owl doesn't have those kind of weird dinosaur leathery skin feet? No, it's covered all the way down. The only thing on an talons. owl talons. The only thing on an owl yeah. is the talons, but it gets yeah, like I mean. it gets like fur and flesh all the way right down to the feet bits. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, how would you confuse that with like you know a man leg. muscular man legs, like yeah. thighs? Yeah, but are they saying muscular man legs with feet and shoes, or just that it was like square to the ground, like it was yeah, solid it was like all the right way down? Kind of yeah, thing. like muscular. Yeah, I suppose. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a motherfucking yeah. owl. Or they looked on the ground afterwards and saw like two lumps out of the ground. They're like, Jesus, look at this. Look at that thing left. But it was, as you said, the, the talent description. See, in. this is it, lads. Yes, they could tell the description of how the musculature of the fucking thing's legs. Mm. Yeah. But they couldn't tell what kind of an animal it, uh, face it had. Yeah, I wonder how many people said the muscular legs thing, though, after they were told it might have been a crane. And they were like, how do you dismiss it from being a crane? The legs are really thick. Because that's that immediately takes it away from being a crane. It can't be a crane if the legs were big. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? mm. Well, the Mothman has these prophecies... And he showed up when shit was bad. Mm. And what was that shit? What was the... Well, the shit, shit went down. <coughs> uh, Deborah Messing? For, for 13 months, Deborah Messing went took down? her makeup off. Yeah. And crunched all her hair off. And uh, she died like eight minutes into the movie. So don't expect to see Deborah Messing for too much. Yeah. Uh, if you're yeah. watching the Mothman Prophecies. Thanks be to God. Um, 13 months, the Mothman was floating around Point Pleasant. Mm-hmm. Uh, being seen by loads of people. So these plus, 100 plus witnesses mm-hmm. that had seen them mm-hmm. saw him in this 13 month space. So he got two Christmases mm. yeah. out of it, right? Um, and on the 15th of December, 1967, mm-hmm. the Silver Bridge, which is a bridge that joins Point Pleasant to Ohio, mm-hmm. collapsed when it was full of traffic and 46 people died. My God. So uh, whatever way the roads had been uh, detoured and stuff like that it was a, a, a crucial time people were home for Christmas there was mm-hmm. a lot of traffic the bridge wasn't made to sustain that much mm-hmm. people say pressure. as well actually that day that the traffic lights were malfunctioning that's what it was sending more yeah. cars onto the bridge than they were supposed to be as well because like, they'd usually let like one lane go and then stop and let another lane go and stop and, yeah. but, back but it was forth. two full lanes and the bridge was like much too many the bridge was lousy with cars yeah and they say yeah. there's a picture they say that the Mothman is hanging off the top of one of the bridges yeah so I've seen yeah, that picture seen but that it picture. seems I think it's a load of wank it looks yeah. kind of photoshoppy a bit of a wank yeah, yeah. and it, they put the whole bridge falling down yeah to uh, my fair lady to <laughs> uh, one little pin Falling at the top of it, and I'm like, yeah, an eye bar kind of cracked and it's released. It's not a, a fucking no. bridge made out of Jenga. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck, lads are making bridges, and like one thing falls out, like mm. in a, a Wiley Coyote cartoon, and the whole bridge falls down. Like, we need to fix this bridge. Give me another deck of cards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I believe it was. It was a, a improperly secured nut in an eye bar, and it allowed moisture in, which corroded the inside, and then the nut just kind of fell out, and that was holding on the, one of the cable suspensions. Yeah. And the whole thing just came down. But, but one because cable of that, suspension? Yeah. Maybe it was That's a consequence of, of awful things like 40, 40, 40 bajillion miles an hour. No, mm-hmm. 46 yeah. uh, people died. But like obviously there was not 100, but like a, a reasonable amount of cars. on it it, 37 right? cars went into the water. It. Yeah, but only went into the water. But how many mm. were on the bridge itself? So oh, 50, yeah. 60 cars? Mm. Like the weight of 60 cars yeah. broke one wire and i'm sure like the way the suspension bridge is made you can see pictures of it online mm-hmm. the way the suspension bridge is made 
that if one thing goes, everything else is put under pressure. But no yeah. one's going to build a bridge mm-hmm. and then have one small, tiny piece of a break and then the whole thing just goes, fuck it, and then falls into the water. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you can't... You can't nowadays. Have, yeah. You, ah, come on, man. A, a suspension mm. bridge that's like... I think well, I don't see, think I, physics I went, works like that, no? I did a bit of research on, on suspension bridges and stuff, and it seems oh, that okay. that type of design from when that bridge no was built way, really? is not used anymore because of that danger. Because of exactly, weirdly enough, exactly what you just said, which is that one piece gave way, and it meant that there was no load carrying on that side of the bridge, and all the weight was transferred to the other side, and, it and just that gave caused up? that side to collapse. Oh, That's what happened. Fuck me, really? Yeah, and they don't build, they don't build them like that anymore. But I can't believe they'd reason. allow a bridge to be made out of one component. Well, apparently, That's again, like, when I went, hey, you're driving your car, but the left indicator doesn't work, and then it just blows up. Do you know what I mean? So you can never mm. turn left in this car. Yeah. That's because I, I I thought there was there was no. They never really found out why. No, no, the they've bridge, completely. No, yeah, that's. Did. I think that's like part that's of the, the conspiracy of, theory out yeah. there is that the, no the bridge fell down for no reason, but there, it was just there's a, a shitty, very simple reason. Shitty design. Yeah, for, and at the time, it, it was the largest, largest loss of life in a bridge accident in, in U.S. history. That made national yeah. news, and it, was, it made them like look at all the bridges in the country and change the design of future suspension bridges. Also, even now, there's a lot of talk in America about how a lot of the bridges built a hundred years ago now are in a terrible state of repair, weren't built well in the first place, mm. and they're still being used today to for railway bridges and, and people walking bridges and car bridges. So apparently that's a huge issue that's going on in America. Is that So like the Golden no Gate the, Bridge, the, the uh, Brooklyn Bridge? I believe those were like one-off commission designs for like special architects and things. So what happens if they are built not good? They'll fall. Like that sentence was. Yeah, they fall. That, is, that, is, that happens a lot. Not a lot, but, but this I mean... Was like, this is like a little pokey bridge that was like mm. joining like a 6,000 person town into yeah, Ohio over a river. I think what I learned was that like bridge building in, in a lot of human history is a, is a bit of a trial and error thing. Hmm. Is that there wasn't always like, you know, a, a proper genius Archimedes there to go, this is how much weight this needs to hold, this is how much suspension, this, this is how much force per square inch will be pressed on this area. There was a lot of like learning as you go and there was a lot of like oscillating bridges in the wind because they were built exactly the same wavelength form of wind. There was a lot like of mistakes. That, like that thing at the end of Spin City with Michael J. Fox when you watch it and it has that, there's like... The oscillating... Yeah, America apparently still has lots you know and that, lots of oscillating bridges. You know that thing yeah. at the end of TV shows yeah. that have that? That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a genuine... That's a real. That's real footage of yeah, a bridge. Yeah, that's real footage of that. a bridge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the bridge started oscillating crazy in the wind, and everyone just kind of left off it and just watched for, after about an hour. It just got so crazy that it just destroyed itself. Yeah, fuck. But there's, apparently, there's still many, many suspension bridges like that in the United States today. They just haven't fallen down yet, and so nobody's doing anything about them. I will. When we go to the Mothman Festival, mm-hmm. I'm not crossing any motherfucking bridges <laughs> anywhere in the Midwest. Just being like. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm all right. It's kind of, yeah. it's kind of like a, wet. you know, closing the barn door after the horse is bolted type situation with the. But obviously, the Silver Bridge collapse was a watershed moment. No disrespect to the people who lost their lives. Yeah. Hey, but they just had to build a bridge and get over. But co- oh. so co- coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not burn our bridges. Hey, co- coincidence. I like Jeff Bridges. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do though. Uh, this bridge of spies is unsafe. All right. Um, One of Tom Hanks's nuts got loose and the whole thing fell apart. <laughs> Can I take it to the bridge? If it's properly designed, James, yes. Um, <laughs> the, 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 get up! No. So, yeah, out. so you can't really attribute the, 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 the Mothman 
uh, to this bridge collapse. Or I'd, uh, like, Only I, if like, you want to, I believe. If you want to. If, and if coincidentally, to, yeah. when that thing happened and it was a huge, uh, like, awful, terrible, awful thing. Yeah. And then people stopped seeing the Mothman because we're like, oh, if other things to be worried about. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, people that, died. And it. people are like, it was it was 11 months and two days to the day that his first sighting occurred. What does that tell you? You're like, yeah, you're, yeah. You're clutching at straws? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's an owl. Mm. Uh, but so I, just on have bridge you read details of the other yeah the other yeah, bridge that, collapses that wasn't the, that was at the time the worst loss of life in a bridge collapse in, in the continental United States did, did we get did we get topped did we get usurped it did indeed because that was uh, like the, the Silver Bridge was built in 1928 so it wasn't you know it was not yeah. always going to fall but it, it, yeah. did they not have maths in, in 1928 Paul enough maths to be able to go if you put like I used to do that in, in fucking in school like where I get a rubber not like a, a prophylactic, but like a thing for a pencil and eraser, yes. Mm-hmm. And I'd put that and I'd have a ruler and I'd, I'd stack coins on one side and stack coins on the other side and go, there you go, that's a balance. And yeah. I was, I was, you know, playing like rudimentary child's games as, a, as an early teenage age. So I think I might have been developmentally challenged, but I still could understand you put weight on one side, you put weight on the other side. Mm. Like, surely these guys are building bridges would have enough engineering Tec- know-how. technical knowledge to be able to go look at apparently not though. I don't Fuck. know about this bridge know. but yeah it's I think I think I want to tell you about another bridge collapse that's going to like, shock you even more on. on the 17th of July 1981 at the Hyatt Regency in Kansas City Missouri uh, a fourth floor skywalk what collapsed down onto the second floor skywalk below it which then the whole lot collapsed down two more floors onto the oh, onto the lobby, which had sixteen hundred people in it. Fuck off! Uh, One hundred and fourteen people were killed virtually instantly. That is like some Arnold Schwarzenegger shit, right there. And there's yeah. footage of that happening, which is get to the skywalk. Horrifying. Yeah, it's terrible. Just footage of that shit. Yeah, I mean, like the camera kind of cuts away at the moment that the, the the full like pancake and collapse happens, but when it pans back. What you see is almost like a cartoonish thing of like the oh, legs oh, like a flat underneath a flat guy who's like oh flat like a pizza, yeah. and, and then like, he and he stands up and he blows his thumb and he goes and he goes back, to, he goes back to normal. He kind of whips like, like a flag back to normal. No, you just see like a load I'm of having. legs sticking at the bottom of it, a lot of blood. Oh, like some uh, oh, Wizard of Oz kind of shit. I'll tell you one thing that struck me though: how different, how different, Not the fantastical, a reality version of that. Some guy just comes along and just be like, "Hey, them shits is Nike Air Max. I'm taking it. I'm just taking." Taking them shoes. His legs are fucked up, but his runners, his sneakers are perfect. And the feet curl curled back. up yeah, into the walkway. But here's the part that's going to really scare you. The reason it fell is because these, these skywalk bridges, as you may know yeah. from walking around them in airports and stuff, there's usually just like kind of cable bars that run along the side of it yeah. that are yeah. bolted into the roof. Yeah. One of the workmen forgot to seal one of the bolts and it came loose and one bolt... Fucked up on, the whole weight. Fucked up the weight. It tipped on one side... In, in one tiny little area, but that was enough to put enough strain on the rest of them to crack them, and then the whole thing fell down on the on the skywalk below it, which then fell down to the you ground. See, you see, the yeah. way you're describing that to me, right? It's like it could happen on anything yeah. you're standing on at Come any here. time. The way you're describing that to me, all I'm envisaging never is the lads... Never elevator again. Like, what the fuck? It's all the yeah. pulleys and cables, right? Yeah, yeah. All I'm envisaging, and I'm not doubting you, but I'm saying that my mind is going, That's no. not possible. N- n- no. Yeah. It's right? like when you hear those stories of someone flies off a roller coaster, you're like, but that's not possible. Yeah, you but can't they fly the off thing, a roller coaster. They have the fucking yeah. thing. I'm imagining yeah, like but the balls uh, can break. Uh, Indiana Jones and they go, ah, Jones, you're trying to cross this rope bridge. And they, just, and they hit the, 
they hit one little rope thing and, and the then the thing goes thing. like in the whole bridge like they go <laughs> yeah whoop, and cut the ropes and, and then in half yeah, yeah it's one half, half going one side and you're like who the fuck then, designed that and then everybody everybody grabs onto uh one of the like the planks yeah. and then they fall at pretty much terminal velocity <laughs> yeah. right and then as the arc of the bridge uh reaches its apex they are going at you know a 45 degree angle at terminal velocity towards mm. a rocky wall, mm. holding on with nothing but their hands to a wooden plank that's tied together with ropes. And they can manage to then hit the thing, bounce um, you know, a nominal amount of bounce off mm-hmm. a rock wall, and then climb up it like a rope ladder. Like, I can believe that more mm-hmm. than believing that a metal suspension skywalk bridge that was made by engineers with mats of in the, the highest regency in a fucking in, in a massive hotel that it wouldn't have like at least a, 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 a like a squidgent of failsafe so that if one thing yeah. came loose all the other metal ropes would go it's up to us now boys that yeah, one guy yeah. named Ernie the- split early that day didn't finish the last eyeball told his boss he had so his boss signed off on it and 114 people died. Yeah, I can't one thing. That mm. the, and that was in 1981. That was 1981. That so was the biggest indoor loss of life from a bridge collapse. <coughs> an indoor bridge, if you will. But it so seems uh, like if a fucking nut comes loose on like on a Ferris wheel in a in a in a, a fairground, the whole wheel doesn't the, come off. Yeah, you'll see yeah. the comical the thing of the wheel coming off. The thing, if it's that one giant nut that holds town, the wheel like, on in the middle, yeah, yeah, that, then well, you got that, a fucking that, issue. That, that, yeah, but this is like one rope of one little yeah. t- fuck. Man, it's a terrifying idea, isn't it? Shit. How about this one? How, how would you like this one? This is uh, this one just tops. Uh, the Silver Bridge collapse for fatalities by this one. Is, this is like, this is Paul's top five bridge, bridge collapse. This collapses. is kind of what this is. I, I was half considering compiling a cool top ten, but then I thought, yeah. no, don't do that. <laughs> That's not going to get Hey, we likes. do that for the YouTube channel. We'll yeah. make that happen. But uh, on September 22nd, 1993, <laughs> the big Biocano Bridge uh, in northeastern Mobile, Alabama... It was a railway. It was a railway bridge that collapsed uh, when an Amtrak Sunset Limited train was passed over, killing forty-seven people on board. Uh, so the, the train like plummeted into into the river, li- like Back to the Future, the bridge. Back exactly. to the Future Three style. Yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. what happened. And this happened because a bridge oh, support was hit by a tow Clayton, barge. Clayton Ravine. Yeah, one bridge support was Jesus. hit by a tow barge going up the river eight minutes before the train came along. So they didn't have enough time to radio the train and tell them to stop. So is that why? Is so that even why though they knew the bridge was going to come in, they just they had to watch the train coming down the hill, go over the bridge, and wow. the, the tow barge captain had to watch it collapse into the ocean and go. Only have to pay for that. Fuck. So that's why you have on all the bridges all around the city here in Ireland. I've seen it in other cities as well in London mm. and stuff like that. If there's a car accident and like one of the walls underneath a bridge where the trains are running. Mm-hmm. If somebody hits that, there's a big fuck off sign that says, "If somebody hits this, call this number." Yeah, please. there's a red, yeah, or there's a big red phone kind of attached to the side of the yeah, bridge it's somewhere. Like if there's yeah. an accident yeah. under this and I've any part of this support gets compromised, please yeah. call us. And you think they don't need me to call? Like it can't be that if someone hits one support, the whole bridge comes down. <laughs> it is that. It fucking is that. Wow. So basically, what you're saying is, mm. bridge design has always been flawed. Has always been a bit. Uh, well, not always. I mean. Well, Let's go to the, the, the largest loss of life in recorded history from a bridge collapse. Do, 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 do. Number one. Uh, number one, folks. Number this is our one. favorite. It's soon going to be yours. I uh, hope you enjoy it. Yeah, this was the, this was the Bashane Bridge, which was... Oh, you have to say it in the voice. Like, coming in at number one. Oh, yeah. Coming at number the one. the biggest loss of life <laughs> of any bridge collapse 
<laughs> the best shape. <laughs> yeah, you do it. You do it. I'm not doing it in that voice, man. No, okay, disrespectful. Okay, no, okay, do it here. Yeah. yeah the Bashan Bridge was a suspension bridge built over the main river in Angers, western France, in 1839. On April 16th, 1850, a battalion of 400 French soldiers frog marched across the bridge. The wind, the weight, and the oscillation. Xenophobic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Turn of phrase there. Yeah. I didn't uh-huh. do that on purpose. 400 French soldiers, Frog garlic part. and onion, marched across the bridge. <laughs> Baguettes up their buttholes the whole way. With their, Stiff backed. With their berets and stripy jumpers. <laughs> and their cowardice. Uh, <laughs> and their... But apparently it was it was like wind and, and, and the weight of the people on it. But what? also the, the oscillation of them marching in step caused the bridge to kind of just shake itself oh, yeah. into the ground. Yeah. Wow. It, it collapsed into the river and killed 226 of that 400-man battalion. So technically, everybody's saying about the Mothman Bridge, which is mm. the biggest loss of life up to 1928. In the US. Oh, in the US. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so France there's been, wins by... F- there's been by a load of bridge collapses around the world that yeah. far has stripped the Silver Bridge. But the Silver Bridge, as you said, was a, was a terrible tragedy at its time, but, I yeah. mean, has since been eclipsed by... You know, nearly 100 people's worth. Of yeah, that is Bridges do collapse all mm. the time, is what, yeah. is what we're saying here. So More than you would think. When I went look, I was like, I wonder how many bridge collapses there have been. Thinking the there can't o- be that many bridge yeah, collapses. Just, I would have heard of them. The one yeah. over the River Kwai. Yeah. The ones yeah. of Madison County. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one of Spies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, one the, one, the one at Jones Diary. The one that was over troubled waters. Yes. The one that was to Terabithia that completely crashed and made back like 10% yeah. of its budget. Mm. The one that James Brown used to take his band to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, with a one, two, That's three, probably the most account. solid bridge that we yeah. know of. Yeah. Even yeah. though it's a... It's a funk It's bridge. a musical funky bridge. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a really strong one. Yeah. If one of those guitar strings break, they keep going, man. He could frog march uh, as many Frenchies across that bridge as he wanted and yeah. collapse. Well, I, I think whenever James Brown crossed the bridge, he always brought the foundations with him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, to you, sir. Yeah, that's right, James. Am I right? It's the worst James Brown impression I've ever... I thought that was a brilliant James Brown impression. I think that's exactly a, what he sounds I like. I thought that was a fucking Joe Dolan impression. Can you send me to the bridge? We're taking to the bridge, Joe. Go no, Johnny Logan. Down. Johnny Logan's the one that sounds like his palsy now. All over his Fair play, Joe. Huh? Fair play. Okay. <laughs> um, no, it was just it was just weird, like the way the prophecies were were attributed to like bridge failures, mm. and you know people having uh, having cakes not rise properly, and mm. you know, anything that went wrong around that time was blamed was blamped on the Mothman. Yes. Like there was a there was a James Which is the past tense of blame. Yeah. Blamped. Well, we blamped him. There was a woman who was the sort of a paranormal investigator, if you remember, who was working with John Keel at the time. Yeah. Miss Eyre. Mm. And she's the one who's kind of played by Laura Linney's character in the movie. Yeah. And she Loosely. is the one who yeah. said that after she was she saw the Mothman, she began having premonitious dreams in which she saw uh, bodies and Christmas presents floating down the Ohio River. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously later had to then see that actually happen as at Christmas time these cars plunge into the river. Uh, so that's I think where hugely the bridge connections come from is that mm. that BS photo yeah. of because and, and the thing about that photo is like someone's I really really believe superimposed that Mothman in there because if you look at scale and the size of that bridge that Mothman's like sixty feet tall. Yeah, <laughs> that's in the yeah, picture. It's yeah, like it goes yeah. it covers about one tenth of the bridge Huge. span. So it, but it's big it's enough ridiculous. to draw on the picture to look like exactly. the Mothman. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like someone got it like 
can't it can't be it can't be to the scale of what they said it was, which was no no taller than nine feet. Yeah, yes. you, twice you three times it. the height of a exactly. Car. It wouldn't show up really. Yeah. It'd just be a dot in the picture. Yeah, yeah. that's the Mothman there. It's not a <laughs> snot. I flicked at that picture ages ago, and it hardened. Um, so yeah, I mean, like the Mothman prophecies. I don't really have any. I don't hold any stock. And you're reading the book at the moment, Ed. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's. Ed, you way, go proper it's research. Got, it's got way more. Yeah, he reads paper books. He goes to the library yeah. and gets books and reads them. But, but library? He paid hard-earned money. Here Get it is. the sick. That's the sound of nine Amazon euros. Yeah. <laughs> you hear Eight. that, John Keel? That's a buck 20 coming your way, bro. Actually, no, no. The the, the, the book depository. Did you put up your bum when you're bum, sir? <laughs> <laughs> if you want what? to absorb the information by avmosis, you yeah. get a book depository. <laughs> it's very painful. I know. Uh, so yeah, it's slowly dissolving in my in my uh, anal passage, mm. and I'm learning stuff. Well, give us a it good seems, check. It seems an awful lot more detailed and you know intricately described than the faff that is the Richard Gere movie. Yeah, I'm saying that right, right? <clears throat> Although I think so. What yeah. what the what the Richard uh, Gere movie? Uh, doesn't really take into account is the is the UFO uh, element. Yeah, I mean there there is a mention of the man injured, injured mm. cold. Yeah, and he t- he talks to him over the phone. Mm. Uh, but in 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 uh, Keel's book, mm. he does talk about uh, people seeing UFOs and a lot of UFO activity around the area. Let's unpack that, Ed. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yes. What, what do you? What do you? What do uh, you well, have? Th- there there is uh, a report from uh, around the, around the area. He's doing the funny face. I'm looking at the, yeah. the Twitter. That's you're trying to corpse me. That's not fair. <laughs> Fuck out of here! Oh no, Lewis <laughs> Lemon! I'm breaking. <laughs> you um, well, fact of point, fellas. Pushing up imaginary glasses around around. So you saw UFOs around the a lot of UFO reports. Uh, it was a kind of a, a, a hotbed of mm. UFO activity, which is what drew uh, Keel to the area because he, he was he he was a UFO dude, U- right. ufologist, ufologist, and yeah. he, he had a lot of other people who uh, uh, they you know they shared notes with and mm. got phone calls, and he was uh, the MUFON. And that, that's originally why, why he went to the area mm. was to look so for UFOs. Do you think that the Mothman could possibly, perchance, perhaps, maybe be? Some kind of an alien. Well, the thing about it is, uh, here's the thing. No, yeah. the, the thing about it is, <laughs> Mathman. Uh, Mathman. Uh, a lot, a lot of the UFO descriptions are very similar. Mm. They describe uh, uh, a similar shape and similar coloured uh, lights, and uh, they are, you know, different. They're people who don't know each other describing the same shape, same colours. Was it the shape of an owl? It was the shape of an owl with big red eyes, uh, but one of them uh, it describes, uh, which I I sort of discredit, a cigar-shaped um, c- uh, cylinder, yeah, craft, uh, with yeah. craft, and someone came out of it that was kind of hovering in front of them. Mm. But Are you sure uh, that wasn't just <clears throat> a big Chevy car? It's like big Chevy car. Yeah. Would it surprise you to know that next to the flying saucer, the next biggest design that people say they see of UFOs is the cigar shape? Cigar shape, yeah. So maybe it's a different type of alien. 
Yeah. Drives exclusively yeah, cigar shaped. So, I mean, I think. A phallic society of it. Mm. Also, as well, be, be, because of the non. the, the sort of featureless, mm. uh, apart from the overall shape, the massive wingspan, mm. and the red glowing eyes, uh, a theory I was thinking about going, uh, thinking, going, mm, I don't know, that sounds kind of crazy. Uh, I don't think it's true. But it would explain how nobody can can say, "Oh, it looked like this, or mm. it looked like that." Mm. That possibly it, it was whatever you wanted it to be. Yeah, right? but possibly uh, it could be some form of uh, flying uh, suit. It mightn't be uh, <gasps> a human thing at all. Uh-huh. It could she be cues it. It could be possibly an alien uh, suit, like a biomechanical. Mm. Are you like saying the like Falcon, a drone or something? Like the Falcon, like Falcon. in, in, in uh, Captain America. But the mm. reference that immediately flew into my mind was Hannibal from the opening sequence of the A-Team. Yeah. In yeah. that jetpack. In that jetpack. So this is like a wingsuit. Or, yeah, it could, it, could be, uh, it could be a form of drone. Like the it Rocketeer. Could, yeah, it could be something that either someone is in or it's remotely controlled. Yeah. As some people say, like the, the grey aliens are that do the abductions, is that they're just... Yeah. There's robots that work on behalf of the reptilians. Yeah. So it could be something similar. It could be something like the that. The Pleiadians. Oh. Now, d- mm. d- just because of things like the the size of it, the wingspan, uh, the vertical takeoff, are all things that are kind of physiologically impossible did, for, yeah. did for we do any our creature due, to do. Do we, do we do our due diligence on wingspan and yeah. uh, body weight? Yes. Large, very large birds, uh, uh, pr- proportionate to what is what the mothman was described as mm-hmm. have to take a running start momentum start momentum yes. start and even then sometimes they fall flat in their faces I've and seen, Ke- I've seen funny videos Ke- on Ke- the internet this. of gooses and you can google 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 gooses gooses falling down gooses falling over and keel does say uh in the book that you know it, Having talked to a few uh, hunters and stuff like that, when they when they describe it, they describe it as impossible. Mm-hmm. The movements that it makes, impossible, and the speeds that it you know maybe not a hundred miles an hour, but certainly sixty miles an hour, mm-hmm. seventy miles. And an a hour. lot of times described as gliding, not kind gliding, of moving yeah. at all. So maybe it is just something that someone is inside mm-hmm. and using, or it's being remotely. So who who's inside it then? Do you think it's the likes of the aliens that were mentioned in the Mothman Prophecies movie, alluded to and, and, and yeah. mentioned in talks? And a huge thing that I didn't realize was part of this when I put forward the Mothman as a subject for season three's episode list. Mm-hmm. That I think I counted with, let's do a Richard Gere episode. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, uh, where did all the gerbils go? <laughs> where did all my fucking gerbils go? fucking three hours into that. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying... The men in black means what you thought you saw, you did not see. Yeah. Uh, these guys ended up becoming a huge part of the story. Mm. And the the deeper we dug, the more information we found about these supposedly alien uh, uh, secret agent men yeah. who, are, who are 
I, I suppose intrinsically linked to the Mothman story in the fact that they're going around talking to the witnesses, telling people to be quiet. Anyone yeah. that's seen UFOs, they're all like, Shh, don't be telling people yeah. no. Mm. Uh, they have like a weird demeanor. They wear weird green shiny suits, like some kind of, you know, Vietnamese bar owner. Yeah. Um, they have... A Persian. Yeah. Olive, olive skin or... Uh, yeah, olive of, skin. Yeah, though. all very tan. That's, that's a weird description I heard of these men uh, in black. Oriental that, was a word. Yeah, yeah oriental. Yeah, yeah, oriental kind of, in that the, sallow skin kind of color. Yeah. And I was like... I I don't know why I assumed they were kind of like pale skinned or grey skinned mm. but instead tanned maybe from the radiation from the space ships mm. that they were flying around yeah. they're always around uh, there was always reports of if someone saw the Mothman then very very soon after they would see like a car would just m- m- manifest itself in the road in front of them yeah. and then a fellow would come out and he'd be smiling and he'd have a big tan head on him, like some kind of a happy farmer. And yeah. a horrific Cheshire cat grin. Yeah, and, yeah. He'd come over and, he, and he'd talk real weird, like uh, the guy at the start of the movie, Men in Black, who was, yeah. who was like, sugar, water, rubber, like that. Yeah. So, sometimes... Uh, they didn't know how to be human. Yeah. Mm. So, sometimes people... A lot of humans don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, one one guy in particular who was uh, who had a up close personal encounter mm. with one such individual uh named in- Indrid Cold mm. which is a name that nobody has yeah um Indrid this is you're talking Indrid. about uh, Woodrow Derenberger yes yeah. which is another name that nobody has. nobody has yeah, Woodrow yeah. who uh was yeah who who cited the 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 Mothman he cited him Sighted him. He mm-hmm. was flying ab- above his car at a height of I don't know, a hundred feet or something like that. Flew off. Hundred miles an hour to hundred feet. Hundred miles an hour, hundred feet. And then uh, Indrid Cole showed up in uh, a strange-looking car that he described as like a, looking like a pot-bellied stove or something. Yeah. yeah. Which was odd. So uh, almost as if. And everything like a stove that just had a bad diet for ages. Yeah, like you're saying with the with the men in black uh, guy, it's like every everything uh, about this guy seems like he's pretending to be. You know, he's uh, what? What do you know? It's like someone in he's acting in, human. Yeah, someone saying, "Give me some of your finest human food." Oh, <laughs> did I say human food? I meant normal food. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And he two and then gets a potato normal people, please. Two, <laughs> two normal food plates, please. But also that, yeah, he's he's grinning and he uses language in a weird way as if he doesn't know quite how to uh, speak English. Or, Maybe he was or just, he's just really learned. stoned and he was just trying to act normal. And also... He was, he, was, he was working for the government. He was a government employee who had smoked a big fat bowl and he was stoned out of his head and he mm. had to talk to someone and be like, um... Yeah. Can you do the... Uh, are there Twinkies? Like, or he worked in the CIA and he got acid dropped at work that day. Yeah, like he was grinning. He had his hands under his armpits. Hands under his armpits because he was arms, afraid of gesticulating wildly, wild stoned and giving yeah. himself away. Yeah. Um, or like ended up like just rubbing some like nice soft part of his own jumper. Yeah. Right? He's He doesn't know how to speak properly, make sentences good neither. Mm-hmm. He also is like <laughs> just like that. Do you know, he has like glassy eyes. Uh, he looks oriental because he has Chinese eyes because he's so stoned that his eyes are all squinted up, and he's like yeah. a Chong. Yeah, yeah. Chong. Oh yeah. no, I think he well, actually I think is he's Asian. A, yeah, yeah, he's Asian. But I mean, the other way you get like ah, uh, you know, real, real gooey eyed. Yeah, that's why mm. he looks oriental. Like he's a fucking. He's he's a. 
Indrid Cold, the, the that Woody Derenberger yeah. reports having seen on this road, could well just be been a junkie. A stoner. A whacked out. Yeah. No, a stoner, like, just like a guy yeah. who smokes weed on the job. And but how does that explain Derenberger saying he arrived in a UFO and that he spoke to him telepathically? Because Derenberger smoked the weed with him. Oh. Well, Indrid he, Cold he, was, came <laughs> over and went, Hi. Is, I, I is that a car? Is this that nice car? Um, or like, I've police. forgotten how to drive my car. Do you want to? Do you want to blow up this, sir? Yeah, I mean, I, I actually would. That kind of makes sense in in a strange way because of the other story about the the man in black who didn't know how to eat steak. Yeah, he mm. didn't know how to use a knife and fork. And the woman which in the can, restaurant that's had in the, to bo- come that's over. That's in the the book here by uh-huh. Keel. Yeah, yeah, had to come over and. Brought him a steak with all the trimmings, and he just stared at it, stared at the table, picked up his knife and fork, and was like looking around to see what everyone else was doing, and still couldn't figure it out. And she basically went, "Oh, here, here's how you do it." Edit like he was very, very hungry, which also makes stoned. me makes me think he was stoned. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and He's then like, oh, she said, she asked him, "Where are you from?" And he said, "Not from here." Smart ass. And she stoned. said, "She said where." And he said, another world. Smart arse. Stoned. Because he just, maybe he felt like he was in like some podunk cafe in the middle of West Virginia. But mm. he was like a big New York hotshot working in some government office. He's like, you, you, wouldn't, you, you wouldn't understand. It's another world. Do you know? Like yeah. Doc Hollywood when Michael J. Fox's hotshot yeah. New York, uh, you know. Wow. You're describing Dr. another Man. world full of like champagne waterfalls and <laughs> nipple clamps and, and all sorts of things hot uh, chocolate we don't have in this small town here that's another world dentistry yeah. it's a turn of phrase yeah uh you know if you put weight to it he said he was from another world it's all about how you say it exactly like, you know yeah. it's all about but when you put it in context like he was fucking stoned man yeah mm. but like in- let's let's go i i never thought about that while looking at the men in black now we want to do an episode on the men in black mm-hmm. like fingers crossed please please god hopefully and all that crack yeah but for right now, mm. I'm going to pull the piss, <laughs> and I've never thought that he was a, he was like a weed smoking government agent. Yeah, cold. No, uh, possibly. Yeah, like, I'm still that, see, that restaurant thing. And I'm the, still struck by him showing up in a UFO and being able to communicate telepathically. Oh, it, so Derenberger. Let's go through Derenberger's uh, uh, testimony then. Mm. Yeah, let's see what let's see what well, he has to say. Derenberger said he said that an object that looked like and this is a quote he said an old fashioned kerosene lamp chimney. Yeah, what the fuck is it, a lamp chimney? It's the bit at the top that lets the, the gases come oh, out. Okay, okay. Explode. Uh, he said it was flared at both ends and then it narrowed down to a small neck and then enlarging into a great bulge in the center. So, sort of like a spinning top. Type description. Right, so UFO looking. Thing. Yeah, kind of UFO looking. Right, right. He says it came up behind his car. At first he thought it was another car. Because mm. it was shining lights into his mirror. It came up behind him and then pulled alongside him. And it was alongside him. He said it was completely dark. And he couldn't make out any shape of any size of it. Just that there was a shadow beside him. Then he says it pulled in front of him. Slowed down. Caused him to stop. He stopped. Uh, didn't get out of his car. That the, the craft itself opened. And then out kind of floated a man. Yeah. Who, as you described, Ed big grin hands under his armpits uh, wearing a suit I believe and walked up to the car and through the window without him rolling the window down without kind of moving his mouth spoke into Woody's mind directly into his mind what did he say to Woody? he told him he was from a planet called Lanulus 
in the Ganymedes galaxy. Yeah. To infinity and beyond. Yeah, and he, he told he told him not to be afraid. He said, why are you so afraid? Don't be afraid of me. I come in peace. Hi-o. And uh, I'm here to study humans. That's all. Yeah. Did he say, take me to your leader? He did say, take me to your no, leader. No, he did tell him stuff like uh, they live for like 125 years is a, mm-hmm. is a normal lifespan. On their 125 to 165 of your years mm-hmm. is how long we we uh, we live. Yeah, mm. Woody um, was able to to communicate back by thinking. Yeah, kind of thought by speaking. So ESP, Woody was so. telepathic as well, or is it all? Is no, it I, all think was, I think he was. I think he was riding on Indrid Cold's Wi-Fi. All right, for his telepathy. Yeah. How do we know that Indrid Cole wasn't like a ventriloquist? Mm. Because he came over with a grin. Because like a bad ventriloquist would be like. Hey, how's it going? Got the gear, got the true. Gear. They have the gritted teeth I, uh, grin, and it had true, a cheek yeah. grin, so they go like this. Because if you or, have your, if you have your lips closed, it's a lot harder to enunciate. When you hold your fingers like that, it's yeah. a lot, uh-huh. lot easier. Yeah. I don't know if anyone at home can hear that. I'm not noodling my lips. He really isn't. I can but, I can verify. Well, it's an awful grin, right? Yeah, and well, I could still talk like this. So he was like, "My name is Injured Cole." Yeah, well, I come from the Denonides galaxy. And I'm an alien from another planet. Planet and galaxy. Oh, so but still. I oh, said so the Grenadines galaxy. Yeah, he would have picked an easier galaxy to describe. But mm. but then he would have been, uh, he he would have been suggestible. He would have been scared. And like, you know, Darren Brown has shown there's tricks you can use. Mm-hmm. Uh, just his appearance might have been off-putting. Yeah. In the first place, and the fact that he showed up in a in a shadow car, and I think he'd kind yeah. of he the the way he but des- do we believe Woody? The way he describes the well, the uh, the encounter is he yeah he spoke to me telepath telepathically, like he knew what he was saying to him before mm. before he said it, which isn't quite the same Speaking, thing. It's reading someone's thoughts. Yeah, it's yeah. it's reading someone's body language and getting a sense of of you know, what they're about, but it's not quite having words directly put in your, in mm. your head. I would say you can listen to Woody Derenberger's uh, testimony online. There's a half hour of audio, him being interviewed audio, by, by local news. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I took him as pretty genuine. I took him as probably the most genuine person. Yeah. He said, he said he thing. felt a tingling in his forehead and he had all of these telepathic pains. You know, yeah. The, the, the motions of, but of also, someone performing telepathy. Yeah. Under. And and Cole said that he would return. Yes, he said he'd see him again. He'd see him again. And when he saw him again, he said it again. No, when he saw him <laughs> again, he took away the pain in his head. The sensation. Mm. Uh, and he was he was cured. Mm. But up to that point, he was kind of uh, fucked up a bit. He had insomnia mm. and he took to drinking and he kind of had a bit of a sort of a personality change. Which uh, kind of chimes in with people who have had UFO yeah. encounters yeah. that mm-hmm. they're affected somehow, and that, that that wasn't his only other visit, yeah, either. So, like, yeah, I mean, the men in black were showing up all over town, though, and they were showing up to more than just Woody. But what they were doing was anybody that saw these UFOs, they were landing in the front yard and being like, "You better not fucking say mm. anything." What was yeah. the men in black incident with Woody? That. Huh? Well, Woody Woody was was met by injured Cole, who apparently is one of the men in black. Mm. But uh, you know, when he when he gave him all the information and said, you know, I am injured Cole and blah blah blah, 
Um, two weeks later, Woody wasn't aware of it at the time, but two salesmen visited Mineral Wells, and which is the area that we're seeing all the UFOs in. Mm. And they went from house to house with their wares. Do you know, like Avon calling or mm. yeah. I'm Tupperwares selling brand and new Hoover machines. Beaters, yeah. And they, they didn't give a shit about like selling stuff, but they kind of were going around telling everybody to keep their keep their hands in their pockets and not say anything to any, anybody about the stuff that they had seen. Yeah, they're all very, um, very concerned about secrecy you, and yeah and so he was saying that thing what do you think yeah they wanted right. to get the kind of how they were pretending whoever lay in the, the land and, and how yeah whoever were, answered the door yeah. was a housewife to be like i'm selling you know these washing machines if it was like you know some some mormon looking lad it's like have you heard the word of john smith mm. yeah you know and this kind of shit uh they had bibles and and you know joseph smith excuse me sorry mormons yeah. sorry mormons uh, selling like Sorry, the, guys. The, the Bible according to Joseph Smith, uh, the Joseph Smith edition, um, <laughs> for people who would believe that stuff. And, you know, they were like a, a Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito couple, where one of them was tall and blonde and he looked quite Scandinavian, and the other one was short and slight with pointy features and he had a dark olive complexion. Mm. So it was kind of, you know, a, a little and a large, a cannon and ball, a kind of a... Which is unusual because a lot of them are Laurel described. And uh, Laurel and Hardy look. A lot of them are described in this oriental-looking manner. Yeah. Mm. With uh, and sometimes with kind of weird long fingers that taper off. Yes. So, when I heard that, I was like, "Hmm, that sounds as if maybe, maybe they're from the future." Yeah. And mm. you know where humans have evolved. And obviously, with touchscreen phones and made their fingers their yeah, primary, like yeah, that yeah, Bill yeah. Bailey joke, uh-huh. uh, with the hand that evolves into one big scoop, um, <laughs> and another hand with yeah, with just one long finger. So that that's what I thought, in, you know. And obviously, in the 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 crazy end of the of the theory scale, that they were um, future humans, yeah, who over time because the, you know there's more Asian people than white people, mm. and as they everyone just becomes more beige. More, Everyone becomes beige. The fingers Beigen. become longer. The but, features kind of intermarry. Yeah. yeah. Become featureless. But then we this, all become Rachel Dolezal. Yes. Yeah. But this kind of navy guy kind of... Not at all black. Kind of ruins it for me, that that, that theory that this... Where's this Scandinavian-looking dude shows up? Well, maybe he was one of mm. the... Like old uh, the Targaryens or something. Yeah, the Aryans mm. or whatever. The blonde hair, blue eyes, Scandinavians. And then having a Danny DeVito guy. So the tall guy is like... Do you know uh, Woody Derenberger? And the little guy's like, Yeah, Woody Derenberger, see? <laughs> I imagine the other guy being more like Teller, just being silent and menacing. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 You think so? The little guy seems so dangerous, he's not saying anything. They, they, they were popping up all around town, though. A reporter called Mary Hoyer, who worked for the Ohio newspaper, mm. The Messenger, yeah. who, who wrote about the Mothman and mm. who... She's the one I mentioned and, earlier who had the premonition of the... Yeah, she was dreaming about yeah. the presence in the river and all this mm. stuff. Like, she... She's pretty credible. Yeah, I mean, she she said she saw the Mothman a bunch of times. And yeah. Like, she's like, I feel his energy and blah, blah, blah. And, you mm. Yeah, know, she gets I'm a bit putting my journalistic, my journalistic integrity on the line for this story. And she says all the stuff about, uh, you know, having the premonition dreams. And when the day the bridge collapsed, she got 500 phone calls. Yeah. Saying, you're the one that was talking the shit about the stuff. Uh, I see aliens. I seen loads of aliens. And they made the bridge fall down. They were flying all around the place. So 
loads of people were looking to her for like an inspiration of or a confirmation of you know am, am I being crazy yeah. Yeah. and in January 1967 after processing all these things write loads of stories using the paper as her platform uh, 1967 a man walked into her office and he came asking about the people who were reporting all the strange lights looking for names and addresses he was going around to eat people's houses one by one as a salesman mm. selling bibles going you ain't seen nothing right tapping the nose with an I'm English going, accent like, yeah with, with an English accent <laughs> yeah um, could this be Andrew Cole? Yeah. Is this, are, are those, like, is he the guy that came into the office? Are these guys, do you know, Mothman suit drivers who are like, oh, fuck, people know all about us now. And, yeah. you know, because um, the weird way he acted in her office was yeah. pretty weird because he had that whole grinning man. I don't know how to talk properly. Yeah. He didn't know what a pen was. And then when he did know what a pen was, he stole it and he ran laughing maniacally from the room. Uh, and she she saw Stoner. him. Yeah, he's totally like or acid. He had one of those naked lady yeah. pens. Um, she saw him around the town then over the next couple of days, and she was like, "Well," and he 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 was totally, he totally like being paranoid and blanking her because yeah. obviously he was ashamed of what he did when he was on drugs in her office that time. Mm. And uh, this same man identified himself as a reporter from the Cambridge uh, to to people in in their homes, like. Yeah. Coming up to those people and saying, Hey, you know, I'm you know, blah 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 and you know you've seen some lights in the sky and yeah. what do you think they are? Do you think they're aliens? If you do, I'm gonna shoot you with this laser gun. Yeah. And uh, Will Smith is gonna come in and make some jibe and do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it seems it seems pretty weird that this motherfucker's showing up all around the place. That guy sounds yeah. a bit like uh, Jack Brown, who comes up in one of uh John Keel's descriptions of yeah. men in black interactions from, from the book, The Mothman Prophecies. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, in his book, he notes uh, that Connie Carpenter, if you remember, who's the one who yeah. couldn't remember the face of the, the Mothman well, and refused yeah. to talk about it. It was horrible. Yeah, she says that she uh, was visited by an odd man who named himself as Jack Brown about a year after her Mothman sighting. But she says he didn't really ask about the Mothman sighting. What he was asking about was Mary Hare and John Keel and their relationship and connection, what they knew. And what she might know about UFOs. Mary Mary Hare was was quite prolific in her writings about, you know, like UFOs. And, uh, but she was also like spiritual, and she's like, oh, I tell, you know, I can see the future, and blah 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 blah. But also yeah. a journalist, you're like, that's a pretty weird mix, man. Yeah, but uh, uh, Connie Carpenter and her husband Keith, they they described it as kind of a dark eyed man, uh, a bit tanned, and with long tapering fingers. Which yeah, was, that sounds like Andrew Cole, right? Yeah. yeah, they uh, years later, then Keith would also recount a story. That uh, on that that History Channel crappy documentary, uh, in which he says that uh, Connie told him that one day she was leaving for work, and outside the house was a, a young man in what looked like a kind of a, a dress shirt, uh, standing beside a black car, and he he kind of uh, gestured for her to come over. As she walked over, he tried to grab her by the arm and drag her into the car. Yeah. And she said she fought herself free and ran away. And she fears that too is sort of a men in black type people coming yeah. to to scare her. She said he didn't try that hard to well, get these, into the car. Yeah, these guys were. were popping up all over the place though meeting mm. people who had stuff to do yeah. with UFOs and they all had kind of names like uh, Jack Brown after a while Jack Brown Smith all very generic names yeah. Tom like, Pepper Tom yeah Tom Pepper James Indrid Salt Indrid Cole but it, like in, that guy can make it up good Indrid yeah. Cole sounds like a first attempt by an alien at a name like yeah. some, some they heard somebody say oh I'm cold and they went oh that's a name cold yeah. George Glass. What's what's the first one? Indrid Cold. Yeah, like, but he he that isn't the only sighting of Indrid Cold or the Grinning Man. 
Yes. As he's also known uh, from Point Pleasant. Self-identified. Yes. Injured Coles. Going, my name is Injured Coles. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's so. That's Woody Derenberg. He told the name to. Uh, there was a family called the Lilies who also lived in Point Pleasant. They said that they were experiencing odd noises and lights that they were kind of saying might have been poltergeist activity, or they thought was kind yeah. of poltergeist activity. Mm. But it's a similar sort of phenomenon that was reported by other people in the town. Uh, they said that uh, around that time, their daughter Lily. Uh, or Linda Lilly, pardon me, uh, she says that she woke up one night to just to see uh, a man with a huge grin standing over her bed. She said she pulled the covers over her head and then when she peeped out again, he was disappeared, he was gone. Yeah. Uh, and just he was standing, standing there with his arms folded. Uh, Alien pedophiles. Sort of yeah. Description. Well, yeah, it's just... Uh, like, these guys were reported to just be in people's houses. Someone's mm. coming in with the shopping and then they close the door and they come in and they're putting the bags on the counter and then they turn around and then there's like a dude standing in the kitchen going, did you see any UFOs? Yeah. And they were like, I did a couple of weeks ago. No, you didn't. And if you say you did, I'll be back. Hmm. And then they're all like, Ugh! and they go to reach for the phone, they turn around and it's gone. Like, yeah, yeah. That's a commonplace occurrence Freak in this town to keep at your that time. Show. You're like, shit, man. Yeah, that's weird. Do you know? Yeah, And that's about all you can find about this injured cold character. Yeah, I, I hit a bit of a brick wall after that, except I did find an IMDb page for him in which it said that he played Heimdall in the Thor <laughs> franchise of movies and he was Luther in the TV series Luther. Oh. He was the captain in the movie Prometheus. <laughs> he was in The Wire. He was in yeah, The Wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's been, he's been a busy boy. Injured anyway, Cold. Since, yeah, Injured, in, injured well, was, Cold. Was, uh, yeah, That's was, it, Injured yeah. Cold, yeah. Hmm. He just, he, he, I think he changed his name, but still. But still something, yeah. yeah so yeah, he yeah. should be more... He should have a more darker complexion than just sallow. Like I think, yeah, I think when people said he was tan, what they meant was like super tan, super tan. Yeah, um, it's yeah, it's just it's, it's weird, that's one like, of the odd kind of the, that one. Yeah. That was the weird thing about the Matt that I didn't know it was so heavy into the Men in Black and this injured Cole. Yeah, this injured mm. Cole character who, is who weird. Spoke. Who makes who makes a feature in the Mothman Prophecies movie? Yeah, brings up John Klein, which is Richard Garay's. Which is Aaron Keel, yeah, and and has and has this this kind of robotic. Like yeah. he, he records one of the conversations, and then he gives it to like you know a, an expert on voices who says, "Sound well, well, whatever's making this, it ain't human." Yeah, <laughs> humans speak on a range up to fourteen hundred hertz, but this thing's like four million. So it's almost like a first attempt at presenting themselves as human. Mm. Not quite getting the name right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then going. Not being able to use a knife and fork. Yeah. Going not, for more generic. Not forgetting names. that humans don't communicate solely with telepathy. Yeah. Not unlike and, that movie uh, Mimic with Mira Sorvino, if you remember. Yeah. Where giant like cockroach mutated alien creatures try yeah. and look exactly like humans. Or learning how to talk, but not doing it Grip properly. Groups. Or maybe they're using, or whoever these men in black are, if they're not human or if they're extraterrestrial or ultra terrestrial mm, I love that term. interdimensional interdimensional that they're say? using some kind of uh, mechanism to, to fly with to mimic human speech yeah mm-hmm. and that's why it sounds kind of off like a, like an auto tuner yes. yeah exactly exactly like do an you believe in life or when I try to uh, identify flying objects <laughs> so yeah the men in black were all over Point Pleasant and all over uh, like a dirty rash yeah, yeah. Um, what's the name? What's the name of the place where Mary Hoyer's from? She is from West Virginia. Yeah, all over yeah. the West, all, all over that West Virginia all area, over that West Virginia. all over that and, region. Um, like John Keel writes about them a lot. Like he even had his own 
run in with the men ah, in black really? where yeah. they bopped into the sitting room and they were like, come here, stop fucking talking about, stop talking about UFOs, you slippy fucker. What, uh, he, what did he, they He say materialized so? through the door. He like did yeah. a, a Patrick Swayze through the door. And, um, through the door? <laughs> I think you'll find it was pancreas. Oh, yeah. I think I never knew what cancer he had. I just I saw him in that uh, TV show, The Beast, or whatever he did before yeah. he died, and his neck was all like thin and weird. So yeah. I, I assumed it was like throat cancer. <laughs> no, it was it was pancreas. Oh. Um, R.I.P. Pat or, or dance cancer, as they call it. Roadhouse. <laughs> so your man materialized into the door like Patrick Swayze, and he uh, he was like, ah, "Don't be talking about aliens and UFOs, yeah. you mm. big silly." Um, he, he even. Like went to uh, uh, Albert Bender in in the attic, who who was the the leader of the MUFOCon. Yes, and he said like you have to stop, you have to close this UFO society. Uh, and uh, when they were in the house with with Keel, mm-hmm. uh, was like, "Go away with that, you uh, you fucking what? Who do you think you are? Otherworldly apparition." And and one of the dudes went over and he uh, took Drano. Or bleacho, or mm. you know, whatever mm. that call that stuff was called. It was pure bleach, like it was like toxic, you know. And they poured a capful each, and the three of them drank it in front of him, like to fuck with his head and say, like, "We're not from here. Like, we just drank some bleach. Doesn't matter to us, man. We yeah. fuck you up." Like, that's weird. That reminds me of an account of. Do you remember Bob Lazar, the Area Fifty One whistleblower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He described how in Area Fifty One he was dealing with a, a Draco reptilian alien. And he was in the break room and it came into the break room and uh, unknowingly picked up a, a bottle of Drano from under the sink and drank from it and seemed to enjoy the taste of it. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, orange age. Mm. Yeah. Who likes orange soda? Aliens. Like, Aliens, we, we yeah. Have similarity to Because yeah. <clears throat> it doesn't seem if, if, if the men in black were humans mm. uh, turning up uh, and saying, "Hey, all those you know, talking about all them UFOs you saw, stop talking about them." It kind of just uh, reiterates the point that the UFOs are real and that the, these government agencies know about it. Yeah. Yes. So them sh- showing up just co- corroborates their their UFO sightings. And just but also they're scared of people more. into not talking yes. about it. Yeah, a semi-humanoid creature showing up and saying, "You saw UFOs. Don't tell anybody." I'd be like, "Fuck." Yeah, it's much only, more than a dude saying it to me. Yeah, but uh, also it's only going to kind of embolden people to continue to believe well, to, yeah, and to yeah. you know and ra- the ones rather than leave, the leave them alone. Like, like, yeah. It seems counterproductive. Yeah, it's, the ones we're talking about that that gave accounts of being visited by uh, men in black after their sightings, they're clearly ones that were were steeled by the by the visitation and yeah. not scared. Yeah. Well, John Keel was so scared or steeled mm. uh, by these, he went off and he started looking for other uh men in black scenarios and uh he 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 found one f- from uh the the late 1800s in brooklyn new york uh where a man in black mm. would apparently do uh aerial acrobats at the coney island uh amusement park yeah he would fly yeah with do, wings yeah he he like some kind of Owl man, like a like a bat, like a, a man, man bat. bat. Yes, but he talked in a weird way, and he also had, you know, these um, 
idiosyncrasies, I suppose, non-human idiosyncrasies. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and a stern, would, angry face like the Jeepers Creepers monster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he'd fly around in this in this bat wings man bat suit mm-hmm. and make these swimming movements. And uh, he had that that cruel and determined expression is the term. Um, the entire figure was black, like reports of the Mothman. So maybe Ed, your your suit of your alien man flying suit mm. could could have could have wings. Mm. That story could have wings yeah. or legs or like strong muscular well, legs. Strong, so far. strong muscular yeah. legs. It's weird. And an um, indeterminate face. Well, I, I grin. guess if you're test flying a, some sort of flight suit, you would be quite determined what you're doing. Yeah. You'd be very yeah. focused. Super concentration face. Yeah. Uh, a businessman in Arlington, Virginia, uh, wrote to John Keel, and he writes about it in his book. He he says. Uh, this businessman wrote to me recently describing an experience he and three friends had in the winter of 69. Uh, they were at a farm near Haymarket when they heard a strange rushing sound near a small lake. Intrigued, they set out with flashlights and a couple of dogs to investigate. Suddenly the dog's house turned tail and ran. Uh, it's pretty much like your ostrich story yeah, uh, from the book. Um, weird. Like, yeah. that's... It's, yeah, it's odd how historical times, kind of John Keel, when you go looking for something, like you find it, you know. Yeah. He said that there standing by a tree was a huge dark shadow between eight and twelve feet tall. The the quartet scurried back to their car, turned on their lights. <laughs> Dropping their instruments. Yes. <laughs> Throwing their violins <laughs> away willy nilly. <laughs> We'd stayed on the Titanic, but fuck that thing, it's a twelve foot tall owl. Philip, well, leave the cello, leave the cello. <laughs> it's not worth it. Come on. Move like a quartet. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, at a time when you need dramatic music, they have yeah, to yeah, behind. Um, eerie strings would be yeah. very, <laughs> very appropriate. <laughs> Philip, leave it. Uh, <laughs> said they turned on, they turned on their lights and swung the car around towards the shadow. And the, the men reported to Jean Keel said, "All we saw was this huge thing with large red orange eyeballs and wing like arms, or indeed arm like wings." Uh, we couldn't get out of there fast enough. A hundred miles an hour. I heard it the last <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. But like, it seems to be the same story again and again and again. Yeah. Um. He he. Keel also writes in great detail about Woody Derenberger. So if you do manage to get the Mothman prophecies, how much did you pay? At eight euro. I paid about eight sixty three on Amazon on uh, the book depository. The book depository. 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 Is that based in Texas? Uh, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think it's <laughs> any affiliations with uh, the JFK assassination. Right, okay, that's fine. But they deliver free worldwide. Oh, nice. Cool. That's pretty good. There's an give ad for you there, book depository. Get people reading. Yeah. You owe us 12 bucks. Give, give, me, give, me, some, give me some free books. 12 dollars, book not bo- 12 actual books. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give me 12 copies of one person's autobiography. Yeah. Um, John Keel also talked about like the, the phone calls that he would get and how they had like whistly, weird noises. Yeah and there was like whirring and beeping and like squealing and screaming and they mm. even tried to record some of these and the recordings came out just blank yeah yeah that's that's a bit odd that's like, a very that paranormal like, investigator thing yes and it there sounds are, like the 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 ghost what was that thing called when we did the the ghosts episode uh the spirit com yes where they would detune a radio and then the, it would go get out like yeah. this um basically I think when when they're having those, remember the way Paul you were saying, like when they had the in, interactions with the Mothman, that they'd feel like nausea was always reported. Like when you meet yeah. the Mothman, nausea, uh, mm-hmm. sickness, uh, illness, 
uh, burns the, on the skin, the badness, yeah, uh, swelling Headaches, in the eyes and watering, piles, yeah, hunger, mm-hmm. thirst. Uh, it seems it seems like it seems like there's some kind of interference going on. Yeah, like yes. a, maybe a frequency that's that's activating your head. Or he, he does mention like a, a radiation in the, sickness. He yes. does mention in the book as well that slender sickness. A, f- a few instances. Well, one definite instance where someone tried to someone had a camera Aye. and tried to take a picture, but the camera wouldn't work. Yes. So, you know, it could be it could be like a, 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 a infer or a, a interference like frequency. Um, we talked about binaural beats before on the show. If you you never heard of binaural beats, it's like a, a frequency you play in one ear and then you play a higher or lower frequency in the other ear. And it makes that kind of an effect, but it's your brain waveforms. Your brain fills in the gaps, so you have like in one ear and then in the other ear, but you hear, you feel because it's you know, and that can produce states of euphoria or sleep or trance-like states. Yeah, you can you can trance into like dream waves, so delta waves. Uh, for for like deep dream sleep or you can go into like alpha waves which is like um white noise and concentration and super fitness and you know like hmm. a- active brain mode if yeah. you needed to you know learn something or something you'd be putting on alpha waves going you can target any chakra in the body you wish with it's, a certain it's, frequency it's pretty crazy stuff right so imagine if they're playing like these okay i'll read your leaflet the- <laughs> <laughs> you'll take our personality test yes. and you'll fail it sir yeah <laughs> He's not. He's not a rich movie star yet. No. <laughs> but um, yeah, like if they're playing that shit down the phone, you're not going to be able to record how the brain perceives sound like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't record binaural beats. You can only replicate them and hope that someone's brain will. It's like a magic eye picture. You can't take a picture of what you see in a magic eye picture. Yeah. Because it's yeah. how the brain perceives it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you not old enough to. Experience magic eye pictures. I I pity you. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I feel so sorry. I feel so They're sorry. Like black light posters. So they yeah. understand. Yeah. Pulling pulling a book slowly away from your face while all your family wonder, why yeah. did he get that from Santi? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then frustratingly, just turning to everyone and going, "Yeah, it's a boat. I see it. <laughs> you don't see it. It's a dolphin. It tells you what it is in the back of the book. And, and also, and also, some people can't see magic, magic eye, eye pictures. Because the brains aren't. And some people can't hear certain frequencies uh-huh. or so, binaural beats don't work on them because their brain doesn't exactly yeah. put, the, put, put the interference pattern together so it, it would seem uh odd to some people but then some people would just not pick it up at like all. rap music yes Aye. um i i always had for or magic eye pictures yeah skrillex uh, i always had for the magic eye pictures were always inverted because of my poor eyesight and glasses that when I pulled up the thing back, instead of popping out from the page, mine would be indented in the page. Oh. Yeah, it was a weird phenomenon. I'm all like, oh, it's a cutout of a starfish. And they're all like, no, it's a starfish that's 3D. It's and like a pop-up starfish. Towards. I'm like, yeah. no, it's in, it's a cutout. They're like, your your head is broken. <laughs> and I knew that from a very young age. Is that so, why you always walking down coming traffic? Yeah. Yeah, because ah. yeah, I keep on thinking it's going, it's going the other away way. from you. Yeah. 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 So some people are... So, are a visual are, Doppler effect. Some people are attuned to these things, yeah. which could explain why some people have premonitions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, uh, was it Mary Mary, Mary High, yeah. who had a premonition mm. of floating? Perhaps she was just 
tuned into that tuned, frequency. Tuned into that frequency mm-hmm. whereby she could see time. Yeah. Yes. She could see ahead of time or she could see all of time yeah. at once. And she wasn't... Like she didn't standing know in a clock shop. Exactly. Yeah, it's weird. Like the Mothman's like, I'm beaming out the frequency of the future information of what they need to know. But What's wrong not, with these people? Yeah, they're not getting it's it. It's only Darren Burger is able to talk to me. I'm so lonely. Yeah. Because yeah. Woody is no crack. I'll do my best human and I'll try and talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's, a, what's a good human name? Cold. I'm Mr. Cold. <laughs> I've heard people say they're cold. I'll be one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm <Later>. cold. <laughs> I know I am. My, my favorite reason. I really bad circulation. Um, but you were saying that people's eyes used to swell up and, you mm, know, they get like, they get like itchy skin and burn skin and stuff like that. After having um, looked directly into the eyes of said Muthman. Yes. John Keel. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the 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 progenitor of all of this very dubious information hmm. says that uh, the an encounter with a blinding light of the glowing eyes of the Mothman would lead to a phenomenon that that's called Kleeg conjunctivitis. Now, yes. if you've ever mm-hmm. had a sleep on a pillow that someone has farted on, yeah, at any point, um, every pillow I've ever slept on, I think, yeah. Uh, you have you're on the risk of getting conjunctivitis or pink eye. Yeah. Ah, pink eye. Now yeah, I'm the old pink eye. Very so this is clean conjunctivitis, which is a reddening of the eyes, just like pink eye, uh, but it's it's from being exposed to UV rays uh, or eye burn, like from looking at the sun, or you would get it uh, when you're skiing on like mm-hmm. snow blindness, uh, like from the snow and yeah. the whiteness is the brightness basically just dries your eyes out and makes it all fucked up. So. Are the eyes of the Mothman UV rays? Are they small tanning lamps? Yeah. Are they, you know, are they they mechanical in nature? Possibly. Ah. From from the grinning man flying suit. Yeah. Perchance, perhaps, maybe. Are they made from uh, non-terrestrial elements that Mm -hmm. are dangerous to Mm -hmm. us? Mm -hmm. Yes. Like kryptonite is to the Superman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perchance. (laughs) Superman. Um, (laughs) Superman. I can't say anything yeah, right anymore. I've no ear for how it should sound anymore. Said and you fucker. Say it Jewish style. What is it? Superman. Superman. <laughs> One of the last Superman. He, fought that, he fought that robot that time. <laughs> robot. Oh my god, I had to get out of that room. Superman and Batman are gonna go at it. John Keel says a lot of stuff about a lot of things and you wouldn't really know. Yeah, he says he saw a Yeti once. Yeah, see so, man, and he's like the main the main yeah. Not Yeti, one of the most one of the most interesting, I suppose, theories to do with the Men in Black mm-hmm. uh, comes from a Joshua P. Warren, ooh, who who claims or thinks or or believes, let's say, that yeah. the Men in Black, these these alien like creatures, and if you can look up on YouTube, like there's one video of them coming into, I think it's a hospital, and they're like dressed, you know, they've got the, oh yes, the whole. Uh, White head, I think no hair, hotel. no eyebrows. Is a hotel? Yes. Yeah, so one of the receptionists in the hotel said that he saw a UFO. Mm. Apart, according to the story of the video on YouTube, uh, and then the next day he wasn't working, but these two men showed up in the hotel and went to the reception. Were asking about him and were asking Have other members. You seen? Yes. This, this boy. Man. What did he see? What was it? Do you believe in that? He said to you now, please. Mm. These guys were Good Brazilian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. apparently, so the, the idea is that they were they were caught on the CCTV being uncareful and not dematerializing. Yeah. Like they should have. Caught. But, but it was just like two giant boxy guys in... Yeah. But with no facial hair, no hair in their head, they were just like... Yeah, not a olive, huge amount of... Skinned, uh, no hair. Features. Yeah. Big, big kind of... Uh, what do you call those hats that... Uh, trilby. Yeah. Wearing trilbies. a couple of big trilbies and... 
uh, massive square trench coats. Man, they could have been like you know uh, South American bodybuilders who are just hairless for mm-hmm. for aerodynamic purposes coming yeah. in and being all like, "Have you seen this guy talk about UFO?" Like. Or they yeah. might not have even said that. It could have been someone in the hotel was working there, saw these guys come in and went, I should rip that from the, yeah. the server, Sir, that video, yeah. and put it online and say it's men in black and get like 70 billion hits. A majillion hits, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Joshua P. Warren thinks that the men in black are actually time cops ke- sent here. Like Jean-Claude they are Jean Claude Van Damme. To wow. keep the yes. timeline we really on track think like this and guy. avoid paradoxes. <laughs> and they always wear 50 style clothes and they drive all mm-hmm. type cars. And because generally it would fit into most time periods. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could go yeah. either you don't side address of eighties, you know, either side of hundred years. Yeah, yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, it kind it's of makes sense. Pretty, if you see pretty guys, generic. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like uh, the adjustment bureau. Yeah, kind yeah. Of I was just thinking that actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah that kind of. Um, I think it's the guys who'd be like, "Computer, what is the most common item of clothing on this Earth planet?" And like little black dress. They're like, "Get me a couple of little black dresses and let's get out there and get interviewing." <laughs> well, you go, you go to any wedding. Yeah. Little black dresses. Well, everywhere and see. suits. I mean, men's suits have haven't changed that much. No. no. And jacket pants. Fifties, sixties always comes round into yeah. fashion. In the, it's just it's just yeah. the shiny ones from the eighties and. Injured Cole got caught a couple of times in one of those shiny green suits. Yeah. Like, being like, yeah. oh, fuck, I picked from the wrong rack. Like, do you know what I mean? He watched, like, some some I'm, 70s movie, and he's like, I want that one. Yeah. And he just kind of, so at, at, at worst for him, he doesn't look like an alien time cop. Mm. He mm-hmm. just looks like someone who's got poor fashion sense. Like a, like a Vietnamese bar owner. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. So Your rather... shiny green suit, you like? <laughs> he was weird. He was like a future time cop, possible alien. No, more like a Vietnamese bar owner. <laughs> from the future. <laughs> from, from the future? Eh, maybe. And uh, I love those Vietnamese bar owners. Like, I need a girl. He's like, I love all dead. You're like, oh, dark, <laughs> real dark man. Holy shit! Uh, well, need for that. Joshua P. Warren, I don't think can be like his theory is good. Okay, you can call some conversation with that. It's theory. an interesting but theory. He also sells something called a wishing machine on his website. Uh, we'll put a link to that up on social media. Uh, yeah, it's a wishing machine. Uh, basically, you, you give money oh, like and a make a wish. And you, and well, <laughs> Yeah. Like You'll any to, water feature ever created. Yeah, anywhere you can put like I have a lot of coins in the bath just in case. Don't move them; they're my wishes. <laughs> See this one? This one was mine. It didn't come true. You know what I wished? Charlie Sheen didn't fuck me up the ass. <laughs> <laughs> or that he at least wore. What's that? What's that from? Uh, the Goonies. The Goonies, yeah. and also Corey Feldman's uh, sexual assault when he was young mm. by Charlie Sheen. So um, <clears throat> you can look it up on YouTube. Oh, look your face. Have you not yeah. seen That's that? news to me. Yeah. We, I send you a video. Um, God, Charlie Sheen. He Does it really so shock you the idea me. that Charlie Sheen might be a, an abuser? Well, Corey yeah. Feldman doesn't name of, names of, now. Uh, of grown... We have to say allegedly. Of mm-hmm. grown women with daddy issues who become porn stars, but not Corey Feldman. Yeah. Allegedly. Well, allegedly. and Corey Hain, which allegedly. caused him to have a drug problem. and then Maybe himself. he's just got a thing for Corey's. Yeah. I think that's what the issue is. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly is a great word. So, he likes um, to get straight to the quarry. Let's, let, that's the end of the Men in Black stuff. We're going to do a couple of YouTube videos at the very least and show you what these guys look like and some of the, yeah. some of the you know, the, the testimonies of people that have met them and been in 
been in touchy touchy feely contact with them. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's go through some of the alternative theories then. Yes, that, that we've gone through some of them. We've I covered thought, a few of these. I thought, I thought an owl. Yeah. Is is my main theory? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ed thinks that possibly the the Mothman may possibly be a suit that aliens wear to fly around, like in the Rocketeer. That's the most plausible thing. To me. It seems it seems very plausible. <coughs> it to seems me more plausible than a creature of that size flying around the way it does in an impossible way. Well, it's told that you can. It takes off. It takes off straight from the ground, like a helicopter, and travels at great speeds. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. When we're looking at birds, let's. I'm. I'm. I'm I went on a bird buzz now when I was on yeah. my research. Right, mm-hmm. the sandhill crane, which is what people were saying that this thing yeah. could be. Right, mm-hmm. very tall bird, huge big wings. You were talking about the ostrich earlier on. The mm-hmm. lad sent the dog out. The thing could have been a sandhill crane. Yeah, very they're not seven foot tall, but they do. They do get up to five. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, they're soaring birds. They don't flap. And they utilize thermals to fly, and they need to expend very little energy flapping to actually fly. Now, the thing is, like what you were saying, a big bird like that, she needs a bit of a lift. Yeah. If you can't, mm-hmm. if you can't lift her, don't shift She her. won't fly. No. <laughs> um, but, like, they need a bit of a run-up, like yeah. a swan or a goose, uh, and they need to get a good owl, a good owl flap going on. Yeah. But when they're up there, they're all like, like I have a big wings and I'm, I'm well able. The sandhill crane is the most plentiful crane alive today. Oh. And there's many, many subspecies that are endangered due to habitat changes. So there's ones in like Australia, there's ones in South America. In Florida, there, there's only 5,000 sandhill cranes of, of a certain subspecies that's native to Florida. There's only 5,000 of them. Hmm. But uh, in the rest of the world, there's like 300,000 sandhill cranes in the area of West Virginia and the like. So like the fact that it could be a red-eyed bird with a big wingspan that tall like the evidence kind of sits to the side of it being a shite poker or a sandhill crane yeah that's just one <clears throat> little, more so, more so than an owl just for size like an, yeah. a, an except owl. for the color difference yeah well, almost yeah, it is nobody white. reported it as being white but yeah. they could spot the red though yeah the red in the eyes red in the uh, eyes and gray or black the sandhill body. crane like a peacock gives a loud trumpeting call that's heard from miles away <laughs> by its <laughs> It's more like a kind of an alarming, like, terrifying, like, yeah. like the screaming that, they yeah, would, I was that doing, the Mothman had reported. That, that was me doing a crane with a kazoo in its beak. Do it. Yeah. Or more like a trump, like that's more like a a trumpet. Yeah, that's a trombone. Tuba. You're really good at the tuba brass. underwater. That's nice, man. Um, How did you get that tube in here? So. Send away. The noise that the Mothman makes when he screams, he's chasing the car, he's like, yes. like that's Sandhill Crane country. Yeah. Um, and they have a top speed of 35 miles an hour, but they could go faster if they were in the vacuum of a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So maybe your man's 100 miles an hour wasn't exactly 100% correct. Yeah. It <clears throat> maybe it was like Maybe it was like 45 miles an hour, but it felt like the car was going to like fall yeah, apart yeah. because it was a, And an you've got a lot boat. of, your, your adrenaline is flowing as well. Yeah. I think the size of it and the speed of it can be sort of scaled back a little bit. But a 30% speed increase from slipstreaming? Seems a lot. But I, yeah, I, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't researched that. But I couldn't. That seems a lot from slipstreaming. Maybe. As far as I know, I've it seen, gets bu- like I've a seen half a bikes do like... 70 kilometers an hour on the main road behind the truck. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like little mopeds that can't do No, it. like a push bike, a guy with uh-huh, pedals. Really? He's in behind a truck. The truck is bombing along on the mm. 
on the main road and he's just in the creating no the, air pressure in front of him. Yeah, the wind is there's no resistance. Yeah. The wind is is pulling him in, even vacuuming him in. So that's so dangerous because that truck breaks. That fucked. guy's a pancake on the fucked. back of that truck. Totally yeah. fucked. But he's not going to break at seventy miles an hour to zero. So unless something runs in front of him, which is I guess well, not impossible though. That's the that's the slipstreaming is the. Slipstream. I used to see like I used to see dudes coming through Lockens Town all the time, slipstreaming behind a bus on a moped, and I'd be like, "You're an idiot," because that bus is definitely gonna stop at some point. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember playing a game on the Mega Drive called Skitchen, which was uh, you were on rollerblades and you used to have to hitch a lift like by catching onto the bumpers of cars. Oh. And then as the car hit a straight, you would, you would jump out the side and you'd pull yourself off. <laughs> <laughs> you'd pull uh, yourself off the side of the car and you could go faster than the car itself and you grab onto another one. And it's like a racing game, but you're using the tailgate of, of a... And the momentum. And the, oh, yeah. Momentum on, on rollerblades. It's called Skitchen, which you can I'm sure you can download on it. It's got a Skitchen 3D 2016. Yeah. Right? So it could, quite be, it could be uh, this large crane Skitchen... Yes. Off cars. Yes. It yeah. quite possibly could. Or as I as I've pretended before, it could be an owl. Mm-hmm. It most almost almost most probably is an owl in my opinion. Yeah. I'm not getting off the fence yet. But could the red glowing eyes be the reflection of an owl's eyes? Now here's the science bit. Uh oh. The tapetum lucidum is the layer of tissue inside the eye that reflects the visible light back through the retina like red eye on a camera flash or when you shine uh, a torch into the eyes of a dog yeah or, or if you're like size. yeah if you're out like lamping rabbits yeah or something like that which if you don't know is lamping you're in the dark you shine the light you see the eyes you shoot the gun mm-hmm. um, it's 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 probably works for a lot of things it works for spiders too apparently they have the same yeah they do yeah. a tapetum lucid, lucidum um, so the, the red eye <laughs> comes very specifically and particularly from owls and other birds. Yeah. Cats have green tapetum lucidum. Mm-hmm. Uh, owls have red eye shine. Uh, dogs have blue eye shine. Uh, raccoons, cats, dogs, raccoons uh, uh, have blue. Horses have blue. Uh, this is to do like with the color Coyotes, rodents, rats and all, and mm-hmm. birds all red. So if it was an owl and you're shining the lights of a car into an owl's ginormous eyes with its pupil open wide, mm-hmm. it's going to come back red. Yeah. And no. that alone would be enough to fill you with a feeling of dread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And an owl, unlike a, uh, a crane or a heron, uh, which is similar as well, would have a flat, large, round face uh, the, the big, picture big that those, those those two couples that were fingering in the car yeah drew mm-hmm. individually each one of them mm-hmm. drew a silhouette of a motherfucking owl yeah mm-hmm. yeah fact yeah and they were the first people to report it they were just really bad at perspective because the uh the, yeah the, the crane is the size but it doesn't have the the features yeah it's not the body type yeah and the legs and, and it's stuff. got a very long bill so yeah. yeah, if it is a bird, it's definitely an owl. I agree with you there. That's yeah. what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, uh, is it an alien? Head, <laughs> nausea, headaches, lost time, vomiting. Yeah, red eyes. Yeah, flying, that sounds like a Fox Mulder experience. Flying robotman. Yeah, robotman. I think. I think there's some kind of. Uh, 
there's something at play that is on a different dimension. Mm. Um, You're going deep on this one, bro. Yeah, I don't He's know. going deep, Paul. <clears throat> Straight to the cervix. <laughs> Like ma, 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 ma. Illuminati. The inter the interference, uh <laughs> the nausea, people having headaches, people experiencing pregnancy, that is. Uh yeah. Yeah. Uh, but when you rule out all those pregnant women, yeah. you're still left with some uh unexplained uh symptoms mm-hmm. uh after these sightings. Which could be some conjunctivitis. Yeah. Could be, uh, but I mean, accounts for the burns, like radiation burns that people have on their skin, and yeah, the the sicknesses and whatnot, the lesions. It's not. uh, It's not a. um, It's not just normal light being uh, uh, reflected off the eyes Mm -hmm. of owls. It takes the owl away from it, unless it was like a nuclear or mutated owl. Yeah, I don't think oh, I don't I think can't that even either. Follow that up. I was trying to be all. <laughs> What's that? Owl called Marduk or something. What's the name of that? Marduk. Is that the one? Yeah. yeah. Marmaduke. Maybe it was Marduk. He's yeah. in. The, he's an Illuminati owl. Marduk. Yeah, they all worship this nuclear owl in uh, Bohemian Grove. <laughs> well, there you go. There's your explanation. Yeah, that's it's Marduk the is the Mothman. Marduk is Mothman. Maybe, <gasps> maybe the Mothman is like a, an ancient alien who minds us all and who comes and predicts all the stuff all the way through time, like this winged beast. And that's why the guys in Bohemian Grove worship that particular mm. alien species. And like seven, eight thousand years ago, he gave rise to the stories of angels and demons. Yeah, Zaba Zaba Zoo. And he's trying, trying, trying to warn us, but can't communicate properly because the frequency he's communicating on is different to our frequencies yes he's like, like i'm beaming out my telepathic thoughts and these motherfuckers aren't saying anything yeah. back that's but, so weird some but, people are picking up bits and pieces of yeah, it and future visions the rest of the people who can't decipher the message are just manifesting my warnings into reality because that's how they understand the communication so he's going don't go on the bridge and they're all just like go on the bridge you're like no don't yeah you know? uh-huh. or maybe the mothman is a tulpa Maybe, Maybe it was owls and cranes and things, but the stories spread like wildfire, and the people's belief in its existence, like Slenderman, manifested it out of out of pure thought or imagination. Or <gasps> it's just an owl. <laughs> yeah, and people See, drink and smoke weed. Yeah, I'm wondering how many of these people in Point Pleasant were um, bootlegging moonshiners. Yeah, it's the '60s, man. Like, Come really on, yeah, yeah. Fuck a shit. The orange sunshine was every place. We're coming into the summer of love, people. <clears throat> I'm sure that we're doing it in West Virginia. Is it is is it an alien in, in, in flying around in a suit like the Rocketeer? Well, could, that's, it, that's, could it be? It, it could be. I mean, it's 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 highly improbable mm. that it is. It's most possible that it's an owl. Yes, and people are either drunk on moonshine or fear, but they're seeing things. The the adrenaline's going. They're exaggerating their claims. So then how do you that's, explain that's, the UFO sightings and the men in black coming around and talking to people telling them to shut up? Would that be about an owl? That's where I fall down on my whole owl yeah. theorem. Yeah. Is that I'm going, fuck, there's loads of men in black. I was watching this going, owl. 
And then when they saw all the men in black stories and yeah. all the witnesses, like a lot of witnesses, yeah. not, not really credible, but all saying the same thing. And you're like, usually out of a, a, a group of people that are bullshitting like that in a mass hysteria kind of a way, would it be that people are following other people's stories and mm. like Chinese whispers taking the thing on and changing it a little bit for themselves? Yeah. And, and, yeah. you know, like well, a lot of men in black scenarios, a lot of weird characters bopping around, weird stories. Like yeah. I don't think Woody Derenberger would be able to manifest and and concoct a story that is still around like fifty years later. Yeah, with people examining the detail with which he describes that craft and the man himself, who has appeared many, many, many times to many, many different types of people. Yeah. Like, Woody Derenberger is not the fucking first guy to make that guy up. Like, I don't think he, he looked was too a, straight-laced in his I think he was a science yeah. fiction, uh, yeah. you know, uh, uh, prodigy or anything like that, that he made up some aliens in the yeah. 60s. Like, yeah. Well, I think... I, I think to uh, that, like, men in black shit. Uh, yeah, I think it could be some kind of mechanical suit uh, that aliens are using to observe like a yeah, like a drone right um because like, like a manned suit or a, an unmanned it could be manned it could be robot. unmanned it's pro- it's probably it's probably unmanned mm. uh or unoccupied because like a, a lot of the reports bear a few are just they see it it flies up it hovers it follows uh, yeah, very automatic behavior. It seems to shift. Yeah, from side to doesn't side. Inter- it doesn't interact with the subjects. It doesn't yeah. communicate with the subjects. Oc- occasionally, it will like it never attacked it, anybody. Did it? it? It'll go. It'll walk uh, on the front porch. It'll look into the house. Hmm. It's observing. Yeah. Um. It explains. It would explain the impossible movements that it makes. Yeah. As in, if it was a real living, breathing creature. It would leave shit behind. It would leave shit behind. It wouldn't it take would off leave, like a Harrier jumpture. Yeah, uh. it would leave physical evidence, DNA mm. or whatever shit, blood, tracks, uh, yeah, skin, feathers, feathers, fur, something, uh, offspring. It would have to yeah. molt at some period. Yeah. So I mean, do you think that it could be a, a could it be an experimental government craft that they're using, and the, all these guys are like brainwashed? Uh, agents that are going out like to take the alien element out of it yeah and t- take the uh from the 1870s uh the man in black flying around yes. uh uh coney island coney island yeah that you know that could be it could be around a precursor there was that. no yeah. area 51 test facility in that year yeah yeah so it, yeah indeed it could be something that has been appropriated by the government uh and used around these kind of remote places uh, where UFO sightings mm. have occurred. Like talk what? of reverse engineered UFOs. Yeah. They do that, like say the Roswell crash, craft is shot down and then reverse engineered the technology. These are the early UFOs. These are the early, iter- early iterations of those UFOs then maybe. Yeah. yeah. Anti-gravity technology. What about the trance that people are put into it? So? When they see them offline. Yeah, that could be just fear, just you think so? pure cold fear. Uh, could it not be like a hypnotic trance state being invoked in somebody's mind from like a UV light flashing a certain frequency, a super yeah. low frequency binaural beat? Yeah, yeah, it could, yeah, it could be that as well. Yeah, 
Um, in some in some cases, it probably is. In some cases, it could be just like you want drops her baby and yeah, it freezes. You know, and then all freezes the can't can't move. But that that is fight or flight syndrome as mm. well. Um, I've been like that a few times when being presented with a lovely pair of tits. Yeah, yeah you, you just, just you just freeze up. You're just like. <gasps> You're in awe. Oh, at the two red glowing circles, and you're yeah. like, oh, why are your tits glowing? That's a hell of a fight or flight, though. She Instead of like running with your child, it's like, use it as a projectile and throw it at the thing. Yeah. yeah. Set it on Touch, fire and throw it at the thing. Touchdown. And that's, uh, you know, people People have definitely seen something. Mm. something you don't, you don't dismiss all reports as just being no. mass hysteria, fabrication, and... Uh, leading so. yeah so, some of the early like the 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 two the two couples who were interviewed separately right at the start, they, before they, any kind of their stories all match up now yeah. they could have I all believe seen them before i believe anybody else yeah because mm. uh, they were like the first ones they were the, the first police ones. looked into them and interviewed them properly yeah and then the ones the ones that followed some of them i would dismiss mm. as just people who were oh i saw i saw too uh as a little bandwagoning. bit of bandwagoning yeah. but there are some that but what would you say then to the idea that there's not a huge amount of one-upmanship, which is usually what you find in these kind of mass hysteria events. You know, you get that thing where yeah. one Brazilian guy says, I saw a UFO, and then the next Brazilian guy has to say, I was taken on board and had sex with one of the aliens. Yeah, so, yeah. we've had that before. You know, there's a lot of one-upmanship <laughs> in these kind of games. I saw the Mothman. I saw him too. He had a flaming sword. Yeah. Kind of like a laser sword. So, uh, yeah, I saw him too. He had a sword and a shield, and he was wearing armor, some kind, and the armor glowed too. Yeah, th- there isn't a lot there of that. There isn't any of that really going yeah. on. It's generally described pretty much the same way. Control- mm-hmm. <laughs> Self-controlled mass hysteria. Yeah. It's like, I'll- we're going to go mad, but not too mad. Yeah. yeah, make sure your story fits well with my story <laughs> yeah, when yeah. you're making it up. So uh, I do think there is something there. There mm. is a little bit of science behind all of the, yeah. all of the little bits and bobs you know yeah the the, the tapisham lucidum yeah like mm. that's okay yeah like you can see the science if it is now like blah 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 like yeah it can be explained away the taking off from standing still without a wing flapping yeah that's a weird thing to me i'm and like that's the only seeing, un- people seeing, inexplicable thing people seeing the tracks uh f- foot tracks uh ending and as if it would as if it flew straight, straight from, from a standing position. Mm. And they'd see it flying from a standing position. Yeah. The fact that nobody could see the fucker's face, though, when he's right out in the porch. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, weird. But people reported vertigo and nausea when they were around the Mothman, when they were mm-hmm. being, like, pff, And up at the, the TNT site. And at the People TNT said the feelings site. of dread and nausea just walking around so there. So, yeah. these, these symptoms mm-hmm. uh, could be attributed to a thing called... Uh, hyperacusis, which is a, a, a hypersensitivity to acoustics or noise, uh-huh. right? So that there's, um, as we talked about with binaural beats and stuff like that, we're going to have to do a whole a whole show on hypnosis, I would say, and get yes. a hypnotist in here and get one of his hypnotized. I like know, that idea. Yeah, I yeah, I'd go I go under hypnosis. Oh, good. So I'll, I'll direct you. Let me tell. Like I'd be editing the show, so I take out all the stuff about where I. Got fingered and stuff like that. Except I'd leave a hypnotic message in your head to say, do not edit the show like that. <laughs> then what are you going to do? <laughs> Live well, on Skype. Try, try stop me smoking, finally. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Ooh, you worry. are feeling sleepy. Give me all your money so you can't buy cigarettes anymore. That's what I they do. I wonder if you should try, like, could you make I me right-handed? <laughs> No, could you, like, do the, could you make me go no. against my own physical nature? And, I, so. yeah. I wonder though. Could it be like, try, could try, just change yeah. one day at a time. Like today, you'll wipe your arse with your right hand instead yeah. of your left I don't, hand. 
I don't want to smoke anymore, but I also want to marry a chicken. Yeah. Make me speak um, instant fluent Japanese like I just had a head trauma. We could do that with a yeah. hammer. But oh. it's weird, this hyperacusis, like, it affects your balance in your inner ear. Mm. So it can cause dizziness, nausea, loss of balance, like feelings of, uh, you know, loneliness. Yeah. Um, ennui. Yeah, ennui and then the inability yeah. to perform sexually. No, this is these are this is depression. <laughs> That's depression. Mm. Uh, it's dizziness, nausea, loss of balance, and you know, it, it's from a frequency that's been generated, possibly underground, like a super low frequency. We've heard of other stories where there have been like low frequency cannons being shot at people. The brown note we've all heard of, yeah. and do you know, talk about a and in and Point Pleasant, they have an underground system. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, these these low frequencies could be affecting these people. That was huge. An underground system that was absolutely huge, but apparently it was for making TNT. Yeah. Which you can buy in lots of places. So let's, what's what's in the tunnels under Point Pleasant is the thing that we should be looking at rather yeah. than what's the Mothman. But also... Who are the men in black and what's in those tunnels? They're the questions we need to ask and yeah. not being distracted by... But the the frequency could be coming from a mechanic, the mechanical suit. Yeah, also. Ah. The engine in the suit. Like those, yeah. uh, like those suit things you can buy when you're a diver now that give off like a frequency that disrupts the shark's uh, ability to use its... It's electromagnetic sense. Oh. The the that's cool. Lavelle's web. What was it called? Lorenzini's Laren, the, the web, web of Lorenzini. Yeah, they have all these. Uh, you know, the sharks have all these little tubes on their under their chin that pick up changes in electrical impulses in the water. But now you can buy a belt that sends out like a broad electrical impulse that tells the shark that you're just like a massive creature that it shouldn't bother attacking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking up, both fucking up his web of Lorenzini, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it could weird. be something like that. I mean, the, like that technology I think technically that, already exists. Yeah, that hyper that hyperacusis like could be could be the explanation for why people feel kind of weird. Mm. But and, what's causing the noise? Is... And they're in that area where the owls live. Like it's just we put it all together, you know. Mm. Um, just a final piece then on yes. on the thunderbird that we mentioned before. Thunder cuckoo fucking bird. <laughs> this is this is one of the things that you know you're talking about the Mothman. He's a harbinger of doom. He, you yeah. know, there's fake. American Native American Indian guys seeing them and you're thinking like well, where do these stories come from have they yes. been always through time has there always been a winged creature that predicts doom and has you know the human uh, uh, the future of humanity in its hands has it got like you know superpowers predetermined predeterminism yeah yeah mm. via bird so the Thunderbird is a Native American legendary creature who is a supernatural bird of power and strength. And you often see him on the top of totem poles and mm. painted... Uh, Wings spread painted, out. Yeah, on the back of people's uh, denim jackets and stuff yes. like that. <laughs> in fibbers. <laughs> you like you like my Thunderbird? Uh, it's it's depicted in fibbers songs... Fibbers is a rock bar here in Dublin. Uh, it is, yeah. <laughs> Coppers, fibbers. We have to explain to the Americans all these punchlines. Um, it's depicted in songs and artwork of the native peoples of the American Southwest. Uh, the Great Lakes and the Great Plains. So a lot of American Indians have Thunderbirds kind of in their canon. Mm. And the name comes from the belief that this bird is the cause uh, of thunder as it flaps its wing. Yeah. Ah. Uh, there's also a lightning bird. I always thought it was God bowling. Yeah. Or, no. farting. or farting. Or farting, yeah. Farting. Um, there's also a lightning bird and the lightning bird happens when the bird winks or blinks. Uh, and depending on the cultural tradition, you will often hear different stories of the Thunderbird. Some say that he resides at the top of a mountain and is the servant of the Great Spirit. Uh, he controlled rainfall, 
So they used to do dances to him and, and worship him like that around the totem pole. And he's always at the top of the totem pole because he was like super revered and, and you know, they, they were, mm. he was felt to be like the most powerful. He's one of the top of, daddy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, there's other, there's other uh, uh, ancient civilizations that believed in like, there's like a bear, there's a bird, there's a, a bird or a griffin, uh, a lion and so, something else. But there's those, those four, the four staples of North America, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Thunderbirds could shape shift into human form by tilting back their beaks and removing their feathers like a cloak. Mm-hmm. So we had like these people who, when we talked about the uh, Native Americans that were um, becoming werewolves skin or changers. the skinwalkers, skin changers, yeah. like there was people who did it for wolves, there was people who did it for birds. So you'd see like these Native peoples and they'd have this headdress on and it's like a big beak and then they pull the beak back and it's like uh, yeah. pull the beak back uh, mm. and like then, super ted they just like zip down the yeah take off the, the whole thing out. and they, they'd come out of this thunderbird costume and turn into people mm. and um there's another set of people that say that these thunderbirds live in the northern tip of vancouver island oh a whole set of them there and the sioux indians tell stories of the thunderbird destroying the reptilian monsters Called the Unctalia. Mm. So maybe that's a an ancient alien kind of uh, origin story. Yeah, the yeah. Rep- reptilian race that lives underground. That's yeah. The yeah. pre Terrans, the first Terrans of this planet. <laughs> the the ones that the We're Queen the and uh, Simon Cowell and all are supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The David Icke reptilian yeah. under mm. underworld uh, serpent creatures. The Dracos. And this Thunderbird then was uh, co opted into loads of different. Other types of uh, like winged harbingers of doom. Mm. Rock, uh, those of you have heard of Roush or Rauk. Mm. Uh, Rock ROC, known as the, the moisturizer now. Or if you've ever played Zelda, <laughs> it's the feather that you collect to give you the ability of flight. Mm. Uh, it's another bird god. And has or Jay-Z's clothing company. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, the things that uh, Twisted Sister has to do. <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah um, very good yeah I just came up with that I'm really I'm happy with myself I'd laugh it's a hard thing to do <laughs> I'm pleased uh, it's it's another bird god that has its origins in the fight between the Indian solar bird Garuda mm. and a Knathic underworld serpent Naga so it's this whole bird in the sky serpent on the ground so maybe it's as we talked about in our Jesus episode do you remember Aries and the Ram is the old way. Yeah. And then Pisces is Jesus. It's the next one in the Zodiac. It's the new way. And then the next one is the Aquarius, yeah. which is a another deity as yet to be decided by us, possibly Donald Trump. Mm. Um, the water carrier. Yes. It's it's weird. Like Garuda has this the godlike, bird-like, you know, I got you. I'm in, you know, the bird the, uh, holds its uh, wings around the earth. Yeah. And then around the earth then is a serpent wrapped. Yeah. So you've seen that kind of um, in the Bafa Gita, like they have these yeah. symbologies of bird, like n- nuzzling or, or cradling the earth, right? Um, but it's always in a fight with a serpent or a lizard or yeah. something like that. So it could have those origin stories, like changing from the lizard people into the bird people, possibly yeah. maybe in evolution. It's weird, you know. Uh, yeah. Rock is a giant eagle who is believed the stories of the griffin come from. So yeah. like the, the half lion, you know, half, half bird. Half eagle. Half eagle 
fly like an eagle, let your spirit carry me. And they uh. were they were taught to eat. They were thought to eat elephants. So the, the like people in India had seen like a big fuck off bird come down, an elephant. pick up a baby elephant, lunch, uh, stealing cattle and stuff like that. They're mentioned in loads of different uh, ancient texts or ancient stories. Uh, like in Adventures of Sinbad the Sailor, where this bird would come in and destroy ships in retaliation for taking its egg or mm-hmm. fucking yeah. with its nest or anything like that. The bird would just be like, shomp, and crunch up a few ships. And uh, other origins of the story come from the tales of the Magalassi crowned eagle from Madagascar, who was a huge, huge bird who's now extinct for a couple of hundred years. But uh, the likes of Charles Darwin and such, yeah, uh, and I've the, seen, the I've adventures seen before him yeah. had like huge eagle, like way, like prehistoric almost. Yeah, and we all know like birds descended from dinosaurs and stuff like that. It was yeah. huge ones like pterodactyls and all of these pterap, pt, all the side of peas, uh, all these types of um, dinosaur birds. Yeah. So like the Mothman could be like a Loch Ness monster dinosaur bird. Yeah, another one, <coughs> like a giant uh, owl bird. But we this this Madagascar used to used to prey on giant lemurs and pygmy hippopotamuses. Like a giant lemur is like the, the size of a human, um, mad like mad size motherfuckers. But these stories are thought to be uh, the exaggerations of, you know, just big eagles. Yeah, maybe yeah. not like epic, you know, biblical eagle size. Just a big eagle. There's a video on YouTube. I know we've all seen it of. The child playing in the park, and yeah. Big Eagle comes down and grabs the child by its very precariously placed dungaree straps, yeah, and gets it off the ground like it's. But that's fake. Is it fake? It's a fake video. Yeah. Is it actually fake? Yeah, yeah. You ruined my life, man. Sorry. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a. Yeah, I hoax think she, I think video. Jimmy Kimmel did that one. Well, there has been like uh, stories of an eagle coming down and taking a lamb and off yeah. it goes, you mm. know. Uh, so I'm sure like they do. Pretty I'm pretty sure things. they do. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they would. A lamb, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Mm. There's other stories of like the the Magalassi uh, Apiomus, which is a giant eagle that was hunted t- to extinction by the 16th century. Uh, it was three meters tall, and oh. like you said, the kookaburra doesn't need to fly because it has no natural enemies. Yeah. This yoke had no natural enemies, so it was flightless. But it lived in Madagascar. But the motherfucker was three meters tall. Yeah. Bird. And, then, and then the humans arrived. And started yeah. hunting it. But like a three meter tall bird. That's, oh. as, that's as tall as the Mothman. Three meters. Mm. That's huge, yeah. That's massive, man. That's ten, like ten, ten foot feet, tall. Yeah. That you know? seems almost unbelievable. So This is from Skeletons. A, a Magalassi <laughs> Apiomus. A-E-P-Y-O-M-I-S. So really big birds. Yeah. Could be could be the which if you if you recall from Jurassic Park used to be dinosaurs yeah, yeah. so they I did mean, used to be totally real be fucking big and they, they are possible they and they do have that DNA existing. in them to be real yeah. fucking big there's other bird origin stories like the Anka or Phoenix and the Persian Simurge mm-hmm. and the immortal bird Amzerus which shakes the fruit fire uh, from the mythical tree and uh, like Eve and bears the the seed of all the useful things it's like all of these old stories of rock. Roush, uh, Anka, Phoenix, all of these bird stories. Like, there's always a a bird god yeah. Yeah. around and near, you know? Um, it's just... Yeah. It's always true history. Like, and the, the 16th century, three meter tall bird, it's pretty fucked. Like, for a Mothman descendant, people go like, yeah, the Loch Ness Monster and stuff mm. like that. Maybe it's a story just to like, not, re- not let us forget about our... 
you wonder how, how prevalent these ideas are of of the giant bird god but uh anyone who's been to jakarta would know that their uh their airline is called garuda indonesia yeah. mm. and the national symbol of indonesia is the the garuda pancasila which is uh from hinduism which was the the mount the ride of vishnu if you yeah. will it was vishnu's get around it was uh, Vishnu's epic Vishnu's creature. A yeah. to B. Yeah. Vishnu's yeah. Uh, Mini Cooper. But these are these are ideas that seem to straddle like a lot of different theologies. And so we're kind of yeah. pre- predisposed to believe... To accepting that idea. That a flying accept, creature can... Yeah. A giant bird our, of prey. A bird type. Can predict our, our fate or even mm. influence our fate. Yeah. Pretty mad. It's Which kind of makes me believe in, less in... The existence of the Mothman, mm. yeah, and more that we we have a natural proclivity to uh, kind of form those ideas in our head. Yeah, like for thousands of years, people staunchly believed that, and for like forty years, people have been investigating Mothman. Yeah, and you think that it's just a fig roll of our imagination? I do, I, and I don't know how the figment got in the role. Nobody does. That's the secret. Yeah. All I will say is. Uh, on our werewolves episode we came to a very similar conclusion yeah which is that we're predisposed to, to fear giant wolf like creatures and we thought the same of zombies and vampires yeah. I remember as well yeah is that that's all just part of like that, those it's ideas the human condition are ancient beef, ideas that we've always feared and that have always played in our minds absolutely so that sounds like a start of an off defence from Ed Paul mm-hmm. we well, I'm just going to drop in one more point. The, we, you were talking about the Thunderbird yes Thunderbird. you first told me about that I realised uh, I said I wonder if that has a connection to the car the the, was it? the yeah. Thunderbird. Yes. Uh, the Cuckoo bird. That's the one. Uh, and it turns out it is indeed. That it, the, the T-Bird. Yeah, the 55 yeah. T-Bird, the, the Ford Thunderbird, uh, made famous by the T-Bird gang in Greece. Yeah. If ah, you remember, where did we yeah. hear about Greece? Uh, although in the movie Greece, they actually drive the, the hot rod in Greece that they do up is actually a 48 Ford Deluxe. And it's not a Thunderbird at all. No. That is so misleading. So it's like, yeah, it's like you'd go to the, the gang and be like, but you're T-Birds and you, and you made a, a Ford Deluxe. And they go, yeah, we ain't, we ain't Ford Deluxe, gang. Well, otherwise, we make a T-Bird, yo. Anyway, that, that, that logic doesn't make any sense. <laughs> think about it. And, and also, John Travolta yeah. was yes. in Greece and he's a Scientologist and they believe in aliens. So it, was it John is Tra- true. And John Travolta can fly Allegedly. a plane. He's a, re- he's a licensed yeah, pilot. He likes to fly. Every fucking show you're on, you mention a Scientologist, man. If we get, if we get sued, it's because of you. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly, because of you. I don't even know why I'm saying allegedly. Yeah, no, I, just throw it, I just throw it in there. It's, it's and like, my shield, allegedly. Yeah. It's and my ex, Jews did 9-11. Imagine, well, I don't think John Travolta's going to deny that he's a Scientologist. No. No. Only that he gets hand jobs off his masseuse. <laughs> allegedly. That's the Allegedly. Hey, he'll deny it or allegedly hey, hand jobs. we've all been there. It's three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. Do you want to work out? Yeah. You go to the gym, you You leave your wife at home. I've never had a massage that didn't end with a happy ending. If they won't do it, I'll do it. All I know is I'm fucking up your sheet before I leave. (laughs) Eventually, (laughs) it's going to get it going over. So That's why that hole's there in the table, right? You're supposed to fire through the hole? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. With your face. It's a face hole. It's like a game. You sit up in a kind of... You have to scurry up to to (laughs) sink, to line up with the hole. It's like a milking parlor. (laughs) <laughs> you, for, you forgot the trough underneath the hole. Man. You're gonna have to clean this Actually, up again. Actually, if, if you're if you're making that noise, uh, I probably would see a doctor. <laughs> oh, yes. you ejaculate. There's something wrong. Oh, I've, I've put one of those uh, weird k- kazoo. A slide. It sounds like some sort of weird farty slide. Yeah, whistle. I have like a, a, what is this? 
a kazoo membrane oh. is got stuck in the rod of my penis. Could you imagine that? Straight down my uh, my jab side. <laughs> is that racist? <laughs> we apologize to any kazooians out there. Yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to fuck uh, you up. In all in all seriousness to all the kazooians out there I say <laughs> and we mean it. So let's let's get Ed off the fence then. Indeed. John Travolta. No splinters here. Ed. Only T bird or deluxe. <laughs> John Travolta is a T bird. Yeah, the way. I think he's a bit of a deluxe. All to me. the way. Um so the Mothman. Let's <laughs> let's uh, quite quite succinctly, from everything that we've learned and every bit of research that we've done and the fact that it's an owl, what do you feel <laughs> <laughs> about the Mothman head? Um <sighs> Well, I think first of all, like, where do you stand on the witness testimonies? The of the the, the that Mothman fever of sixty six, sixty seven. What do you think happened there? I I think there was probably a little bit of hysteria. Yeah, right. But uh, I think a lot of the witness testimonies are quite credible. Hmm. Um, like they believe what they saw. They believe even though. It may not actually be what they saw. Yeah, they believe okay. what they saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and people, it seems, that spoke to them, including police officers, believe that they believe them. So I think, would it happen in in a in a more cynical town? Um, the place that's a little bit more cynical. A lot of maybe, people really believe, I guess. Yeah, it's it's a it's a small town. Everybody knows everybody else. Mm. Uh, Maybe people are bored. Mm. Yeah. Maybe people want to... Get some notoriety for the town. Yeah, get some notoriety for themselves. I'm guessing West Virginia, they're good Christian people. Yeah. And they worship the false god for almost a year, and then their bridge fell down. So we're like, oop, we better not talk about him no more. (laughs) Maybe, (laughs) yeah. Maybe. Uh, That's your idolatry right there. I do think think that that they're credible credible witnesses. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to, to the Mothman. Do you think that the, the two in couples in the car were wife swapping? Uh, I think maybe they were uh, and they wanted uh, another story so people would, wouldn't ask, well, why were you out there uh, yeah, wife swapping? That's what I think. Happened. I haven't said that. If they, if they were wife swapping or doing something untoward like that, they wouldn't mm. want anyone to know what they were up to. So they wouldn't have said anything. The fact that they that they reported it, and they all were uh, interviewed separately, and they all had the same story, and there was no escalation. Yeah, there was no. They weren't adding bits. They weren't making it a sexier story. Uh, they were obviously in fear, frightened, frightened enough to report it to the authorities. So they're very credible. Mm-hmm. There's a few not so credible, but you know you're always going to have that. Yeah. I mean, I've been to parties where shit's gone down, and, then and the people, next day. people have totally different reports, and I yeah. know what the truth is, mm. and I go, where are you? No, he never said that. Because you never. were the guy that had your pants off. Yeah. And they, when they, they held it wrong. When the umbrella I can't was, hear you, my pants are off. When the umbrella was closed, he wasn't wearing any pants. I know, I saw it, I was there, I took his pants off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was no umbrella! <laughs> so, I do, I do believe... Uh, the, the testimonials hmm. 
of some people. I and the historic ones, the ones from the, the 1800s. But you should always check your testimonials for lumps, folks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Make sure. Or, or water retention, which uh-huh. is less serious. But yeah, also nothing like checking a bag of lumps for lumps. But yeah. also an issue. Watery watery lumps. Uh, the the old uh, Thunder Cougar Frettlenbirds. Yeah. Um, do I believe them? I, I would say so. I mean, that the, do you think the Mothman stems from those those theories? Yeah, the idea yeah. does. The, but the, the actual the innate human fear of something that's a flying monster. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, it's it's a common fear. Dragons, dragons, Griffins. dragons will kind of be Griffins. our one for this for this modern civilization. Yeah. Yeah. You know, vampires are very the Mothman Bats, uh, yeah. story is yeah, very, very similar to vampires. Yeah. So it is a coll- a collective fear that people mm. have. What about the Mothman prophecies? Would you recommend to buy it or to even download it on audible.com? Mm. I download or to it watch on... the the Gearfest. I'm going to Audible right now and get a 30-day trial and you get one token for a book and yeah. if the Mothman prophecies is the book that you wanted to get with that trial we're not getting paid by Audible. Yeah. Yes. If, if you enter the promo code uh, underscore TCG, no, nothing's going to happen. Nothing we we, we happen. don't have an affiliate program. No, no. With them, so you so. probably tell you to get off the, the website. Yeah. But the, mo- the you movie can go is... and get a free token and download the Mothman Prophecies rather than watch the movie. I'd rather actually go yeah. blind than watch that movie again. The, the movie's yes. not very good. When I not saw when I saw it years ago, it was kind of it's kind of creepy. Atmospheric and creepy. Atmosphere, it's scary. Yeah. For for the for the Indrid Cole uh, conversations mm. where he's talking to him on the phone. Uh, the, weird, the weird wispy noises and stuff to give yeah. you a kind of an indication of what it was supposed but to sound they've taken like. yeah. too much when, you, when we actually learned about this and researched this you realise they've taken too much creative licence with the story yeah I, de- I definitely, definitely listen to the book or read the book because it goes into more detail and it's got uh, first hand account proper first hand yeah and it, and it has it cites different uh, accounts from other UFO investigators yeah and way more and detailed like and yeah. a lot more detail to it like Mark Pellington the director of the movie said that it's it's really properly fictionalized like it's well, not nothing yeah, like what yeah. really happened they even had to change richard garay's character uh, yeah it's been changed completely and yeah and i think he said he wanted to change the message to start from based on true events to inspired by semi-true events yeah 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 <laughs> kind of like the thing that happened but not the thing that happened yeah not but, that i'm saying the thing that happened actually happened anyway <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear allegedly <laughs> But, um, yeah, so the Mothman Prophecies book you'd recommend. Yeah, I'd recommend that. Throw it out. Throw it out. Um, but. Or audible.com, 99 cents. There go you go. Do it. Um, I, got, I got the actual paper book. If you like paper books. Because I'm an old man. <laughs> so. Do you, believe, do you believe the Mothman actually happened? I, mm. I don't think the Mothman prophesizes anything. Right. I Coincidence think, with the bridge class. I think it's all coincidental. Right. Coincidental mass hysteria you, possibly could be yeah. a flight suit from an alien race. Yes. So let's go into MIB then. Mm. What the you thought you saw, you did not see. Yeah. Picking up all the slack. The descriptions of the of the Men in Black are uh, possibly of a future a future society. Time travelers. Time travelers. That's a possibility. Chess. Mm-hmm. Um, adjustment bureau men. Adjustment bureau men. That is a distinct possibility. Fixing paradoxical mistakes in the time-space continuum. Yeah. Like a mothman going back from the future where we genetically create one and flying around in 1966. Mm. That's it, the kind of thing you need to sort out. Like It kind of doesn't make sense that if some people saw uh, something that they would come and ask them about what they saw yeah. to kind of jog their memories and think, do you, do you believe it? It seems like you just leave it alone and let people kind of go, oh, it's a, it's a monster. Make it 
make them believe it's just some kind of. But maybe how many monster. UFO sightings are just ignored? But it's only maybe when like up to a hundred people are all saying they see the same thing that these men in black show up. Yeah, that only when it's like a, a real glut. A, yeah. ma- a mass event it seems to be getting out of control you know like there are some events that are happening at the moment and we keep on getting from our lovely lovely fans mm. getting all of these uh, videos and all these news reports of people going yeah we, like there's 40 or 50 but or 60 stuff, of us all standing around looking at this thing in the sky stuff that only runs on local, local news affiliates yeah so you, we, don't see, we don't see it on like CNN and stuff like that yeah. it's just their they local send it news to us they go, like the 100 people saw this thing in such and such a place check it out yeah and there's a video of someone going, oh my God, can you see that? Like, I can see, I see what you mean about ignore certain accounts because you're, you're adding validity to yeah. them to even you're, show up You're to the throwing person. fuel on the fire. Yeah. Mm. You're but, saying, well, if, if, if it's nothing, why are these weird men showing up asking about it? Yeah. If you ignore it, it'll burn out. Yeah. But if you've got an inferno on your hands of a hundred people, can you yeah. ignore that and it'll burn out? Or mm. will it burn the whole world out? Uh-huh. They have to go in and... and uh, Super eight, the whole place. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they don't seem to be really doing They're anything not. except asking questions. <laughs> They're not wiping people's memories. They're not. Not that we know of. Mm-hmm. They're not doing a cleanup operation. How how do you know that all them lads didn't go around to the uh, the Walthams and the the Thomases and the, all of these people? And well, Keel, they did see those people's face. They, they, yeah. Those people did see the monster's face on the porch, but the man in black came around and went and mm-hmm. took the monster's face away. And there are like from their memory. We'll go into it more in our MIB episode, but there is talk of men in black sort of uh you know, kind of gang stalking people where they just, you know, show up at places and, and be seen and follow them and hang on the same street corner every night just to freak the person out. Materialise through doors, appear in yeah. the sitting rooms and be all like that classic, that? Uh, no. that classic yeah. FBI thing where you come back to your house and you're like, Everything's here but not the same stuff yeah, moves yeah. what the hell's going on here you know just to unsettle you all the time uh, dead air phone just, calls just, and to, stuff and just to make you aware that you're being watched just, yeah, yeah the hot breath on your neck just to and let they, you know and they know but uh, I don't know I mean I think it's if they have any kind of if they're indeed future uh, time cops mm-hmm. uh, could they not utilize that but I mean I honestly don't know if they're future time cops because that just opens up a whole can of that's par- our, paradoxical that's our Black episode, yeah. Paradoxical worms. So possibly possibly not that. Did you say a worm? I did. All right, Morris. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Maurice. Got cut in half and I fell in love with my own arse. Oh, how are you? Alright. Are you talking about a paradoxical worm? Uh, I was, yeah. I That's can't what happened them. when I drank I a bottle of Thunderbird. I ended up absolutely paradoxical. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about Don't one of those uh, Donnie Darko worms. Paralytical. I went out to try and get my hole. Hi, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm a worm. <laughs> Goodbye now. See you, Morris. See you, Morris. Um, Maurice? Yeah, I, I I, would say that the, the men in black are uh, aliens, possibly... Trying to act like humans, not agents. government agents, not government agents. Again, a cry check in. Uh, oh, yeah, in poor old black vomity cry check. Yeah. yeah, never liked him. But I, I don't. I mean, like you say, I, I, I would be on the fence. With you can't the men be. In you black. can't be. You have yeah. to get off the fence. Like going to with, head. No, with the men. With the men. With the men in black, I am. I am on the fence. Oh, okay, we haven't done that episode yet. We you'll you'll done, come back okay. to that one. I'll we'll come right. back to men in black okay. in time. But, okay. but. Like predominantly, on which side do you? Where, where is the most weight of your feet from from being off the fence on that? Is mm. it towards them being aliens? 
Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah foot on the ground and aliens. Okay, yeah, it's okay. And so between you... between like supernatural force, uh, straight up alien, or some sort of like robotic future technology, you would put your money on. Or owl, obviously. Owl. Option. You put your money on owl, would you? Yeah. Play the safe bet. So you're off the fence saying owl? <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. alien exoskeleton flight suit. As cool as that sounds. Owl. So owl, but owl, just, I'm cool with owl, but owl says that every witness testimony account was wrong. It was either. Uh, and every incident of a man in black coming to somebody's house. Was wrong. And that the, that the, the, the nausea and all that stuff was caused maybe by the chemicals from the TNT plant. That the 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 yeah. matching the coincidental lights in the sky and UFO reports of the same time around the Mothman thing, all just a hysteria stirred up by John A. Keel. Yeah, owl, owl, and the UFO fever. I'm of the happy time, with though. that, Paul. I'm happy with yeah. that. Get off the fence, there, you. Uh, Mothman. 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 Uh, what do I think of the Mothman? What what like? Do you believe that he was a thing, first of all? That wasn't just imagination? I believe something happened. Okay. Because I think I'm like with Ed here where, I mean, I want to stay on the fence on this one a little bit, but I I just can't accept that like that many people... Do you know what this reminds me of? The Dyatlov Pass yeah. story, where uh, if, you, if you haven't listened to our Dyatlov Pass episode, go listen to it, it's great. But... Uh, basically, it was a situation where no one theory explained all the weird phenomena and oddities about the scene. And this, I feel like the same thing here. That, like, there's a there's a sort of a acute thing going on, which stands for a compelling urge to explain. Which mm. is basically, like, you know what I mean? You, you, you'll you just find some sort of practical answer for everything, no matter yeah. what it is. Yeah. So if, if someone says, oh, well, it was uh, this, you go, oh, it's Crane. And you go, well, it didn't have, it wasn't white. And you go, oh, so it was an owl. And you go, oh, well, it flew at 100 miles an hour. It was slipstreaming. You know, oh well, it it people had the like, red eyes. Ah, there was like a a conjunctivitis going around. Ah, well, it was the, you know what I mean. You you have to yeah. ask someone fought it in your face that night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have a shitty pillow. Like someone like you have to have fifteen different things come together to to explain away all these different phenomena. Like nine eleven. Yes, Boston and that to bombings. me seems like almost Sandy as unbelievable Hook. as a winged flying man. Mm. You know what I mean? For this, for it to be. Like nothing, but is it just? But is Kurt it Cobain. just? Mm. But are all these things just highly improbable? Not impossible, but highly improbable. Absolutely. As in, all these I, things can occur. My problem is, it's I believe that improbable I, that yeah, they would. I believe that I live in the infinite universe, so I have to unfortunately accept that, like pretty much anything can happen. Yeah. And as such, I can almost rule nothing out ever. I yeah. fucking hate having this belief. I want to get rid like, of it, but I have we, nothing else to replace it with. Like, I might go for a shit and have a heart attack like Elvis. Yeah. Or I might explode. And then I, I stop, but I don't gold do might come out of my arse. Yeah, I don't do anything because I'm thinking... <laughs> Highly but then improbable. again, in, in the multiverse theory, I've already made all of those choices yeah. and done them all. Huh. And then my head gets all fucked up again. So, like, look, can I accept that it was all just, you know, a fabrication, coincidence with the bridge... Uh, it was all just like mass hysteria and different phenomena that accounted for this kind of two years of madness in Point yeah. Pleasant. Uh, no, not really, because as you said, it's not impossible, but it's it's equally for me as improbable as like a winged cryptid that's flying around that area that's never been found, okay. never been captured, no one's seen the scat of it. Uh, if I had to put money on it, and someone was asked me to put money on it, I believe in aliens. Here I go. So I would put a lot more stock in all of the alien sightings. 
than in the paranormal kind of cryptid idea, spiritual creature idea. So the Mothman yeah. is an alien? In my opinion, yes. Do you think it's an alien that got loose, like from uh, The Flight of the Navigator or the movie Critters, where <laughs> there was the a movie trans... Alien. Or the movie Well, not so much the movie Alien, oh, yeah, when well. I describe it. Like, it's more of uh, they were transporting you know, uh, uh, some criminal, intergalactic yeah. criminal alien, uh, or they were bringing something back for like a scientific experiment and they ended up like crashing on Earth. The, the Mothman, as we know, it got loose and ended up like They're hanging around in the woods of West Virginia yeah. and, you know, likes the smell of TNT because he comes from a planet that's made mm. from TNT. Yeah. And he's like hanging around the thing and then these men in black are like, intergalactic time space cops who are like we have to get this thing back in the thing and as soon as it destroyed the bridge it drew attention to itself and went yeah no he's definitely here and then they captured him and that was yes like what, that scenario that would be a way better mothman prophecy indeed that's a better movie like yeah rather than like much better laura movie. linney yeah. like mothman. almost crying all the time and richard garay like listening to wispy like yeah. on the fucking phone like a modem yeah, yeah. mothman prophecies too fixing the franchise <laughs> i like that one a really good one but uh yeah no i think i what i i think it's that it's like this is this is rodney the kind of waster hippie uh reptilian draco alien so all the reptilian dracos live in in the hollow earth under the ground mm. and there's one guy who just always goes out and like has to go flying around has to like cut the cut the, the sex organs out of cows has to do all stupid shit has to make circles in a crop field yeah. and every like time fr- he comes back boy yeah. draco they're like yeah. hey rodney where you been he's like nowhere it's like why have you got paint chips all over your feet have you been chasing cars again? No. It's like, Rodney, we are a higher evolved species. We've been on this planet for 15 fucking million years. What are you doing? And he's like... I just want to cut loose have a bit of fun. Yeah, he's like, I see, I see dogs chasing cars all the time, man. They look like they have a really carefree life. I wonder if like, we should go back to our animalistic reptilian nature. And they're all like, Rodney, you're a fucking waster. If your dad wasn't the vice chairman, you'll be out of here so fast, bye. Rodney's all like, if you keep on treating me like this, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to turn into a female because I'm a lizard and we're able to do that <coughs> so that's if, if I had to put money on it yeah it goes on Rodney okay it goes on like a rogue Rodney, reptilian alien Rodney the rogue reptilian that's a yeah, t-shirt idea that's knocking right about there. the place kicking Absolutely. off I think I should go back to biomechanical alien suit anyway uh, you're not enjoying being stuck with an owl over there in the corner not really no. what, what about men in black uh, I think it's possible I looked into we looked into a little bit of men in blacking in this and mm-hmm. realised there's more to this Men in Black story than uh, a oh, crap yeah. Will Smith franchise. Like, hey, I like the Men in Black movies. I didn't I like Men in Black so... 3 because it's like, we need another one. But Men in Black 1 and 2 are not I, so bad. What I didn't and like 1 is definitely... I think like, 2 is re- awful. I think, uh, 3 is better 2. 2 is really good. Hmm. 2's terrible. 2 yeah. is the one where Tommy Lee Jones goes to work in the post office or wherever at the start and he goes to find yeah. But now, now, now they realise that they don't need uh, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones because Tommy, yes. Tommy Lee Jones has that rare disease where his face is eating itself but <laughs> so he's not going to be around for much longer but now now they realize oh we're, we're, we can do oh yeah there's other there's loads of men in blacks it's not just these two fucking guys we can make uh, another movie with they're, they're gonna reboot it with Zac Efron di- different uh, actors and, playing oh, yeah, Zac agents. Efron and Harry and Potter Anthony Mackie but I thought I thought it was a would be you know a franchise that would keep going forever and ever because mm. you can just keep using different actors to play different agents. Rip, like you said, Rip Torn. 
Yeah. Gone. Hey, do you reckon Rip Torn was like uh, Idris, uh, Indrid Cold? Like, remember you, told, you you introduced me to Indrid Cold before I was reading research on this yeah. one, and I said, what is it with these aliens? They have to pick a name that almost sounds human, but doesn't, so you know it's like an no, alien. There's yeah. lots of people called Is Rip Torn one of those? No, there's lots of people called Rip. Yeah, Rip, Rip, Rip yeah. Torn. Like He's the past or, and the future or, in one name. Buddy. Rip Thorn. It's probably, yeah. it's, it's probably not his real name. It's not even Thorn, it's Torn, T-O-R-N. It's, well, what about Red Buttons? Yeah. Or red, the dad from the 70s or red no the, the, the old uh, time movie star yeah there's, comedy, there's a man in red buttons yeah. red buttons yeah red skeleton and he wasn't a children's TV presenter Slim, Slim Pickens yeah Slim Pickens there's lots of uh, yeah, that, was his, that was his actual name that was like Michael Keaton <laughs> <laughs> not, his, not, not his real you name mean Michael Douglas uh, yes <laughs> what, what do you think about uh, uh, the Ed's theory of the alien exoskeleton suit do you think that could be a real I never thought I like that. that theory That's, a lot, yeah man. that one's come right in the left with all the UV stuff and yeah. the conjunctivitis um, the Klieg conjunctivitis and the, 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 the vertigo and the flying stuff taken off from standing and all yeah. that kind of crack Ed when was the last time you saw G.I. Joe the modern one was Channing Tatum uh, a long time ago. Oh, okay. Whenever it was released, yeah. I haven't seen it. But is that the, in GI Joe? He has like one of those super power suits that. Oh yeah, they have, have to do whatever. Power. They have super power suits. Right. It doesn't fly though. Ah, so, so it's GI Joe three. Is it? Is it time? Joe for, Harder. Is it time for my go? Yeah, I think yeah, I'm you, off the fence. Sufficiently off the fence. Final word of off the fence. I'm going with Rodney instead of Exoskeleton suit. Right, you're going with I'm off. You're off the fence with Rogue Draco. Fucking around, alien, chasing cars, kicking back, messing, hanging and the, out, and the men in black are trying to get them making, back into the making underworld. prank phone calls. Because don't forget, that's an element to it. If you want to go, it's an owl. This is an owl to go work the fucking phone. <laughs> He's a cheeky. <laughs> uh, okay, so Gordo, supernatural creature uh, spoken about through many civilizations of humankind. Yes, really, mutant TNT owl. I think. Um, in the vein huh. of, uh, you know, the, the the story of dragons of old and these yeah. winged creatures. Mm. I think it's a mutant owl. If it's a bird, it's got to be an owl. There's no other bird that matches mm-hmm. it. No. Owl. Descriptions. It's an owl. And to be honest, I think it's witness testimonies of a lot of people with pussy stank on their fingers looking up at the lights shining in through the eyes of an owl with his ipitus tipitum copycum, whatever that was called. Yeah, yeah copycum. And they were going, fuck, it's four o'clock in the morning, we're in a place we're not supposed to be, and yeah. there's a big massive thing outside with big red eyes, and they just looked at it weird, and they, their perspective was all wrong, mm-hmm. and then... Like the red of- eyes is enough for you to build a picture of a demon in your in your mind around yeah. them. Yeah, all you need is one little detail. Sure, they have that in all the fucking movies and all the all the yeah. kids' cartoons and all that stuff. And there's like it pans to like a a, a bush, <laughs> and in the bush is like darkness, and then in the darkness that so you see the red eyes blinking it's open. open yeah. And then when you shine a light into it, it's just like four owls sitting in a tree. When when I was a kid, uh, in our old house, you'd walk down to the shed to get turf, oh. mm-hmm. and the light was broken in it, so it was down in the dark. I hate that. And you're, you know, you're, your mind goes mad. Your mind goes mad. Well, you're yeah. scared. Especially I remember, if fucking... I remember getting a big load of turf, turning around, and then I heard something behind me. And I never turned around to see what it was. Now, it was most likely a cat mm-hmm. uh, making a slight kind of hissing noise. Mm. It was a cat. But I never turned around. 
But in my imagination, I imagined that this was a fully grown uh, thing sta- standing behind right. me. Right. Abo- it sounded above like it was me. huge, whatever. It, it sounded was. like it was bigger. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. It's fucking Like, owl. we don't it's say mind, mind plays tricks for nothing. It's fucking owl, man. Yeah. So these lads seen you are seen the owl nuts. as 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 human height where the human head would be if it was like eight foot tall or whatever, mm. and it spread its wings out because it was you know given it given it all these ah, like so nighttime. It's, it's perched the, on something, so they assume it's the height that yeah, they see the head. Perched, and the muscular yeah. legs are the tree trunk, the tree, the tree trunk in the dark. Mm. Right, they're fucking idiots. Your man is up to his second knuckle in a place where he shouldn't be parking his car mm-hmm. with his cousin in the back covering his eyes and his ears, yeah. mm-hmm. eye muffs and ear muffs, uh, trying to fucking, you know... Nothing sexier than the oldest used munitions factory. Yeah, the smell of TNT on the wind, mm-hmm. the sound of your best mate fist and his wife in the back seat. Like, it's romance. Like, it's fucking textbook shit, like, right? Textbook romance. Textbook romance, right? Uh-huh. And then they look up and they're, all, an like, they're all like, Ugh, lamped! There's a fucking owl being all like, who? And they're all like, me? Like, <laughs> and then he goes, oh, quick, start the car. And then they feel it on the roof of the car because the, the owl is like chasing them for the crack. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's a fucking owl, man. Now, let's say if it is an alien, mm-hmm. I, I really like your exoskeleton story. I really like the fact that it could be an escaped creature from, you know, a, an intergalactic prison ship. A la Red Dwarf or uh-huh. uh, Critters. Um, you know. Coming back to reassert yeah. its dominance and re-enslave the human race. Yeah, or it could be something that never left here at all, like a an, Draco. An Anunnaki like overlord, a, Yeah, an Anunnaki creature or maybe some kind of... Uh, yeah, the, ro- the, the the exoskeleton like suit, flight suit is really good. It's really nice. it, it explains a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, the maneuverability, really the standing. radiation, especially. Yeah. That's really good. I think that's an that's an Ed Salmon uh, original. trademarked original yeah. Mothman theory. Yeah, I haven't heard that one out in the interwebs. So like uh, right now, John Keel is taking notes with a pen and paper. Yeah, yeah, if you're passing this on, John, as a as a thing, this is a trademark of of the brain the brain mush of of Edwin Montague Salmon. <laughs> wow, is it Montague? No, but it should be. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna just. Like, I'm gonna be Monty. Was that that was a shot in the dark? Wasn't it? I think no? I'm gonna change oh. it. To Edwin Montague, Montague Salmon. Yeah. My middle name is Zebedee. Really? Yeah, I I did that at my confirmation. I chose that oh, name. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, my confirmation name is Zebedee. I bet the priest was angry. Jo- like a George. Yeah, and I got to George draw big coloured letters and stick it on the altar, and everyone was all like, "Who picked Zebedee?" And I was like, <laughs> "I did a D." Yeah, my brother wanted to pick Calvin. From Calvin and Hobbes. Nice. Oh, nice. But uh, the parents wouldn't allow it because it was too close to Calvinism. <laughs> and if you're a Roman Catholic, it's no good. you can't use the name of yeah. Calvinism. What do you want for your confirmation name? Uh, Protestant. I was, so, my, <coughs> mine are George and John. Oh, nice, not nice Montague. Not yeah. Montague. Montague's deadly. That is very good. Well, cool. I think this is a fucking owl, boys. Yeah? Yeah, it's an owl. And the, the weird phone calls. I want it to be a shitty phone system. Yeah. Uh, the the burns and the swollen eyes, people shitting and farting on pillows and not washing their fingers after fingering their misses. Psoriasis inside in the inside in the car, fingering their misses and then getting a bit of fucking dust in the eye from being out in the middle of the TNT, wiping his eye and he ends up getting some poo particles under his fingernails that get into his eye and he's choked twice. The Men in Black accounts. 
Men in black, there's fucking there's weird lads all over the place. Have you ever met anyone that works Stoners. in the post office? Especially Those guys are fucking weird as shit. In a town that's having a spate of cryptid and UFO sightings, you probably would suck in a lot of weirdos from the surrounding yeah. areas. Yeah, like yeah. John Keel coming to specifically yeah. look for weird shit mm. and, and going around informing. Like, John Keel had, had a conspiracy hepatitis conspiracy yeah. leprosy by going from house to house interviewing person to person and giving them a little bit and getting a little bit from them and then going to the next person and giving them a little bit and getting a little bit from yeah. them and then when they'd all meet when John was gone they'd all make up this big story like who's to say that you're accusing John of contaminating a subject I'm saying that maybe the press sometimes becomes the subject mm-hmm. do you know like Louis Theroux in the documentary and there were a lot of people specifically going to that area and sitting around looking at the skies, at the yeah. skies waiting and looking. Dying and to you, see something. And you're going to get some weirdos. Yeah, somewhere. man. Absolutely. But the men in black, the way they're flying in and flying out, like they're government employees. Maybe mm. maybe they're lads who were smoking, like we said earlier on, smoking weed. Like all the symptoms of a stoner, not able mm. to eat, smiling all the time. Talking real weird, holding his hands, either sitting on them or putting them under his armpits yeah. so he doesn't gesticulate wildly like a big stoner, yeah. right? He has no eyebrows, he has no hair, because when he tried to fucking bake a, a Sarah Lee cake in the oven that he left it turned on too long and he opened the thing and woof, and he was like, oh, that should have waited. I was, just, I was really hungry, he had the munchies. Burned all his hair off and then he comes into the place and goes like, can I have a steak? And he just forgets it because he's fucking stoned. Mm. Like yeah. stoners, the yeah. men in black. And people uh, like peyote. Robbing a pen and running off. Like People weren't as familiar with things like peyote as they are now. Yeah, the boys could have been like acid was just brand new on the scene. Yeah, like yeah. It was just breaking. People are all melty and they're all like, dude, those guys are acting really weird. How many of those things actually happened? How many of those witnesses weren't just you know, jumping on the bandwagon? Oh, mm-hmm. I've seen that thing. Oh, I've seen that thing. Where were you when JFK was shot? I was right there. Where are you though? Yeah. Like everyone wants to be part of something. Right right there. People Pulling the, the trigger. Stock. Especially a town with six thousand people, man. It's yeah. fucking it's an owl vice. Do you remember that like ten million people claimed to be a Woodstock? Yeah. But then when there was a rape, everybody's hand went down. Oh, I wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah. Good guy. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't handing out the brown acid. <laughs> it wasn't me. Brown acid sounds really dirty. Yeah. Brown. Uh yeah, brown I don't ethic. um I don't think I don't think it was that important. Mm. The the bridge collapse connection, bridge collapse coincidence. I still like we went through that man. I still can't believe that a fucking bridge would be able to do that shit like without some kind of fail. It's terrifying, isn't Awful. it? Awful. And then I it never kept, crossed and the bridge then it again. Kept happening. Yeah, you know, like yes. I, I figured, oh, that's just old technology, obviously engineering. But no, they keep uh, they don't change the bridge because it costs too much for them to like knock a bridge down and put another one up. So they go, just wait until it falls. Once it falls, we don't have to pay to demolish it. I live on the south side of Dublin now. I'm never crossing the river again. It's, Fuck the it's, north side. It's I'm human. Done. It's human error. I'm never crossing that bridge again. Like <laughs> I came no, across, I'm there was south, one that outside for life, baby. There was one that collapsed in Venice because too many people were on it at one time. Yeah. Sure, the, those the, bridges in Venice apparently but they you can just collapse. The bridges in Paris, when the people were putting the locks on the fences on the bridges in Paris, it was fucking up the weight of the bridge and it was yeah. going oh, to yeah, fall down yeah. because the bridge was unsustainable under that weight. Like I can understand yeah. that where where there's a sustained, uh, uh, you know, huge weight increase uh, mm-hmm. way above capacity. So there's like two or three or four tons of metal locks mm. that people romantically and put on these wires that were put there to stop other smaller people, dogs and children, falling through the yes. fucking gaps of the thing. And they're on a part of the bridge that's not designed to carry weight. No. That was never designed to carry weight. No. That's the connection point for the bridge. So all of these massive tons of metal on these locks on that bridge, plus the traffic, plus the foot traffic, mm-hmm. yeah, a bridge is going to fail. But a fucking bridge in the middle of America that's going across a river 
that has an extra few cars on it one day because you know what the fuck is that it's insane isn't it? it's an owl I'm telling it's you it's insane but the, the broken traffic lights contributed to that yeah well. but the men in black weren't working oh, come on no it's, no. Owl, boys. it's an owl no I just mean to the... put your mind at either bridges yeah. like it's not just one piece it's, fell yeah. you had to have that perfect oh, storm of the, the traffic but lights but you also had to have the yeah. perfect storm of a load of people seeing the mop man and then MIB turning up and then loads of UFOs and stuff like the mm. huge perfect storm of questions and all that stuff but unlike Die at Last Pass has an answer you think yeah, it's an owl. It's that, an owl the scene. That caused swelling eyes. Lads, are, and, lads and, are smoking and yeah. a bridge is badly made. And a fella like John Keel wanted to make a few pound off dropping in a bit of doubt into okay. a... Yeah. He so, dropped he dropped the, the, the milk of doubt into the glass of water of this story mm. and ended up turning it all into a weird, cummy-looking mess. Mm. <laughs> I will say, though, you did just list four different factors that had to come together for that version to come true. Four. Hmm. It's not a yeah. lot. I think we can Improb- probably go through a few I, more. Improbable. Go on a not few impossible. more. Go on then. Uh, okay, let me think. I uh, keep. I keep reiterating that. Improbable. Yeah. Not impossible, but highly improbable. <laughs> I just I'd love to we, say that to a waiter at a restaurant. Would you like to check, sir? It's improbable, but not impossible. <laughs> uh, the alternative theories. Hmm. Like the like the. Uh, Say people aren't incorrect about cars moving at seventy five miles an hour and this thing holding speed with it. Sure, then it's a, it's an biomechanical alien, it's an alien exosuit, yeah. right? That the men in black are trying to get back because it's their only way home. Yeah, but that's assuming people in the panic in the adrenaline weren't just mistaken about how fast they were going. No, I don't think they were. I think they weren't going seventy five. Like. I think they were. They weren't going one hundred or seventy five miles an hour. I think they were going less. Yeah, that's that's just. I mean, I wish. I wish. I never saw that. Is that I wish we had Marissa Tomei from uh, yeah, my yeah. cousin Vinny as a, <laughs> yeah. a vehicle expert. Be because able to a seventy, a sixty six Chevy would never go that fast on a highway. Two degrees off top dead center. Wee wee. It's my best job. Are you sure about that? <laughs> there you go. Are you sure about that? Five minutes. Mm. Like definitely, we need it. We need a Marissa Tomei expert to know yeah. how fast a forty eight Ford Deluxe can go. Mm. At top speed, uphill with white wall tires. I think we on a need. Dirt track. I think we need an an Indrid Cold episode. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna do a Men in Black episode, yeah. but that's a wholly different thing for a totally different day. And maybe mm-hmm. they were coming and saying, "Why is everyone talking about UFOs?" That they're around all the time, asking anybody to talk about What do you say to the UFO sightings of the lights in the sky that were witnessed uh, that people didn't see, like the mothman body around it? There's UFOs all the time. I don't think mm. it's I don't think it's attributed or yeah, connected to the mothman. Yeah. I think the mothman is a motherfucking owl. Mm-hmm. And that the the men in black, because they're involved in this story at the same time, has given more credence or, or more weight to the fact that Mothman was seen. And you see all these eyewitnesses are all saying, yeah, Mothman, Mothman, I saw Mothman, I saw the Mothman, I saw Mothman. They're not saying, I saw UFO, I saw a motherfucking UFO, I saw a UFO do this. Anything that's to do with UFOs is to do with MIB sightings. Mm. And I think that the, both of those have been like amalgamated into one story. Unless the Mothman is a UFO. Is the Mothman a UFO? Is he not like? Well, he's not technically been identified. <laughs> is he not? I don't know. I think. Yeah, it's it's, it's, I, it's, it's kind of a it's a motherfucking owl, man. Everybody One owl, though, is made a lot of uh, talking about the Mothman. Mothman, you know, in the yeah. movies, strange appearance of the Mothman. Mothman, the Mothman. God, everyone's talking about the Mothman. There must be a Mothman out there. Yeah. But I'm this, not a big owl. This one owl gave rise to like rumors of men in black, of UFOs, of spacecraft no, stopping. The men in black of... coming around gave rise mm. to stories of the men in black. 
Hmm. Like the, the Men in Black uh, weren't there asking people in the town. about the Mothman. Yeah, that's were... just a separate thing that happened coincidentally at the same time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it could be just people connect, connecting yeah, dots that aren't exactly. there. The mass yes. hysteria around the Mothman and all the things that were happening, the hundreds of reports over that year made mm. the men in black go, come here, we have to, fucking, we have to go down there now yeah. and try and smooth off some stuff because people are saying there's some shit going on there that may or may not be going on. Let's box this off. Because people are saying they're seeing the Mothman, they're seeing UFOs, they're seeing like... And do you think it was just one owl or numerous owls? Numerous owls. They're all the, the TNT. So now you're saying this is numerous owls. owls that all kind of go against the natural instinct to be hyper aggressive towards things they see. Like humans and cars that are much bigger than them. Like if they're owls are as aggressive as you're suggesting they are, why aren't yeah. we all being attacked by owls all the time? They're territorial. Have you, ever, territorial. Have you ever been near or close to an owl? <laughs> they're they're yeah. territorial, which would explain why. But they uh, chase a car they, for like a couple of miles down a road. Because they're territorial. But How then, big is their territory? But, but then they go back. As big as the owl is, this was. Yeah. Depends. Sevenfold. Barrett owl, which is the biggest type of owl, that's the one that's been attributed to this, mm. has like a couple of acres as its territory. It takes a couple of acres as its territory. Mm. Like 8,000? Like, not 8,000, but oh. I mean, did they drive 8,000 acres worth of... No, like, but I'm, I'm drive... guessing they drove a fair distance if the, if the site itself is 8,000 acres. Yeah, but to get back to town, were they on the near yeah, side of the town? Were the, they? But we can't be we can't be sure of true how fast they were going mm-hmm. for real, yeah. and how much how far they went, how being, far they went, being trailed, being and how trailed. far the actual thing followed them. They said they were going the hundred miles got... an hour for two minutes, or for two miles. Uh, that means they got there in four seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like an owl will attack you for four seconds. It would. No and I, I I would accept that an owl will sustain an attack for four seconds. Yeah. yeah. And can can that car get to 100 miles an hour in, in two minutes? I but mean, what about the reports that aren't at the TNT factory? That's the L spreading its area. Uh, no, its there's owls all over the fucking place, man. There's oh, owls everywhere. Like, this is numerous. Uh, and you just shine a light and owls' eyes are red and you're like, ooh, an owl. Right. And some of those some of those might not be true. I don't believe there's a yeah. Mothman. I don't believe there's a motherfucking Mothman. Because you have to believe the one that like walked up to the house and looked in the window definitely wasn't an owl. That has to be just not true. I don't believe those people. Mm, yeah, maybe. that has to be not true. Yeah, like. yeah. A lot of people I wouldn't believe when there's a whole load of... Like, the only people that I think actually saw something are the mm. four people in the car yeah. who were doing you don't finger, believe the finger bang party. Grave diggers, mm, maybe, yeah. Maybe. They were like, but they didn't, give, a, they didn't give that great a description. Jeez, that was a big owl. Yeah, like, that's, yeah they, they gave then, the like, closest to like, a bird description, I think there is, which it sounded like a bird and it flew like a bird. But like someone seeing a, a, an eagle mm-hmm. from a distance picking up a lamb... Mm. In a field, would say, "Look at that massive e- eagle picking up a fully grown sheep." Yeah, mm. but how well can just... you see an eagle or a black owl at night, though? Mm. Yeah, right. but well, if it's flying I'm... over you, when your car lights are facing up at its eyes and its big eyes turn red, what car lights then... go straight up? But an eagle would they're not big lights, Paul. Like when they're flying towards you, you catch the blink. But of I the think eye. they're designed to go forwards instead of up. Yeah, but it's a it's a wide spectrum, you know. Yeah. When you have car lights on. But also... Really? Why aren't you illuminating lots of buildings as you're driving down the street? The, so what lights lit up the red thing's eyes then? The car. But what I'm saying is that the creature was flying incredibly low. For the lights to have hit it in the eyes. Oh, I don't know, man. Like if the creature yeah. was like 100 feet up in the air, I doubt the lights would have hit its eyes. Yeah. Yeah, but did but they, they stay only... 100 feet up in the air? But they only... Red, red glowing eyes. Hmm. Yeah, I just think it's a fucking owl, man. 
possible. Yeah, I'm not against it. the other thing, but all I'm saying is you have to, you have to, all the things we've talked about in the last five minutes, you have to go against all of these things one after the other to get to L, which is fine. Like I'm not saying it's not an L, but you you have to discount a lot of people and a lot of things. Yeah, I do discount a lot of those people because it's mass hysteria. It's yeah. like the time when they got all unprovable mass hysteria. I mean, yeah. like I'm I'm nice. really really struggling. That's a hell of a against. Uh, my instinct to believe that it's a biomechanical alien. Yes, that's you. Yeah. I really want it to be. I really, I really more towards that than to owl. Mm. I'd like that to be the case, like because, because that, then because, because then that would do... make sense then with the MIB and all the people saying the UFOs yeah. and blah blah blah. If you went with an alien off the fence and said, "Yeah, it's definitely an alien," mm. then all the stuff would fit. But it's like that cute thing you were talking about, where it's like. I'll just say it's a fucking alien so we can finish the show. No, no, that's the opposite. Paul won't argue. No, no, that's the opposite of what I'm saying. Cute is what you're doing. Cute is like going, just find any reason to explain away the different phenomena. Like, no matter what you say, yeah. I'm going to find a reason, like some sort of weird, you know, uh, weather anomaly that explains this particular phenomenon. Yeah. It's a weather balloon. Yeah, or like that. that uh, it was a weather balloon. Street. We put uh, big red googly eyes on it. Now get out of my office. It's just, yeah. It just sounds like an owl. My hands are cold. That's why I have them under my armpits. <laughs> and I'm thinking of a very funny joke, which is why I'm grinning so weirdly. It's not a grim. It's, a, it's not a grin. It's a grimace. Now how the fuck do I eat this steak? <laughs> grimace eats cheeseburgers. I can am we, off my tits on quail. Can we buck this up? There was two, two of us had owl, right? Oh. And Paul had... Alien. Alien. I had Rodney. Rodney the Draco alien. Yeah. I didn't fucking question you, but your yeah. teenage teenage alien angst. I I just I just want to be different. Mom, can I can I be an Aryan? No, you're a Draco. Deal with it. <laughs> he brings home some like blonde, blue eyed girlfriend, and she's all like, "Who is this? <laughs> she's gonna have to do a shit in a different toilet." You know, uh, weird man. Really weird. She knows lizards only have sex for four seconds, right? Plus she's like, fact, I did not know that. Plus I did the not fact, know that. This is 1966, yeah. so like, there's a lot of stuff that nobody knows about yet. Yeah, there there is a UFO fever of the time. There mm. is a sort of a conspiracy fever of the time. J- yeah. JFK Famous people and politicians the, are dropping all around people. Like conspiracy uh, soon and aliens will be landing on moons. Right. I think I, dogs are in space. I'm super no voting. I'm super voting now. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can let us know, dear listener, mm-hmm. uh, at any point uh, by getting onto us at, on email, uh, mm-hmm. on, on the email, the electronic letters, thoseconspiracyguys <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at T Conspiracy Guys. We're on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash thoseconspiracyguys. We've been convinced or con- con- cajoled into maybe starting up a snapchat feed so as soon as we have mm. that we let you know on, it's gonna be no but dick pics on the facebook yeah and i'll be putting my uh i'm gonna be uh putting no a, a bend pics. in my arm and then taking a picture of the the crease in between my oh, forearm yes. and my bicep and pretending it's my arse crack many's the time yes i used to Wait, I, I have used snapchat or crease i have yeah, used snapchat in like two years and i used to just use it to send people pictures of my turds yeah prideful pictures of like look at this bad boy for 10 seconds yeah i didn't even eat corn Explain that. So I've never that's... used Jeff, uh, Snapchat because I'm an old man and it scares me. Yep. Uh, apparently, all the kids are doing it. So if we want to get all conspiracy the, yeah. kids on board, old man scared. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> old man, just look at my phone. It's a lot like yours. <laughs> but I don't use it for the things that you use Except it for. Yours is smaller and has big buttons and it doesn't have a camera. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna uh, tell you right now, dear listener, of our uh, t-shirt shop Ooh. right now. 
we have two iterations of the t-shirt shop. One mm-hmm. is for our American uh, brethren and yes. one is for our uh, lovely uh, Europeans. Europeans where you can buy... Europeans. Uh, I can't pronounce anything properly anymore. You can buy much lower-necked lower garments, much looser-fitting and revealing mm. garments than mm. the conservative American folk. Uh, yeah. The, the US shop is shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash those conspiracy guys. And the EU one is shop.spreadshirt.ie for Ireland uh, forward slash those conspiracy guys. The links are in our Facebook, um, on, our, on our Twitter, and uh, in our website under shop. I guess, and there's yeah. uh, there's some uh, there's some awesome designs in there. We nice. got the I logo like the, in. The hoodies are uh, particularly soft and downy. On yeah, the inside. hoodies, t-shirts, uh, yeah. halter tops, uh, underwear, Ooh. hats. Mugs. And you'll be shocked by the quality of the printing. These yeah. aren't like that peel off after two irons kind of it's proper good shit. Printed man. on shirts. These these yeah, are ingrained those. in the uh, yeah. in, in so the fabric itself. You, you can go have a go. Um, mm-hmm. We also have blabs coming up, so keep an eye on blab.im. Mm-hmm. Where we will be. We love doing, being live. There's yeah. something so much better about live that uh, you, can't you can cut say out, whatever you want. We can't cut out all the racist stuff that we yeah. say during the during the show. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I do enjoy that so much. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's the sixties, and uh, <laughs> we <laughs> we go on blab and we talk about some stuff. Uh, like you know, we have these different topics that we may try. We've we've already done one on uh, making a murder. We did one mm. on Kurt Cobain. So we're going to like kind of something revisit, originally new. Kind yeah, of we're going to revisit old topics and uh, in some uh, blabs, and then we're going to take on something that we wouldn't do as a show or as a yeah. YouTube channel uh, entry, uh, and just have a chat. And you can come on, and it's a four way video. You can come on and log in with your Twitter account, and you can talk to us live and make comments and stuff like that. And, uh, you and know, if you have any ideas on, to interact with us on what you'd like to hear in a live chat, do let us know. And uh, if Rodney. Is listening. Yeah. Hit me up, bro. What up, Rodney? Smoke a bowl. Yeah, fly over to my place. And let's, uh, <laughs> you want to be careful what you ask for. Let's get Mothman in the eyes, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Get, those, um, uh, get that Mothman eyes, those red eyes. And if you really like the show, and mm. we know you do, because you're here for four hours now, yeah. listening to Mothman, right? We have a crowdfunding effort yes. called Patreon.com. Uh, They're lovely slash. folks over Patreon. Those conspiracy guys, patreon.com forward slash those conspiracy guys. You can you can help to to help us to help you to have a good time listening to us. Yes, talking to you. Know that we know that you know that we know that we love you. Yeah, I mean we're getting at the moment a considerable amount of money mm-hmm. that hasn't crossed our palms <laughs> as yes. of yet. Because who knew that making a proper business was tough? Yeah. Apparently so, there's this thing called tax. Yeah. And uh, the Irish government wants to have sex with us over it. So, so we got to uh, get all that stuff We're going to try to find a way to... <laughs> I, I hear that, what, brothers. Exactly. I hear that. The tax, yeah. man. Uh, so, yeah, all that kind of stuff we have getting going on. It's it's going towards, like, the equipment. It's going mm-hmm. towards new hosting for the website yes. uh, so that everything's going to be faster. Speed up. In the next couple of months, uh, this probably won't be relevant to you if you're listening to it two to three years hence. Uh, but the, the website that you're enjoying now, future person who's listening, or the people who are listening to it for the first time, uh, mm. we're going to have a new website by the summer yes. that's going to have all the articles, all our new YouTube videos from our new YouTube channel that we're in the process of painstakingly making, yes. uh, filming it, writing it, editing. And I also have a job, uh, which is, which is you know, it makes it an awful lot more difficult. Yes, life needs than, to be lived, unfortunately. Exactly. I'd love to pad rooms. around my house. Yeah. 
in ill-fitting socks. And I'd just love to my Snapchat my balls all day. Yeah. People, <laughs> I would do nothing but send you Snapchats all day of, if one of, could. Of, of, of balls? Yeah. Maybe not even yours. Maybe not that pool mine. of balls you were swimming in. Or whatever the closest set <laughs> yeah. towards me are. Yeah. You know, what's the hand? <laughs> an un, an up, up trouser leg ball shot. But <laughs> Patreon.com basically lets us snatch. interact with you and give you exclusive kind of materials, mm. informations... Uh, you get the first dibs on all the YouTube videos. You get the first dibs on all the t-shirt designs. We're running competitions where you can win t-shirts and hoodies and all sorts of cool gifts and stuff like that. And there's also the chance that you'll get to be part of material that nobody else will get to be yes. part of, which is kind of the exclusivity deal that Patreon, they, they like to encourage, you yes. know, from, from creators. And it's for creators. It's for podcast people. It's for, you know, webcast people. It's for vloggers. It's for, you know, artists and stuff like that, where they can get funding from a place where maybe there is no funding. Yeah. Do you know? There's no other way We're doing do this for Which is kind of happened to us. We, we kind of yeah. ran out of money and then got stuck because we were like, oh shit, what are we going to do now? Started a podcast and then hundreds of thousands of people started listening to it and then we don't have enough money to pay the internet people to go, hey, stop, stop using all of the internet on the internet. The internet. <laughs> we're like, we're not using all of the internet, are we? Yeah. So now we're we have using to pay a lot for of that shit. But you're really helping everybody that's yeah. on Patreon now. It's incredible. You knew people who haven't yet signed up. Go in and have a look. Yeah. Drop a dollar, drop two dollars, five dollars. Get into the party and see what the crack is. And hey, listen, when we crack time travel technology, we will retroactively go back to the moment that you first started signing up as a patron and give you the technology then. So, <laughs> yeah, you what a, can't what a it. promise. That's almost like a guarantee. That what a promise, to... folks. That's well, an unbelievable promise. Right now, well, if you haven't got it right now, that means we haven't done it yet. Highly improbable. Yes. Yeah. So, highly, highly probable, probable promise. That's a tattoo. Like, that's our highly improbable promise to but you. This is the infinite universe, bitch. This is how it goes. <laughs> we want to say thanks to our wonderful, beautiful, fragrant, yes. and talented guest, <laughs> Ed Salmon. Thanks, guys. Ed uh, bought the fucking book. How, folks? How I'll people, be back. How can people touch you, Ed? People can touch me through their thoughts and words. Yes. As long as they're kind. You can get me on Twitter at Edwin Salmon, E-D-W-I-N-S-A-M-O-N. No L in that Salmon. No L. Uh, I spell it with two M so I can correct people and feel superior uh, when they misspell it. Pedantic Ed. No, no better way. Uh, no better way. Uh, I've got a YouTube uh, channel. Sure. Uh, I don't have a website yet. YouTube.com. Uh, I'm, fa- I'm on Facebook. Forward slash Edwin Salmon. Yeah, that's the one. Can we see clips of your comedy on there? You can see many clips of my comedy. You can I, see shall vow now, I shall vow now in front of the thousands and thousands of people that uh, are listening to this, two-fold things. Uh-oh. Things of two folds. Oh. One, you're going to be really happy when you've listened to this show and in like 18 months to two years' time, when Ed is an international superstar, you'll be like, I remember listening to him on this <laughs> podcast talking about the Mathman. And he said something about Jews, and it'll come back to haunt him <laughs> in his future career. When you have to work with yes. John Travolta. When a newscaster pulls, him, pulls it out of an archive <laughs> and says, Did you say this, son? Did you call thing. John Travolta a Scientologist? <laughs> there goes your role in Battlefield what? 2. And, uh, oh, no. And fold the second. Uh, I, I vow to help you to create a wonderfully beautiful website. Quite not undissimilar to... Uh, Oh, our own website. Oh, cool. We'll do, we'll do that for you. So you can go to edwinsalmon.com. Dot com, yeah. Uh, Think about in that. In the future. This time. is your second time on the podcast to get a website. Yeah. You come back we'll a third it. time. I must, uh, ooh, who knows? It's red panty now. <laughs> so thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we've been mm-hmm. those conspiracy guys. We go have. to Patreon and have a look. At least comment. Uh, yeah. t- what do you think of the Mott Man? Like, what, what, what struck you? Is it an owl? Yes. The answer is yes. It's a fucking owl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But get on to us. Reach out to us. 
Come and touch us. It's not with now, your, it's Rodney. With your long... It's uh, biomechanical aliens. With here. your long men and black <laughs> finger. Um, thanks for listening. We've been those conspiracy guys. I'm Gordon. I'm Paul. And I'm Ed Salmon. We'll be back again the next time for some more stuff <laughs> about <laughs> things. And we'll have different people, but you'll be the same. Uh, don't go changing to try and please me. Don't. Thanks for listening. Thank you, folks. Bye. Everybody take their pants off. Slán